That's already so many. Are we live? We are live now. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Break the Rules stream. I am your host, Lev Polyakov. My main man, Giovanni Penichetti, is in the house. Let we me got... say, inshallah, to our brothers in Afghanistan, the global empire just got oh lord geo i don't know personally i'm on the side of the uh, tajiks but we're gonna get into that a little bit later anyway we got the great <laughs> Brittany venti in the house today it is a great pleasure to be here for the stream right before Brittany moves to texas away from this hellhole of a city and Ni-ha. we got ni hao and we got a niha i thought you said ni hao but wait Ni-ho-a. what is it? Oh, ye- oh, like Yee-haw. the cowgirl. Oh, like the cowgirl. What Excellent. up, what up, what up? Yep. What up? We got James in the house, MK Ultra Money, and we are here for the great Uncle Doomer. Uncle Doomer, you are a man of culture. You are really wise, just like the uh, gray-bearded Gandalf that you have as your avatar with the sunglasses, <laughs> which I really appreciate. I just shitpost. <laughs> no, well, you are, you are a great shitposter, but before we start... I just want to say, number one, everybody subscribe. And number two, patreon.com slash break the rules. I cannot stress this enough. And today, because this is uh, this is kind of like the going away party for Brittany, even though technically that was with James at his amazing party, which I could not attend. God damn it. I wish I could. That's it your, looked awesome. That's on you, bro. You fucked I up. I know. I took the L that time. But anyway, in honor of that, my father created this magnet over here. This is the Brittany Venti moth magnet as you can see on the screen over here it is made out of cherry wood it is based on the kind of moth that you could see in the background of uh britney's uh, studio here and this moth can be yours when you become a 20 dollar patron to patreon today patreon.com slash break the rules just wanted to get that out of the way and now back to uncle doomer so uncle doomer you uh you call it like you see it and where do you think that comes from? Because I think you are the first person ever in BTR history to actually call it like uh, he sees it. Is it from your parents? Is it from your upbringing? Tell tell us all about it, my friend. No, I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you admit that. Um, no, uh, I I think it's important to just kind of like stop the pretenses that we all have to put on to kind of exist in our world. Like we all just like put on whatever when we go out outside um shit posting i think allows you to kind of shed that and uh the more people that i think are upset when you make a post um that ends up being an indicator of how valid because like if you say something and and if you if you say something and a lot of people are upset i mean like yeah trolling we do a little trolling whatever but we do a little trolling that's right it's called we do a little (laughs) but you can gauge because everybody's secretly thinking something about something and that's not what they say so that's why you got to call them like you see them i don't know that was just some bullshit i put in my twitter bio and you like picked (laughs) up on it i was like oh my god i'm on the fucking spot well well it's the fakeness that you were talking uh, before the stream about regarding kanye west versus a lot of the other modern artists uh well so-called artists of our day today where he's the only one that you think uh more or less keeps it real would you would you agree with that statement uh everybody else on the panel is kanye west the realist there um, is today is of this course he have? is <laughs> undoubtedly <laughs> who's realer yes. than kanye west i think because he's a fan of mark terrell that one of the greatest living contemporary artists that, wait uh, mark terrell that was the guy we had on no, the stream not mark terrell, from, uh... terrell, um, 
what's his name? He made the the exhibition, <laughs> the exhibit in the like the middle of a canyon, where it's like these optical illusions of light. I think that's why Kanye loves uh, Terrell. Is it Mark Terrell or David Ter- some Man, Turnbull? Now, Sorry, Turnbull. It's Turnbull. Now I just imagine Kanye West meeting Mark Terrell, the guy who no. was part of the engineering of the takedown of Libya. I mean, you know, speaking <laughs> of the Middle East uh, regimes. Actually, Doomer, have you seen that stream that we did with uh, Mark Terrell? Or you have no idea what we're talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds awesome. G- Gio, <laughs> can, you, uh, can you give a little background info Sorry, on William what Turnbull. transpired? So... Oh, with Mark Terrell? Yeah, that was a big one. Oh, God, that was the... the um, Okay, so he was a part of a group affiliated with Davos, but it was really like a like mask-off. Um, what would be like the movie equivalent? You know, like in Hellraiser? Please, they're going to mix pleasure and pain. Um, that, that stream was very revealing... If you have like a totally like um, globalist, uh, nihilistic, like technocrat, it was basically, you know, interview with a vampire was interview with a technocrat. That was. How did you I, even get him on? I know. yeah. I don't through, know. Uh, it was my doing through Clubhouse. I went to Clubhouse and I just started scrolling through all the different uh, varieties of rooms in there until I got to one room, which was called on Davos. Oh, look at that cute kitty. You see that, Brittany? Isn't that adorable? Oh, yeah. Benito. By the way, Benito supports our brave freedom fighters, the Mujahideen. And <laughs> did you know that Mussolini had deals with certain Muslim leaders in Tunisia? Oh, sorry, I'm not going to. Hmm. Well, more like, a, <laughs> well, I think your cat would definitely su- support the uh, Meow Shahadeen. That's something oh, that nice. you would definitely support. Uh, can, so, I just, can I just say MAGA real quick? Make Af- Afghanistan great again. Let's go. <laughs> well, if they're concerned about the women, they could come and move in with hmm. us, James. It's like- <laughs> Yeah, uh, go, I, go into I'll, the shed. Uh, Mina Batty oh, refugee. I was going to tweet that loud, but then I'm like, no, it's too much. It's too much. Well, look, if their face is covered <laughs> up, uh, then the shed is just one more layer of cover <laughs> for them. But, uh, but Brittany, I don't know. What do you make out of the uh, Mujahideen, the uh, thing that's going on in Afghanistan with the, uh, with the women? Because you are a free woman. Uh, you don't take no shit from no man. Uh, what would be your opinion on if women decide to go into the route of joining these, uh, 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 these, uh, Afghanistan, uh, uh, Taliban folks. I mean, they can wear bed sheets on their head if they fucking want to. But, um, I think that it's unfortunate that it seems like the women there are, um, some of them are kind of being forced into it. Um, obviously I think if people self-identify as feminists, they should probably, point their attention there rather than having um melties in america um talking about the leftist feminists who cry over everything that is a non-issue um i was watching tiktok and it actually gave like a nice little rundown for dummies so that was cool um and when i was watching that um as awful as it is as people are dying and uh there's even this tiktok of people uh there's so many cars and traffic that you literally can't move and people are abandoning their cars and just walking to escape and that's really scary to think about um like if that happened to me that'd be my worst nightmare it's like literally your world is ending but as i was watching the um them on camera with the guns and everything showing that they had taken over um in a way, in a fucked up sort of way, I almost found it like a little bit, I'm not promoting terrorism, but I found it a little <laughs> bit inspiring. But... 
I found it a little but- bit inspiring in the sense that they're essentially the three percent, right? Like they're like, oh, you need no, you need like nukes and all these things to like take over and make a change. And it's like, no, they managed to do it in like mm. less than a week with You're nothing. Talking about the Taliban. So I'm not promoting terrorism. I'm just saying but- the concept that the citizens could um protect themselves and they don't need like I, I gotta retort to, to that. It. I gotta retort to that. I, I remember Alexander about that by the way. I would love to hear your theory cell point, but before that, Alexander Bard, and I would love to get the panel's opinion on this, Alexander Bard was bringing up the fact that the reason why we kind of suck when it comes to military uh, uh, matters today is because Americans are not willing to cast aside their lives for anything. And his, uh, his mode of thought is that we could have actually done everything we wanted to do there as far as, like, having a victory but it would have required a lot more gumption on the part of the americans and maybe and i could be wrong about this you tell me we could have actually just blown everything the hell up but we would have gotten criticized by the international community so that's why we didn't like i don't know how much that has to do with uh, america not having a, any kind of uh we're any already kind of like there. hate it who fucking cares at that point like you know but that's kind of the point if nobody cares then why don't we go all the way we, c- we kind know? of did already pull right them apart and like genetically damage them for generations to come yeah, I mean, that that's a good point, too. But I don't know. It's like that was us back then. But then there's like another America, which we kind of see with the American military today. I don't think that they're necessarily the same uh, the same one. Or do, do you disagree? Well, Uncle Doomer, uh, what, what do you think about the situation? Um... Well, I think they're I mean, depending on how much stock you put into the uh, theory that it was allowed to happen the way it did uh and then i've even seen people who are like these uh taliban guys they look surprisingly similar to uh like i don't know almost calling them crisis actors or something (laughs) i i i haven't like looked at that that much but if you don't think that it was allowed to happen i think that it's terrifying to watch as America basically admits that it's in full decline. Like we can't even keep up an occupation. I don't know, like 50, 60 years ago. Like, yeah, basically it's the fall of Saigon again, but I don't know. America right after world war two could have, could have, could have handled their shit, but Mm. this is like a Marshall plan type of thing. This is a pure admission that like, America overextended themselves and got themselves into something that they clearly couldn't follow through on. So if if mm. you believe that like the fuck ups were all genuine and none of it was engineered, then it should scare you if you uh, are afraid for the American home front and what this like spells for the decline of American civilization. Interesting. I, I think that. Uh, well, Lev, you you want to say something? I don't know. I kind of uh, am with Uncle Doomer as far as where we are now. It doesn't mean that this is where we're going to be 10 or 20 years from now. Again, I may be an eternal optimist when it comes to this kind of stuff purely based on that. I don't know. I kind of believe in David and Goliath. I kind of believe that despite a lot of problems in the United States, we still have way more innovation and smart people 
despite all the wokeness, despite all the problems that are currently, uh, you know, despite all the corruption. I could be wrong. Like, where else? Like, is there any other country right now in the world that, uh, despite, you know, that, that would still have much more of an intelli uh, intelligence, much more people that would be able to come up with things than America, much more people going into the universities here, you know, for various scientific things than America? Because, again, like, please offer them up to me right now if I'm wrong about that. Well, uh, China. I yeah, the obvious answer, answer is China. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to get into it now because it's going to be a whole rabbit hole. Let me just say that I think that China is more about quantity than quality. That's oh. I'll leave it at that because it, it turns out tons of these papers and none of these papers are actually that academically good in comparison to the ones that are coming out of, let's say, MIT, for example. And again, it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means like in comparison, I still not sure that they would be able to hold a candle just in terms of uh, the uh, amount of intelligence that still comes out of the US. And again, that's with all the problems and shit like that. I don't know. Well, well if you're talking purely from an Afghanistan perspective, because I mean, you're you, you're Uncle Doomer, I think you cut out right now. I am not hearing you. While I am not hearing you, um... Subscribe to BTR! Subscribe to BTR, exactly. Those new glasses, they're golden. Uh, wait, are you talking about these? Yeah, yeah, they're golden. Yeah. Well, he, well, he soaked his old glasses in piss so he can get that nice <laughs> machine to it, so... I was, I, like... was, I was inspired by the Birdo Center, so yeah. I decided to oh, uh, make my own Birdo Center. They should have included the bit in the Birdo Center where Kirk Hammett, he tried to, uh preserve piss and like he had this clear plexiglass guitar but then mm. he like just put food dye in it because like food coloring because it was just it would go all stale and nasty <laughs> before a uh, doomer comes back Brittany, what is your opinion on the birdo center have you heard of the birdo center do you know anything about oh, it God. no all you right listen let's to ghost see. jail Brittany. what do you listen to ghost jail no oh you'd love it you'd love yeah? it yeah it's <laughs> actually it, Ghost Shell is actually really based. Um, uh, <coughs> um, <laughs> I was, I, I, I was uh, me, me and uh, Griff were on the uh, season finale of the Birdo Center, uh, but it's pretty much like it's technically considered an art piece, but it's uh, a bunch of people like Twitter people like submit stuff to Birdo for it. And then he makes all like original music and shit like that. Um, based and, like, around a theme. Usually. Yeah. Oh, it's it's one of those things that. that I feel like it's better to just listen to it than to have yeah, someone than describe it. it. But like unironically, the the sixth episode on vacation is like one of my favorite pieces of art of the year. Like that, Evangelion and Donda right now are like you know the three best. Is oh, Evangelion you guys are at the, the link yet? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Definitely. So, Brittany, you were saying before uh, the stream started that you're moving to Texas, moving away from New York, and uh, you find that there are certain people that are still going to stay in New York for particular reasons. Can you elaborate? Um, Because they're gay. Like, I don't know. Like, they just like <laughs> they just like wasting money and living in filth and breathing in dirty air and getting touched by hobos. Do you have the beat sport thing now, or is that? And they, and they like, and they like when the government like sticks their cold metal rod up their ass forcibly, uh, mandatorily, voluntarily. But is that real though? That's going into effect. The, uh, you know, you know what passport? It's real, yeah. but I'm not sure if all the uh, little corner yeah. stores are going to be following it necessarily. I, yeah. I mean, well, the corner. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yes. We can hear you. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. My modem is a piece of shit, and like. 
every time i mean probably every couple of days it just will stop working i have to unplug uh the the coax from it and plug it back in again i have no idea why it happens it's the because you live company. in a cabin in the woods fucking uh ted kaczynski style so <laughs> yeah that may that may be the case by the way, I love this comment over here from Sieg Style, who says, "Damn, I wish Geo was real." It's like this whole time Geo didn't even exist. Geo's just a figment yeah, of I our mean, imagination. Yeah, well, he lives in Canada, so he might as well not exist. Yeah, that's true. Hold up, we got a Canadian on here. How's uh, how's are you like straight up locked down? I heard it's way worse up there. Um, we're like slowly coming out of it, and unterrible, but it never truly leaves. So, I mean, they might as well just bring on the fucking passports here uh i know doug ford doesn't want it but yeah it's our lockdowns are more insane it's kind of like the equivalent of um california's lockdowns but it's just and what about yourself doomer where are you from if you don't want to uh, i don't know if you want to dox yourself or not all i'll say is i used to live in new york and i left and now i live basically in the woods and uh it rules and you don't really have to worry. I mean, just like the metropolitan centers are where basically all the shittiest shit happens from sh- sheer yeah. numbers. Like, uh, and, and it's not just like COVID shit. It's um, like living in New York as is everybody besides Geo on here. Uh, Brittany James, you're yeah. both in New York. Yeah. Brittany, not yeah. for long. Lev, you're in New York. Like you, there's some, there's like a feeling you get when you're in New York. It is like a crushing like nothing it, it is pure american decline nothing will ever fix this it just gets shittier and shittier do you do you, do you get the feeling that i'm talking about i mean like kind of but in this like <clears throat> but like yes and no at the same time like if you're gonna associate with only people you meet irl then yeah and like you know seeing like people walking on the street wearing masks seeing people with fucking masks and face shields people with masks face shields and fucking gloves like i see those schizos all the time oh, and, and like you know too. if you're if you're only gonna associate with people like that then like yeah it's you know it's on decline but like you could be like me and you hang everyone you hang out with is like the irls you've known forever and you know twitter people like more than half the people at my last party now were all from twitter and shit like that and like you know these are like actual fun, cool, normal people that aren't like, you know, susceptible to this, you know, libtard brainwashing that, you know, New York has these days. So I don't know. I feel like I've I've been creating the the safe haven for the base. You're the only one. My theory, James, is that you are the only person in the entire New York City who has this stronghold for, you know, views that do not succumb to political correctness. That's yeah. it. You're the yeah. only one. Nobody I'm, else. I'm literally the last bastion of hope <laughs> for New York. <laughs> well, I think let's maybe we should talk more broadly about how New York is sort of the, the firing rod for any sort of um, general sense of like decline or ennui or general mm. shittiness that America. Well, is, is it New York through? or Los or California? Because a lot of things have happened in California as far as the amount of homeless that were there before New York, yeah. and uh, so well, and, and, numbers wise, it's New York and LA. It's always New York, like yeah. and and like I uh, at the beginning, I think before I went out, you guys touched on like the martyr feel, like the the people who who feel like they're martyrs for living in either New York or LA, pretending like the entire rest of the of America doesn't exist. But uh, once you get outside New York and L.A., maybe I guess like San Francisco, Seattle, like once you get outside the metropolitan centers, 
like just from sheer numbers, uh, things are a little more sane. But when it comes to certain institutions that are positive, like good hospitals, you know, state of the art facilities for, you know, treatments of various things, are there red states that are at the same level as New York? Have you been to a hospital in New York? Yeah. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing in the world, but as far as where a lot of the experts are, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm naive about it. But uh, I mean, a lot of the me. best doctors in the country are in New York. Like that's yes. just like that's just a that's fact true. right there. Yeah. The one time I ever had to go to a hospital in New York, it was like something out of a horror movie. Like like literally flickering fluorescent light bulbs, a waiting room full of people with various injuries in like various states of dying. But I mean, I went to a, a hospital in Queens, so it's. I mean, I'm sure there's. It's yeah, all socioeconomic. There's that Nicholas Cage movie where he's an abo. What was it called? Waking the Dead. Reason ambulance driver. Yeah, bring bring back the dead. Bring out your dad. Uh, yeah, bring out the dead. The, the squirrels bringing out the dead. <laughs> it was like yeah. that in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, it was. Well, of course, um, there's still going to be shitty hospitals in New York. Obviously, not all of them are going to be amazing, but like you know, there's a lot of like just top doctors and stuff that you know people for specific issues will come out will fly out to new york for these surgeons or doctors or whatever so like yeah. the like for my dad when he got like back surgery and stuff i mean you know my family's from long island but you know it ha also happened to be that the best doctor to help him was in new york city but um i'm sure that uh that uh frankie petrangelo at the fucking local pizza joint's gonna ask people if they have their passport or not i don't know yeah i mean uh, i don't think any pizza place is gonna be asking for that i mean like just going in to order a slice and then leaving like you know you don't need your a fucking passport for that but like you know if i order a slice and then i go to sit down i highly doubt the fucking spanish dude behind the counter is gonna be like uh vaccine passport please it's like no that's just unrealistic mm -hmm. But do you feel you know, that like policing in New York, like that they're going to enforce it or that like things are just totally stretched like it was in the 80s hmm. or getting um, I, to that point? I think it depends on the place. Like, you know, you're going to have a lot of libtard places in Brooklyn um, and like Chelsea and, you know, the, the super, super lib areas. Um, but uh, like, for example, like Crunch, the gym I go to, they emailed me like the other day and like they're like, uh, yeah, we just need to see the vaccine uh, card once. Even a picture is fine. We're not going to store the picture of it, and we're just going to mark it on your account that you showed it that one time. So, like, for example like that, like, that's something you could easily just fucking Photoshop, show them a picture of, and you're good to go. Like, you don't even need a fucking, you know, blank or fake card. Uh, maybe we police? should cut that out, Lev, if you're encouraging. <laughs> I'm not encouraging anything. I'm not okay. uh, the, endorsing any NYPD of this stuff. To, uh... I'm just saying theoretically is all. For the NYPD to enforce that shit, though, like where you, you see, in, I don't know, that video in France or, or like Italy or wherever they're going around to people that are sitting outside on a in cafe Paris, and yeah. asking to see it like the NYPD individual officers would have to be on board with that project, which I just don't see. Like, I yeah. think America uniquely, like culturally is is rejects that that kind of. Uh, but I mean, who knows? Mm. Like, yeah. Th well, that's that could the, change. That's the big question that next time uh, Jessica DeLoach, who uh, is the uh, political, uh, democratic political operative, she worked for Pete Buttigieg, and she is a great friend of the show. She co goes here all the time, and I'm very grateful for her that she goes here. But anyway, when she goes here, I want to ask her, where do you think the line is for you personally, at which point you would say there is enough tyranny in the United States 
that there would have to be actual, you know, opposition to that tyranny from the people against the government? Where would the line be for you personally? And I would be very interested in uh, your guys' takes as well. Where would the line be for Brittany? Go for it. Oh, yeah. So I think the line's going to be when they start saying you need to be vaccinated to travel between states. I think that's when it's going to the line's going to be drawn. People aren't going to accept that. That's like absolutely ridiculous and literally imprisonment and very anti-American to our core values. So it's a betrayal yeah. of our character to the deepest level. So I think that's when people rebel. Well, I, it's already happening. Like here in Canada, you you need one to essentially board a plane or a train. So, ooh, ooh. so then it's like, but you I mean, you guys don't have the American spirit. You guys are no, obviously. like generally yeah. speaking, <laughs> but we're like the you guys don't even own your own land. The queen owns your land. So like, <laughs> wait, is that true? They, they still have, you don't own your own land symbolically. Yes, but it's not a thing. Um, if the queen geo, if the queen wanted to take away your house, could she do it? Um. Yes. Ninety percent chance. Yes. Maybe. The yes. fact that you have to. Holy shit! Think about that. I think that. What a um, pathetic country, Jesus! Right? No, I know. We're the, but we're the petri dish that what's going to happen in America soon. So if you, yeah, I keep think coping. That you should watch keep coping. No, no, but I mean, I think, I mean, I pe people underestimate the amount of like murderous scapegoating that is going on to the point where people are. If you read any mainstream site in America or Canada, be it the Washington Post or whatever, um, you will see people that have almost a glee or almost like a jouissance to the way that they approach people who don't wish to take the uh, sacred, uh, you know, ouchie. Um, it's yeah. really quite something. I think that the fact that they have such a powerful sway and the fact that we've seen that things that happen often here in Canada happen maybe five or four years down the road in america i think there's a reason why canada doesn't have any unique identity or any sort of place in the world because we're basically like the testing area zone lab state for um whatever you want to call them the uh yeah leave a like if canada ain't <laughs> shit <laughs> no because we're basically just like well it's kind of like in the middle east how they give us a super a chat giant, if you um, hate canada Mm. Yes, please. Um, like they turned the whole place into a super fun site through various wars and depleted uranium and blowing up uh, various chemical dumps that the Americans sold to Saddam. So it's kind of like we're the cultural testing ground for um, globalist munitions, if you will. That's probably would be the comparison. But you know, you guys do kind of roll over in the same way that the Europeans do. Oh yeah. To even like, even more because we're yeah. proud of the fact that we roll over. Not me, yeah. but yeah. no, but uh, to what you said, Brittany, like interstate travel, that I think is going to that I don't think they would do that. Like they they say whenever you see a thing that's like, uh, oh, CNN's reporter. Oh, oh no, it happened again. There we go. Boys. There we go. There we go. He's Am I back? back? Am I back? Yes, you're back. Yes. God, my internet. You got to keep your modem in check. You just yeah. got to no, get on that Ethernet life. Man. When you see. CNN reports the White House is considering XYZ policy. That's a f that you're being focus grouped. That's how mm -hmm. they do it now because they can't like the White House can't get like 30 people in a room and be like, well, what do you think of this policy? You know, like ordinary people, they have to do it by doing like a controlled release and then gauge the response 
and then they decide because you saw how the White House immediately after that caused an uproar on all social media that they announced, oh, we're actually not considering. It's all I mean, like, that's a brilliant technique if you're them. Yeah, it's biosecurity theater. I mean, that's. That's well, they, they are do, a bunch yeah. of uh, they are a bunch of theater kids. At the end of the day, uh, at least in this administration, oh. it seems that uh, that is the energy. Was Biden a theater kid? No, not Biden, but like Jen oh. Psaki, you know, like all those. There was oh. recently... Hunter Biden's a theater kid. Oh yeah, mm. um, there you go. I just want to get a feel in the chat, like where they think it's going. Um, press one if you think what happened to Canada is going to happen to the U.S. And press two if no. One for yes, <laughs> two for now. One for mm. yes, two for now. Well, hopefully there's enough. Hopefully there's enough American spirit to uh, last us. But the point that I wish I would have brought up to Amy Therese in the last stream, which I can bring up now, is that when she was talking about how there are certain states which are uh, very heavy-handed when it comes to the kind of abortion procedures that are done there, my thing is that people still have the ability, if they dislike this policy, to vote with their feet and to go to another state that would be against those particularly uh, draconian policies. But if we're talking about establishing some kind of a uh, vaccine barrier, you know, kind of like the USSR, you know, where you can't... In the USSR, by the way, you can't actually... You couldn't just move to another part of Russia without oh. being allowed to. Look at these Everyone Americans said coping. No, by the way. You're all coping, by the way. I'm sorry, I don't think they are. Everyone said coping. two. Everyone said it's not going to yeah. happen. <laughs> America, 1. God bless 5. America, they said. <laughs> I love the guy that said 1.5. So it's like that's indeterminate. America said suck oh. our D. And, oh, no, Ter uh, we, Terry and we also got a vote for cock and balls. So. Terry Greenbean says, hold on, it just went away when I wanted to do that. That is actually a Streamlabs <laughs> donation. And it's weird that last time people couldn't do it. Now I guess they can. So Terry Greenbeans said, great listener, Canada blows geo rules. God save Cooper, the White House Center. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, to the patriarch, I love all those bands except for Three Inches of Blood because I just don't like tenor singers for some reason. I don't know. We just we just gotta save Geo and Bimbo, and then we could just nuke Canada and start over. <laughs> oh, and the cats, don't Canada? forget the cats. Yeah, well, Bimbo. The, the, yeah. the cats count as an accessory. So wasn't she? She's in Morocco now. She took a trip before. No, I think she just got back. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I'm not a big fan of Rush, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Wait, did you? Ratioed for wait, that? did you? Did you just Holy say shit. you're not a big fan of Russia? Music to my ears, Geo. You've turned no, around. I'm so happy. By the I, way, sp speaking I don't of like it because of Getty Lee. That's why I don't like Rush. Mm. Okay. Well, speaking of Russia, by the way, there's going to be an interesting thing uh, happening with uh, Afghanistan and Russia. Because a lot of those countries that are on the border of Afghanistan, like Tajikistan and uh, Turkmenistan and all that, those are all previous Soviet-owned uh, territories, and they still have Russian people on the border as guards because they don't trust the people that live there with that. But the idea is that either Afghanistan's going to be like a uh, Pashtun supremacist state when it comes to the Taliban, because the Taliban are mainly Pashtun. That's like one of the tribal groups there. Or they're going to start incorporating all the other people, including the uh, Tajiks and the... Uh, what's the other one? I don't remember the name right now. I have Waziristan. A... No, no, no. I have a friend who's actually... Uh, uh, the he... I have this uh, gay Jewish friend who is from this other stan. Name me a stan. I know. Oh, God. Um, James, name me a stand. Uzbekistan, that's it. Kazakhstan, so. greatest country. That's right. 
So the Uzbeks. We love. Oh my yes. God! The chat is going to explode after. I'm just waiting for the delay. Oh, I'm sure they would. Jewish friend. Hmm? Yeah, he's he's great. He does uh, he does Photoshop work for the fashion industry now. And by the way, oh. well, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into all the family things. That my is cousin for... works for the fashion industry in Toronto, and it's pretty much run by Sephardis. So make of that. Yeah, there we go. That <laughs> that that works. But anyway, what I'm getting to here is that it may be that the Tajiks and the Uzbekis are going to start to be. Uh, transformed into this particular strain of Islam that the Taliban is following, and that's going to start spreading out to these other countries around Russia. And so Russia's already having to deal with paying bribery money to the uh, caucus people, to, uh, you know, Kadyrov and, uh, what do you call them, the, uh, got out of my head right now. Um, you know what? Chechnyans? Chechnyans, yes. So they're paying bribe money to the Chechnyans, but now all of a sudden they're going to get another infusion of a much more radical strain of Islam into their country. So we'll see what happens, but that's like a whole other thing that it's kind of well, like... Didn't it, they it, do that? Sorry, love, sir. No, no, no go, go on. Well, didn't they... Oh, oh my shit. God, that was, <laughs> was a good that one. Brittany? Brittany Braps! No, it was James. It was James, right? Right, Brittany? Yeah, it was, it was him. James. <laughs> I didn't when verse made that joke on on the episode that you came on um last week I didn't realize that like Britney burps were actually a thing and then I was yeah, watching that's... your one of your recent streams and I'm like oh she's literally ripping burp after burp amazing <laughs> but she, didn't, she, I don't know what you're talking about she, she oh, could yeah, I made it up you're right well, I don't know. I think Brittany could definitely hold her own against Eggy. But uh, another quick thing I wanted to get to with those particular folks uh, in Russia, the uh, people from Tajikistan, from uh, the other stand, they're kind of like who the gives Mex a stand, love. who gives a stand. Well, As Mark Stein says, who gives a stand? <laughs> they're kind of like they're kind of like the Mexicans of Russia, meaning oh, like they go there to do a lot of manual labor and work. And uh, that's kind of what happens over there. Do you see um, do you see China moving in like immediately? I mean, do you, and and if if like because they I think it was either China or, or the Taliban did a press release or a statement saying that they're looking forward to friendly relations with China. How do you see Russia fitting into that? Do you think do you think that it's going to be like a little love triangle there? Do you think that it's going to be live and let live? I think China's going to be picking off Russia as well as trying to pick off Afghanistan. Afghanistan is just such an awkward place for any empire to go into and be able to, uh, I mean, maybe they'll do some uh, business there. Who knows? Uh, they have that whole Belt and Road Initiative. But in general, I see China getting a lot of territory from Russia, not by war, but just by intelligently going in there, just settling in there. And, uh, you know, nobody says anything otherwise because, uh, you know, China... I think is, you know, despite whatever qualms I have about it, I do think that the leaders there are smarter, at least right now, and more competent than the Russian leadership. But everybody knows that I think that about Russia. But love, so China is yeah. not imperialist. They, they don't take over land. Tibet? It's theirs, love. What about Tibet? It's theirs, love, according to the... No, <laughs> here's what's going to happen. At the <laughs> that last... was some crazy stuff the logo was saying. Yeah. I got to admit, that was... At the last, uh, at the last moment, they're gonna open up Agartha, and they're gonna go through that <laughs> tunnel where the Tibetan uh, kingdom is. And the man with the green gloves is gonna come out, and he's just going oh, to. Don't uh... mention it. No, we're gonna get totally banned. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say that didn't the Russians, didn't they already re kind of resist that in the early 2000s when they went to war with Chechnya because they were giving, um, like the Saudis were giving, for example, a huge funding and, and madrasa lessons 
to these imams in Chechnya and elsewhere. So I don't know, the Russians, they got a pretty good handle on how to deal with... Uh, well, just because they know. keep paying them off. That's the thing. Like, as long as Kadyrov gets his money, he stays in power. I don't the think they're that powerful enough to challenge the might of the Russian military. I don't know about that. No, no, dude, the you Russian have to... Bear. No, Geo, the Russian bear... The Russian is all... bear. The Russian bear is drunk and on drugs. You have to understand... <laughs> you have to understand the shit that was going down in the 90s there in Russia, where a lot of these Chechnyans, they were running muck and they still kind of do like they have license to have their way with any woman they want to and they're not going to get persecuted within uh, russia i'm serious like it's it's very nice to be a chechnyan dude hanging out in russia because you're kind of protected you know because uh there is a kind of bribery going on there but the <laughs> moment the moment geo the moment this that putin let's say uh, becomes no more that there's no more putin kadyrov's gonna get his uh, head chopped off that's gonna be the end of him because he depends on Putin being in power to keep giving him money. So that's the dynamic that's going on there at the moment. But I think like that that's the problem with Afghanistan in general. Like, for example, you mentioned Pashtun, right? Like, I mean, with the Taliban, they're not going to it's not like the Americans where they pay some, you know, some guy with a meager sum to sit around with a Kalashnikov and uh, have those, uh, you know, boys. Right. But uh, that stuff's going to change now. I think that. Uh, and the fact that they just rolled in with a span of a week and it's going, Afghanistan will basically look like it looked like in maybe the summer of 2001. I mean, summer of love. <laughs> that's kind of, yeah. Before the world like basically ended. Right. Um, it's really a testament to just how inept the global empire is, but I don't know. I mean, I don't, I mean, this is a white pill. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just skeptical of, the long lasting implications that this has, as opposed to, for example, when the Russians pulled out of Afghanistan, the Soviets rather pulled out of Afghanistan. And was it 86? Was it? Or yeah, no, I, I think it was a bit later. In fact, I had a, uh, wait, I think I had a grand uncle who was stationed in Afghanistan at oh, the time. Man. And he was also stationed in Libya. And he brought back a photo that he showed uh, to my mom afterwards of him in Libya in the market where they had a dude who was just hung for stealing. Well, they, he just they saw hung his, the uh, communist leader of, uh, yeah. No, but the point that I'm getting to here is that there are cultures that really respect power and strength. They would respect the kind of strength where you would have skulls of your enemies on display, you know, in your headquarters. And uh, unfortunately, I think the problem that the West makes and, you know, me, Gio, you know that I'm a big that I'm a big sloppy liberal. But I think the big mistake that the West makes is they consider the kind of strength that they apply to Europe and to, you know, other Western nations to be the same strength that they should apply to places like the Middle East, where they operate on the different value system. And I think that they just think that, oh, everybody's the same and, you know, everybody loves democracy and all this bullshit. Democracy's gay. I mean, okay, I'm not a big fan of democracy in general. I believe in a republic. But what about you, Doomer? Are you a fan of democracy? Are you a fan of other kind of governmental systems? Like, what, what would you prefer to live under if you had oh. the choice? I mean, I, I, well, I'm kind of black pilled on it. Like, I don't think that we have a democracy. I've always felt that somewhere in the bowels of the CIA, they, they have, they, they have a fish tank and there's an octopus and the, the, the octopus is on the payroll and he, they, they look and see which, uh, which little paper card the octopus points to. And that's who, who wins every election in every country. 
I just I, I like I don't think that with structures of power the way they are that we can be that we can honestly say that there's real democracy. I mean, probably the like if the Taliban ends up holding elections for local leaders, that'll be more democratic than any any election that's ever gone on in the United States. But why is uh, democracy good? Are you asking me? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if we've ever lived under it. I don't really have that much faith in it. Well, we did live under it during, like, like the true democracy would be ancient Greece, right, Geo? Like, that would be well, an example I mean, of a... depending on who you ask. <laughs> yeah, well, they also had slaves. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, they were able to maintain the kind of democracy they did because they had other people doing shit for them while they were able to practice, you know, the military arts and philosophy and all that good stuff. We could have a society like that with robots instead of the slaves. So theoretically speaking, that could be the next, like to be an eternal optimist here, that could be the Arcadia that the United States could turn into if we just have all the robots doing shit for us while we can uh, work on our inner selves. Or do you think that this is too uh, unrealistic of an idea? The robots. Yeah. You don't it, want there well, to be robots? Yeah, after the singularity democracy will work. Um, I don't know. I think that but then that model becomes itself obsolete after time, the way it did with ancient Greece. I mean, eventually you'll have more of a strong horse coming along and sort of obliterating that decadent arrangement you have. I mean, the thing of the thing that reminds me of what's going on with Afghanistan is almost similar to what, um, ironically enough, what uh, Michel Foucault said about Iran when he was there during the revolution. Ironically enough, the father of queer theory was praising the mullahs <laughs> and the Ayatollah Khomeini. Fucking he, based. Fucking based, right? Because <laughs> he saw that this like sort of constant protest of the people every single day demonstrating, that it was like a form of direct action that you really don't see in the West, that it's literally just the people deciding to just get up one day and be like, you know what? Let's have more of a, a society that reflects our own values. Uh, and then, of course, you know, he got savagely criticized. Um, and then the late 80s, he died of, uh, you know what? So, well, I think that with Afghanistan, people don't, they, they sort of want to create a fiction of, like that picture that went viral of them getting rid of the advertised, the Western advertisements with women. And they're like, oh my God, women are being erased. But the problem is that the global empire, they have to create a fiction of what people truly honestly believe honest and true believe about their own existence as basically Western, you know, Western democracy uh, citizens waiting to crawl out of uh, barbarism or whatever the fuck they think is going on in Afghanistan. That's, well, that's, the big that, problem, that's kind right? of a part of it too, but I don't believe that the way you go about it is the way that they went about it like it would definitely no. require more of a marshall plan type deal multiple generations and again you could say well we don't have the money for that we don't have the funding for that maybe i don't know but i wouldn't necessarily say that you know on one hand you're right maybe we should uh we should go just like star trek you know what was that thing called the uh do no harm principle uh, for the other planets Prime directive. prime directive yes so maybe we should have a prime directive when it comes to certain civilizations just keep them the way they are not you know don't bother going in there uh or do you think that that would be against some uh some moral some moral code you know like if we can't access these places 
you know, is it worth doing anything or just like, if we can leave them alone, just leave them alone and just let them, let them do whatever they do. Like I know, Brittany, what would be your stance when it comes to if there are places out there that, you know, treat women really badly and live like the Iron Age, is there any responsibility should a country be able to afford it to do something about that or they should just leave them alone and not do anything? I mean, if they have the luxury too, but like, I feel like people's definition of that's a little different. Like, I feel like people think the United States has the luxury too, just because like, oh, there's a lot of money, but also we have a lot of debt and a lot of our own problems. So I feel like that's not really a good example of someone who has the luxury too. Um, but yeah, if you have the luxury too, or if like you're a bordering country, right, and you have a lot of money to help and like actually take genuine refugees and not just like migrants, there's a difference, um, then sure. Well, what, one thing Brittany said recently on her video, Men versus Women 2021, she said, and I quote, what is the use of a man that can't protect you? It's like a broken ATM. So <laughs> maybe, maybe Brittany wants one of those Pashtun warriors to come over a real man from Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, you, like, uh, you, you know that uh, that comic that's been going around where it's like uh, the the dudes, um, the the Afghani dudes have like a woman in chains, and then the uh, there's like two woke girl bosses with like a man in chains, <laughs> and they're like, "We came to save your men. We came to save your women, or whatever." It's like I think that um, the framing of it as going in and saving whoever. Uh, going in and saving an ethnic group or going in and saving uh, women in general, like that framing doesn't work with at least the U.S. model of regime change and uh, the maintenance of empire because it's never about that. Like the entire project yeah. has always been natural resources, money, and the aesthetic goals, stated goals are always secondary to that but they're used as like the PR campaign for regime change. It's like, what are they saying about Cuba right now? Like they're it's uh, oh, they, they want freedom. What are they saying about Afghanistan? Oh, it's, it's the women, but what it ends up being is they uh, empire has lost access to all the resources that come with the continued maintenance of that colony. And maybe it wouldn't have been that way if, let's say, we would have approached things from actually getting one of our own people. Like, let's say we got, I don't know, Pompeo. Let's say we got Mike Pompeo to become the viceroy of Afghanistan or the viceroy of Iraq. Personally, I think Afghanistan is just, it's a fucked up place in terms of territory. You know, there's mountains everywhere. It's incredibly hard to govern as it is. But let's say Iraq, j just for example, right? If he were to become viceroy of Iraq, and we wouldn't have had to make a deal with some other tribe there, you know, who would then start oppressing a different tribe. And there would have been another squab. There was another squabble after Saddam fell. Mm. If we would have just like gotten the reins of this thing and just run shit, maybe that would have been cheaper in the long term. They kind of did, though. They had this guy who was like a um, in Afghanistan. He was like a global fellow. He was like one of the uh, premier Middle Eastern uh, policy wonk intellectuals. 
and they still like couldn't do it. I mean, who was the guy that originally ran? No, no. What do you mean? What do you mean intellectual? I'm talking about a military man. I'm talking about somebody well, they, that they can, that can hang that can hang a body to show an example to the others. This is what you do well, if you do guy, A, B, and C. The first guy they had in there um, was supposed to be that way. What was his name? The, he was the leader of uh, out of Kabul. Oh God, I can't believe I forgot his name. He used to be all over the news in the early 2000s. He was supposed to be that, but then he was just basically like. He governed Kabul and Kandahar, and that was pretty much it. Like, they wait, had... was he, was he an American general or was he? No, no, he was an Af- Afghan. See, that's my whole president. point. That's my whole point, Gio. I'm saying oh. let's bring the Americans. Just go full empire mode. Let's bring the Americans in there. They're gonna run shit much better because they're not gonna have any loyalty to any particular tribe. They're just gonna set the rules and they're gonna enforce those rules with an incredibly heavy hand. Because Geo, you're a fan of uh, dictatorships, so that's gonna be kind of like a dictatorship within oh. within this region because that's all that the people there are used to for a long time. Just like they were used to with Saddam Hussein. Eventually, the hope is that there will be more education and people get to a higher civilizational level but they are not there yet so i don't want the people who are listening to this to assume that lev just because lev is a libtard in your eyes that lev would think that all these different countries you know have the same aspirations for democracy and the system no fucking bullshit they don't okay most of these people (laughs) only know what a hard fist feels like and what a boot on their head feels like and that's what they're used to anything else is weakness that's what varge said when he was in afghanistan as a kid that's what he like. He learned. That's when he went to prison with a lot of Arabs. He said like that's what he learned that they basically only listen to violence. <laughs> like when they do, they really do. It was in that documentary um, before the light takes us, where they interviewed him. He was still in prison, um, and he said like when because his father was an engineer who went to Afghanistan um, when the puppet government was in power, and uh, <laughs> he's like, well, you know, they only listen to violence. You can only. Be straightforward with them. That's, uh, you know, that's mm. Arab psychology. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, and it doesn't mean that it doesn't change over time. The only thing that I would offer as a uh, pushback to what uh, Doomer was talking about, and I guess to the consensus that's right, that exists right now, and again, not Afghanistan, I don't fucking know about Afghanistan, but in general, a lot of these Middle Eastern places, they do, they do act as proxy wars for other countries, right? As far as like, sure. either we go into a place, and if we don't go in there, then China's going to go in there. And that's going to be bad for the rest of the world because I still believe that China does have an imperialistic streak. So it's kind of like, what choice do you make there? Like, do you basically just sit on your sit on your ass and not do anything there, just become isolationist? Maybe it's not a bad move, but at what point is that going to stop? At what point would that already cause a lot more harm for America as opposed to, you know, if back in time something were to have been done about it? <laughs> Everybody subscribe while there is this period of silence Uncle right Doomer now. Or, um... Sure. Well, don't Uncle Doomer or Brittany or Gio or James. I know. I mean, it's one of these weird what if uh, questions when it comes to foreign policy. But I really think it's something that people end up missing when it comes to, uh, you know, things that aren't really considered about this whole thing. It's not just partly it is resources. I understand that all the rare earth minerals and well, all that. But it's like it's, it's more influence. I remember. uh before the stream, I was listening to the recent Keith Woods video, and it is—it's funny because that's the stuff like Alex Jones was talking about back in like 2010, where he was like, you know, the globalist—they um, got some big new Brzezinski in the grand chessboard to present a plan. 
that sorry, I can't do the voice. Um, where it's like they outlined a plan where they have to take over Afghanistan, Iran, and uh, Iraq, and like basically all of the Middle East in order to like get at China and like prevent them from building the pipeline. And so I don't know what's going to happen now. I mean, that that I think that it's more like yeah, oil is one thing, but it's more of like minerals and but it's just more influence over mm. that region of the world like i mean there's a reason why every empire in human history basically like met their end in afghanistan i mean yeah. Yeah. well uh speaking of laying pipe we got will joining us on the stream thank you so much for coming in and also i wanted to uh this <laughs> one comment ooh, an e-girl on stream <laughs> and also i wanted to touch and actually Again, speaking of laying pipe, I wanted to get away from all this boring, uh, you know, world news bullshit and actually talk about uh, relationships. So, Doomer, you're living in the middle of the... Yes, oh yes. Doomer, you're living in the middle of fucking woods right now, uh, not in New York City anymore. Do you miss the ladies? Or are the only ladies you're getting are the Hobbit women that uh, inhabit the the Shire? (laughs) It's a girlfriend lab. Do your research. The move is leave New York. Find, like... Find a little piece of land, find uh, find yourself a wife, have some kids, raise them, uh, don't let them touch cell phones, all right? Don't let them go on the internet until they know to avoid the shit that you, sh- you should avoid. Except do teach them how to use crypto, that's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not financial Phantom advice, gang. but stock yeah, up on Phantom. That's right, that's right. Phantom. I'm also still AMC gang gang. So shouts out to my ape fam. Um, yeah, just like it's, it's more than just leaving the metropolitan centers. Like you have to, you have, you have to basically go monk mode. You don't have to go monk mode and become chased, but you have to go monk mode. You just work on yourself because that's the only, cause the coming storm, not like the storm the in cooming the cooming storm. Sense. Yeah, exactly. The cooming storm, the, cu- <laughs> the, the, the unrest, everything falling apart the only way you can weather that is look out for your watch out for numero uno that's what i'm saying and uh Brittany, are you doing something in that regard as well since you're moving to texas are you moving to the city are you moving to the countryside like you were saying yeehaw earlier so i take it that maybe you're gonna start riding horses now and wearing a cowboy hat is that the oh case? she's gonna become a horse girl I'm oh no a, a riding side saddle i don't know yeah, I want to be a cowgirl. I want a gun on my hip, out and open and everything. Ooh. Open carry. Pink Glock. Let's go. Pink Glock. <laughs> well, you had various experiences uh, here. I mean, one where you were attacked on the subway. That was uh, one of the reasons that, uh, you know, kind of cemented you moving out of here, right? Yeah, that was really the last straw for me. And then the same week, someone tried to punch me, just a random crazy guy. So for making eye contact, you know, how dare I? Yeah, you should know better than to make eye contact with the crazies, retard. Come on. Everyone knows you just look down and you ignore them. And what about yourself, James? I know that you are in the situation of uh, having the last stronghold of baseness and red pilling this in New York City. But eventually, do you think it's going to be too much for you, too, that you're going to have to be evacuated out of here? Eh, I mean, I got all my friends and family in New York, so as long as they're here, you know. Hmm, I see. Well, and as far as myself, I mean, we're, we're going to see where the cards lie. But the good thing is that New York still has a lot of uh, 
ethnic New York communities like the Italians, the Irish, you know, uh, the Jews. These are people who do consider family to be important and uh, stick with each other, and they're not really going to, like... I wish this was not the case with a lot of the wasps. I know that people have the theory that, oh, because I'm Jewish, I'm praising all this disconnectedness. Because that's fucking bullshit. I wish everybody would stay with each other. But apparently a lot of things are uh, pulling us apart in this modern condition. So as far as like any practical advice, like, yes, get out of the city. But do you think that Doomer, most people, even if they're like out in the suburbs or whatever, they're still within this mode of being a zombie where eventually it's not even going to be the uh, vaccine passes. It's going to be passes a la the Chinese credit, court system, uh, credit score system, where your political takes, things that you write on social media, all of that is going to be working in real time and people will just uh, accept it, where this is kind of like a test run of how much could be gotten away with. If it's based on your Twitter posts, then we are all fucked. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, to, to rewind back to talking about like actual city life you mentioned like ethnic enclaves and that's really the only way because because metropolitan life if you like transplants to new york like it is the it is the absolute death of intergenerational living it is the death of of the support network if you are like i don't know a fucking midwest guy or uh, i don't know a, a girl from california who moves to new york or like vice versa you have like you are so far removed and it, i think that like uh family is really important to me i think that like if you i think that there's a mindset where you kind of reject the bonds of family where you like and instead you're like oh um like my job's more important like i moved to a giant metropolitan center cuz that's where the jobs are i reject this these these blood ties to my family like i think that kills a part of you and yeah there there are groups that have figured out how to exist in these metropolitan centers without severing those family bonds or rejecting those family bonds and that from that comes strength like you look at like insular communities whether it's hasids in brooklyn whether it's uh muslims in midwest cities uh, whether it's Italians in Staten Island, like there's, they're able to exist in metropolitan centers without having that atomization happen. But there's, they're way outnumbered by the millions of people that go to these metropolitan centers in order to seek out work. And that outnumbering is what's leading to what you're talking about, Lev, where people, uh, like, they're completely isolated. Well, uh, speaking of seeking out work, would you say, Geo, that in Canada the Sikh population also uh, has this, uh, you know, sense of family and community and all that? I mean, yeah, they keep going I mean, with the traditions. There, there are some who are like, you know, more, more or less like Westernized or whatever. Like there are some who, uh, you know, kind of like the leader of the NDP. Uh, but no, mo for the most part, they pretty much are similar and um i would say they're even more sort of cohesive around family structures than even like like indian like hindus that come here so that that is one positive thing mm. um but like for example i can't believe it in on twitter right now 
death to a hashtag death to America is trending. Hell yes. <laughs> because of that one uh, reporter who um like <laughs> he's like, well, they're saying death to America, but they seem very friendly. So like, <laughs> they're exuding, exuding the Chad energy of the Taliban freedom fighters. Um, <laughs> the like, Taliban really are chads. Oh, you yeah. Saw the, you saw that post that was like, uh, oh, the Taliban have little dick energy. Oh, like, God. Yeah. Like, and the come on. It's like, I don't know. It's yeah. white women on Twitter seem to uh, be like psychotically drawn to comparing everybody they don't like to their ex-boyfriend. This is one of my favorite posts that you did over here. Time for some reps with the boys where uh, this was in the uh, presidential. Yeah, they seized the gym. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, these are like, they are in a way cartoonish, like characters from One Piece, you know, from an anime. And I think that's why it resonates with a lot of young people today where they just see a bunch of stiffs walking around minding their P's and Q's in a very politically correct environment. And all of a sudden you have these warriors that go out on adventures and it seems like, again, none of you people would be able to survive that shit and you know it. I wouldn't be able to survive it either. But there I is would. like a certain... you. Well, okay, I don't know what you look like, so <laughs> maybe you'll use your wizard powers and you'll That's be like right. their mage, their cleric. You know, like Muslims have clerics. You'll be their cleric. And... uh it wouldn't take a lot, right? Like, you already have the long beard, you just put on the hat, and you're good. You're golden. But, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, uh, there's this cafe I went to in Brooklyn on King's Highway. It's called Think Sweet Cafe, and this was with uh, Sephardic Jews. And uh, number one thing I noticed, they had a huge poster of Trump on the wall. It was, like, Trump 2020, just like a giant sign. And then they had a picture of, you know, like their head rabbi and like all the, you know, all the Sephardic rabbis, stuff like that. Really delicious kosher sandwich, by the way. If anybody's ever around this area in Brooklyn, I highly recommend you take a trip to uh, Think Sweet Cafe. The owner, Moti, his name is, uh, he created this sandwich called Mefunaket. This is a free advertisement I'm doing for this place. It's a really good fucking sandwich. Gio, you'd love it. It's an amazing sandwich. What's the place called? It's called Think Sweet Cafe. So, Brittany, before you move to Texas, please go here. It's on uh, King's Highway. And, uh, you know, wonderful food. And I also got the sense of community there. You know, like, they, you know, they, yes, Gio. And same thing with oh, Italian please, places. Love, you please, love, please. No, they no, have I mean, a I'm, huge MAGA poster. Huge MAGA poster. It's Oh, it's love, giant. I think this is making the point you're <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! But again, Lev didn't realize that they meant <laughs> make Afghanistan great again. So. That's right. You know, on the on the subject though of like going out with people that you know from the community at, uh, at a bar, uh, there's something else that's kind of been taken from like young people in cities right now. Because uh, I feel like it's I have some older cousins right who used to be back when New York still had like DIY spaces for shows and whatnot, and Shea Stadium, Two Eighty Five Kent, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, there's like this digitization of your social life in the city now. It's kind of like the whole, like, I, I think it's kind of like this the concept of like a smart city, you know, where like, you know, meeting people is already, uh, is also mitigated by uh, what, what apps you're using to meet people and you know, getting sorted through an algorithm. Um, and it, it's kind of like, that was the last like vestige of, uh, of like a small town vibe almost in a city. You know, now that you, now you only will see that on like a real estate ad for a neighborhood. It's like, oh, you know, Crown Heights has like a small town community vibe, you know, but uh, not at all. Uh, th there's no way to capture it anymore. People are just glued to this. Uh, but even technology. like even like the way that people approach um, 
like like the big concern now is in people over here. So there's this tweet like from Afghanistan. So there's this tweet by crypto lefty. Uh, Welcome to new Americans heading to swing states. And it's like a plane full of like military age men, essentially like, you know, the migrant crisis. And here's what Landshark said. Um, they, they unironically are going to be cursed with a lifetime of incel dub now, RIP. Imagine being a third world guy who has an engineering job and everyone you, around you is a burketeer trad. And then they drop you in a big city full of estrogen dominance girls and heat 24 seven, but you can't even talk to them or begin to understand basic social norms and culture. Gek. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's the, that's the, the sheer irony of the situation where yeah. you, you could be a fucking like, you could be riding through the mountains of Afghanistan on a horse with an AK-47, your uh, robes flowing in the wind. But uh, like some of these guys choose to come here because they've been convinced in the same way that like ordinary Americans have been convinced to buy into uh, the like tech dystopia way of life. And that's the thing. Unironically, death to America. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Mm. There was this. Uh, there was this debt, tweet debt from to uh, America. D e b t. Yeah. Debt to America. No, no. I say depth to America because I think we're a really shallow society today, and we need some depth. Be- depth. But anyway, here's a tweet from Bimbo Urmensch. Uh, somebody wrote here: um, Afghan refugees will at least be interesting in colleges. I only ever had one student from Afghanistan, but I had to stop him from passionately arguing that women like being. Uh, I'm not gonna say that, but basically forcefully, you know, uh, being had with and uh, beaten. And oh, then, that tweet! Yeah, yes. that tweet. And then oh, another tweet over here. A bunch of guys took hours to a nightclub. He had to be physically pried off a horrified female stranger, having assumed that indiscriminate public sexual encounters were precisely what those places were for. <laughs> and then the third one here. Oh, no, I, not that one. No, I knew. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I knew, I knew, everybody subscribe, I knew a Pakistani pot dealer in Shanghai who was also in the import-export as a side hustle. He took a visiting Pashtun client around the city and basically had to beg him to stop offering beardless young men money for sex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That that goes back to Alexander, right? That's that Hellenistic culture. (laughs) We yeah they they cross bread with the Greeks and they they're, they became step people and then oh no we got to get some uh, some esoteric racists on yeah uh, genetic I mean this lineage. is this is probably why they grow the beards too you know because if you can't grow a beard you're out of luck so they had to kind of like gene- you I know, retweeted over this time. this post that Uncle Doomer you should retweet it's by a terrible account he's like a total like ortho larper but. Uh, it's the picture of the like um, nation of Islam protesters in the sixties. And it says no Taliban ever called me an incel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Based. <laughs> um, I think well, it's, re- it's really wild though. How like mm. the like sort of North American, like culture camp, like machine just takes up the narrative. Like any like content just picks it clean. Um, so like you're either like, based right-wing version of third worldism or you're like fucking think of the women and children sort of thing so think of think of all those 
um, Pashtun Bakabazis that are um, going to be destroyed by the Taliban. You know, it is funny, actually, how in Canada, there is this recent headline where they're accepting uh, 22,000 refugees from Afghanistan, and they're only going to focus on women. Boo, journalists, boo, and, um, you know, the LGBT people. But it's funny, like, people were pointing out how they have a different conception of that identity. Well, I'm not going to get into it, but... Um, what do you mean? Yeah, well, there's, like, like, a third gender in, like, in some costume cultures, right? Yeah, they have, it's like... like oh. Yeah. They Isn't have, that like, helpful? Do you guys think that's helpful? As opposed to what we do? Uh, that's considered a third gender? I mean, it, like it having... It, distinguished. It, it having a historical, like, precedent that goes back pretty far is, like, definitely a difference. Um, I don't know if it's helpful, like, in what context, like, in what way. Well, I was like, so for example, if you have two bathrooms, you're going to cause some issues with some people arguing that men are, for example, for M to F, they would be invading female spaces. Maybe it's a little, a little bit like uh, makes women feel unsafe, for example, versus if you had a third gender, you would just have a third bathroom and then that wouldn't happen. Same thing with sports and across the line, basically, if there was a third gender, as opposed to, um, forcing something that's outside of the box to fit inside the box. But the problem is that uh, some people may get a little bit too, uh, I don't know, get a little bit too lazy with it. For example, there was that issue at that uh, Korean, was it a Korean spa? I'm not sure exactly what that is, where the uh, mother was complaining that there was uh, this uh, this person there who claimed to be a woman while looking very much like a man. So I guess the issue here is like, if you are somebody who is able to form this uh, third gender to look like a specific thing, that's one thing. But I think that what the parents are complaining about when it comes to the uh, bathrooms, that's like both men and women is that the people who go in there, they're going to look a lot like men, and that's going to be traumatizing to the uh, girls there. But, like, is there going to be enough people that would be able to, here in America, fit into this very specific kind of, like, neither here, neither there type of thing? I know people try, but usually it looks like either one or the other. Like, I haven't really seen, like, a perfect combination. Like, I don't know. I think maybe, like, in Thailand they're able to have a combination that kind of works, but here in the United States... You know, it's like that, it's like that um, transgender person who was saying, call me ma'am. Do you know who I'm talking about, Gio? Oh, yeah, the, that's the famous one, yeah. You know, like, that is something that would scare a lot of people off, so I can't really put uh, that individual into no, the category. Well, of... I, I was referring to, like, that one particular practice, um, especially among the Pashtuns, that the, uh, it's funny, because, like, I was saying on Twitter, like, when I was a younger like in high school we had to read that kite runner book which is total like western imperialist bullshit right because in reality yeah the taliban they're actually trying to get rid of this said uh practice that they do <laughs> uh, so it's like that that's what people are pointing out how we're trying to ascribe like western culture war issues onto uh, a very like terrifying reality for a lot of these people and it's just you know it's yeah no, I agree. It's pretty scary. I, I'm sorry. I don't really understand like what the like what your counterpoint was. Like, why couldn't so what I'm saying is you put everybody who's identifying as the gender that they were not born with and you put them in third category and then they all go to that bathroom. And no, no, no. Eat. I wasn't referring to mm. 
transgender people. I was referring to the specific oh, practice oh, well, that I if, don't want to describe yes, on YouTube. No, well, Brittany, if that, if that is the case, I think it would yeah. work. I'm not sure if there's going to be enough of those uh, people who are going to be around. That's all I'm saying. Like, is there as big of a number as we are meant to uh, believe there is? In, like, in New York, yeah. Hmm. You literally I, walk around and there's people, there's men in dresses and I'm referring to cross-dressers and transgender people mm. as well. Um, it's very common here. Yeah, so I, I think here it'd be I, useful. I can't get a, I can't get a read on like the, the Zoomer TikToks. Like there was that one recently, uh, like explaining with the wristbands, like all the different uh, pronouns to use, like color coded by wristband and that it would change like multiple times in a day. That, like, does that, it have that, a star on it too? <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, I got to imagine some of these like historical versions of this past year. I'm trying to, I'm actually searching there. I'm trying to find it's actually because uh, I thought it was an interesting point about the bathrooms because maybe there's like a bathroom precedent there. But um, yeah, I mean, the list gets longer and longer. And the list Uncle gets Do longer. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Uncle Doomer, where do you stand when it comes to the uh, transgender bathroom uh, issue? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really given much thought to it. I, uh, I think if somebody is not like, uh, I mean, think about it in most places, these bathrooms are like one person bathrooms. Like I'll, I'll, I'm, I'll be the first to fucking admit it. If the guy's bathroom is occupied and there's nobody waiting in line, I'm going to go in the lady's bathroom. You've done like that? a single. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. The single ones, of course. And Why don't even get do me yeah. started. That on makes the sense. Don't even get me started on the handicapped ones. I don't know. I think that. <laughs> I mean, we're all retarded here. We can use the handicapped ones. I I've done. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. I think that. Um, I think that the bathroom stuff is a is like a, a yet another culture war wedge issue. That like, why is that? Why is that the framing? You know, I think just just fucking reject the framing altogether. It uh, it seems like a pointless energy sink in my eyes yeah it's it's yeah well yeah of course there's the one person bathrooms but the reason that's not a problem is because there's no common area it's like one person and one person out it's not like people adjusting their bra and you know doing that type of stuff like in the common area or like if they're transgender like and they still have a dick like they're just that's a problem no, you in know, the common you know area, potentially yeah. so and also to respond to someone in chat, mm -hmm. they said, Brittany wants all businesses build extra bathrooms for a few weirdos. That's not true. Plenty of businesses have single use bathrooms. You could just do that. And it's not like mandatory. It's just like, I don't know, maybe mm -hmm. Walmart wants to do it if they have a common area bathroom or like make a single stall for the third gender or whatever. Well, single use means you're not spending money on two, but in your case, it would have to be spending money on three. That's the difference. But you don't have to. You could just literally have one single-use bathroom if money is such a problem for everyone and all gender bathroom. Yeah, but they already do. Yeah, but they already do. So yeah. I guess it... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying when there's places like an airport, maybe it'd be helpful if they had three. Like mm. a one single-use for the third one and the other two are regular common area bathrooms. Do people even oh, use public with, bathrooms uh, anymore? With the didn't mean to butt, butt in on you, Gio, but one, one oh, awesome sorry. thing about airports is the family bathroom. If like oh, yeah. uh, if the, uh, the, the normal bathrooms are super like busy, just find a family bathroom. It's got like a 
you know, one of the signs, but it's like two people and a baby symbols on the sign, they usually have like way more room. So like if you're on a long trip, if you're in an airport, you need a place to freshen up, that's the place to go. Oh, yeah. But do people even go to public bathrooms anymore with the whole, uh, mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, I thought they avoided them like uh, the plague, if you get what I mean. Because I remember the beginning where people thought that. Um, well, like that's someone... how uh, that's how gay senators end up meeting. Oh, my God. Love cruising. Is that what you're talking? No, because remember, oh God, love. in the beginning, people were talking about how like the particles from your shit could like well up with uh, flushing the toilet and. You know what I mean? Like, it's the first few months of this thing in 2020 was like, <laughs> oh, my God. So I, I thought, like, there was a whole bunch of, like, libs who were, like, holding it in in these big cities because they didn't want to uh, risk uh, the, you know what, the the imported delicacy. But, um, yeah, Lev, what did you want to say about relationships? To- Gio, what the fuck did you send me? I'm looking at, like, a cursed uh, talking Tom thing. Uh, what the no, hell? No, because the guy going- said that people were like, that would watch like um. <laughs> what is this? Oh. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna share it in the chat for all those who don't know what we're talking about here. Hold on, what what is this weirdness that you've uh, shared with me here, Geo? Here it is. Wait, so say okay. what, what is this? No, the because the guy said that people were watching animations, or like like flash games on new grounds that were like putting like fucking drills in celebrities heads were more well adjusted than this like zoomer like uh this terrible animation well but this is at... just like uh elsa gate that's what this reminds yeah, me of when it's i t- see literally it literally elsa gate stuff no look at this quote look at this tweet by scott adams and <laughs> like what what a fucking groveling piece of, like as much as i love the dilbert series like what a fucking oh wait what did he do this time what's going well, on he was like gung-ho on the trump thing but then he said, in a few weeks, all the military assets, the Taliban, as well as their leader, will be highly vis- leadership will be highly visible and easy to target. The Taliban has never been so close to full defeat, but only if we pull the trigger, we won't. Like, what a fuck? <laughs> like, how could you fucking say that? Have and you then, guys ever seen uh, that? Have you guys ever seen those accounts that post um, like weapons classifieds from from yeah. countries like Afghanistan where it's like, yeah. yeah, you could get all this for like 10 US dollars. Yeah. Fucking uh, incredible. And the best part is that um, Marquita Passad posted the, the screenshot of uh, Dilbert 2. <laughs> Dilbert 2 by Chef Boyardee where it's like, what came first? Cobra seed. <laughs> oh, man. Have you ever watched Dilbert 2, Lev? No, you got to send it to Chef Boyardee? No, I never grew up with Chef Boyardee, though. Like, the closest thing that I got to was Lunchables back when I was No, a no, kid. the animator, his name was Chef Boyardee. No, no, C. I Boyardee. haven't seen that. No, no, I yeah, got yeah. to take a look. But I wanted to also get to uh, Trucks, because, Doomer, I don't know how much time you have. I know you said before that uh, you're going to have to go. I got 10 minutes. I got to go cook dinner, you know. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. So then the final subject for Uncle Doomer is Trucks. You have a very beautiful picture of a room with a truck on your Twitter, is this something, I mean, since you live in the forest, probably a truck is a needed accessory. But uh, is there like a truck Twitter? Are you part of truck Twitter? Or um, am there's I reading into ev- this too much? Everywhere, there, it's like rule 34. Everywhere there's humans, there's trucks. You know, there's truck culture. Trucks are a beautiful thing. And it ties back to the conversation in Afghanistan because, like, what is, what is, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't remember where I found that picture, but... Um, 
it ties back to the conversation in Afghanistan because like what what are the three most common things like from the Western world over there? It's AK forty sevens, right? It's uh it's Toyota pickup trucks and uh I don't know, what else they they probably have phones at this point. Uh, but the Toyota pickup truck has become this like like the technical built out of a Toyota pickup truck has become like synonymous with third world conflict at this point. <laughs> and I think that it's yeah. this cultural touchstone that we have. We can find common ground through trucks. How fucking sick is that? That you can find common ground with these people who, I guess, in you know, from one perspective, they're taking their country back uh, using their trucks. And in many ways, I mean, it's been said on Twitter before. I'm not breaking any new ground here, but in many ways, it's like the uh the taliban uh truck with you know a 50 caliber mounted in the bed and uh you know a flag on the back is very much the spiritual uh brother to you know those guys that'll drive uh you know jacked up rolling cold diesel trucks with trump flags down the street yeah and also, you- also doomer like isn't there a there's like a specific toyota uh chassis right from yeah, like the, the toyota- 80s and 90s that does like it's the one forever yeah. right yeah, right? that was like in the Libyan You know how war. fucking like, hard like it is to find a good Hilux trucks, right? in the United States? It is, like, because people, uh, well, they first of all, I don't think they were ever called the Hilux in the States. They they just called it the Toyota pickup until, like, I think 2000 or around then is where they call, started calling them Tacomas. But it is so much, it is incredible how much harder it is to find a good, usable uh toyota pickup you know the our western equivalent of the hilux where it seems at least seemingly over there they are completely abundant it might have to do with you know uh in that desert climate you're not they're not rusting and rotting but uh i always thought that was very funny that it's easier to get one of the best trucks of all time over there than it is to get one over here have you uh, seen this tweet it was a couple of weeks old, I believe, with this couple in Portland, Oregon, saying, "Is this is this street legal?" <laughs> that that that's oh it's legal. Much Dude. like barefoot, it is legal. Barefoot what is, is legal. Meanwhile, what it looks is, like they're riding an e-bike that like is yeah. probably more dubiously <laughs> legal in some yeah. <laughs> locales. Oh Look at that BBC big black <laughs> car. <laughs> and what in certain places. Truck- Barefoot's encouraged, mostly in the vicinity of Verse, yeah. but, you know. Well, there. wait, maybe Verse is the guy in 4chan who keeps making these threads about how to return women to the trad life uh, style is by forcing them to be barefoot. That's definitely Verse. That could be. <laughs> there we go. Speaking what, of which, yeah. about women and being trad, there, there's this tweet by Keith Woods that Vouch, he looked, he looked at what Vouch was saying about Afghanistan, and he's fucking, oh, he's unironically saying the neocon shit from like the early 2000s, the Islamo-fascist line, and he's using the fucking Umberto Eco essay on ur-fascism, where basically like if you're any like trad, then you're automatically an, an F-word, right? So that's fucking hilarious how the, like the total, like the left went from like, implicitly like endorsing politicized islam back in like the bush era to now like the radical left is like 
total american neocon imperialism i fucking that's fucking great like that's amazing that's so juicy well that that means that that, uh imperialism worked out as far as getting them to that level instead of having them revolt so i would say good job american imperialism for tricking them you know (laughs) yeah you you know how like sometimes you just get pissed off at someone that you're like imagining exists right and so that's (laughs) all the time i've been been thinking about there's got to be people who are trying to take uh make a take about this that like oh you know the the u.s warhawks are gonna try to you know reinvade or redeploy to uh to save feminism in uh in afghanistan or something (laughs) like and I just you don't know have to imagine out there. that it's happening. I haven't seen it. I know it's out there, but I haven't seen it. Did you guys catch? Did like Biden talk about it today? Did he announce? Yeah, that? he he yeah. invoked Vietnam. Like I was watching the sticks live stream, and he like was talking about Vietnam. Obviously. Well, um, speaking of sticks, I have an announcement to make. It may be a little bit premature, but I can say that sticks. The last thing he wrote about it was, "Yeah, we can work out a time." And the last thing that a certain other person wrote about it was any time, meaning that a time is definitely going to be worked out. It's going to be this Thursday. You know what it is? Sticks versus Logo Daedalus. On oh, Break no the Rule. Dude, they were arguing already. No. Yes, fucking way. No. It's happening. Fu- it's oh. happening. You son of a bitch! You stole <laughs> you stole logo versus Keith Woods, you motherfucker! <laughs> no, 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 no! I wrote to Keith Woods, Geo. You could even see the message that I wrote to him recently, mm. saying like, "Please check DM." So I definitely wrote to Keith. I'll, I'll ask but... him. But no, wow, logo versus sticks. Yeah, oh, yeah, logo God. versus sticks. It's happening. That's wild. Well, me and Lev, we're basically never gonna get a word in edgewise that stream. So, dude, yeah, no, I'm just straight gonna... up mean. Like I, they were arguing about like sticks being into like uh, like joke handbook occult chaos magic stuff, and it got like a little <laughs> personal on the timeline earlier today. I oh, just, I have to see this. Send I'll, the link I'll find. I'll, I'll find. Yeah. It. Oh my god, this is. Oh yes, and uh, sticks is also going to be back with us after that on September seventh with Paul Rossi, who was the uh, teacher that uh, went to. I think he was the teacher at a uh, Grace High School. I think that was, and he was the guy who was fired for criticizing uh, the uh, critical race theory stuff. So he's going to be speaking on BTR with sticks. That is happening September seventh, and here is an article from the Daily Mail about it over here. Uh, let's see, it says over here, we're demonizing white people for being born. Leaked audio captures headmaster of elite New York City school agreeing with teacher who was banned, that's Paul, uh, from the classroom for speaking out about white shaming students. Math teacher Paul Rossi, who was pulled from his classes at the Great Church School after criticizing the school's anti-racism policies, released audio Tuesday. Headmaster George Davison acknowledges that white kids are being demonized in a taped telephone conversation. Math teacher Paul Rossi claimed Grace Church School was indoctrinating pupils. He said he could not stay silent witness seeing the harmful impact of the lessons well you get the idea so that is happening september 7th and tomorrow we are going to have none other than patriot j this was retweeted recently by hotep jesus and uncle hotep and we're wow. gonna have hotep jesus coming in uh, pretty the soon as well brothers. hell yeah so that is coming uh tomorrow this is a rare monday stream today we usually stream for the people who don't know every tuesday and thursday so be sure to set a reminder for the patriot j stream coming up tomorrow at five o'clock so with that i know doomer you have to go uh make dinner what are you making uh well i've got a really nice sauce my mama's sauce all right Uh, oh yeah 
nice uh, bolognese. The gravy. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, are you are you Italian or like what's your? Um... No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like a you know typical white guy mix of all European shit. Uh, if you like, um, if you twenty three and actually I'll never do twenty three and me because I don't want them to share my shit with the government. Based. Yeah. With insurance companies. Which you got yeah, that too. And all your children. I'm actually forever. I think Italian is probably the thing that I'm the one thing that I'm not. Uh, you know, no smoke to the Italians. Um, but yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I'm making some meatballs. Perfect. I'm gonna saute some meatballs with some garlic and onion. And uh, nice. I'm a big shells guy. I think they have the optimum surface area for sauce distribution. Yeah, shells are good. Also, you guys realize you could just not put your name when you send in your DNA. Really? You can do it anonymously. You could, yeah, you could just put oh, a no fake shit. name. Yeah. There we go. Maybe so, they cross-reference with other things. I'm, like, I'm hmm. sure they cross-reference if there's like a DNA sample anywhere else. Like, yeah, they I, can to other people, but they still don't know which person you specifically are. They just know you're related to that person. We also have uh, super chats, but before you go, one final question. Yes. What do you? I think she is incredibly hot. Uh, do you agree or disagree? This is the uh, gal from uh, Goodfellas who was the uh, wife of the guy who bought the pink coupe under his mother's name. You remember from that Christmas scene? I would okay. Um, really like, random question to ask him. To, <laughs> <laughs> I would say if it was like uh, what is it? It, it? Goodfellas takes place in the '60s, right? Like the yeah. bulk '60s, of it. '70s, '80s. Yeah. From a '60s right. perspective, I'm saying yes. Oh yeah. All right. So but we it's got like two. it's it's that aesthetic. It's like um, it's well, like she, she's got that feathery hairstyle. Do you of, think Karen uh, was hot? back in yeah she is pretty hot no no doomer do you think karen was hot karen's the wife right in yeah fellas yeah of course Hill. yeah right, as much as i mouthy. love as much as i love locker room talk i also have to go get food so i'm gonna hop <laughs> off wait Bye, guys. wait love Brittany. Oh, thank yeah, you so much for coming in everybody yeah, follow hey, Brittany. Brittany on twitter this is the Brittany venti moth over here that you are gonna get when you become a 30 20 patron to patreon.com slash break the rules now the moth is gonna fly away just like Brittany. there we go so thank you so much Brittany, for coming in you are great nice as always you, doomer nice talking yeah, to you uh, cow, cow boy hat no fisherman hat guy yeah, swamp swamp hat swamp hat all right <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, Lev, Gio, Will, James, Brittany. See you, Doomer. Peace out. See you, Uncle Doomer. So, guys, now we're going to read the super chats. What do you want to talk about relationships? I just, I also want to say, James, I'm sorry I missed the party. I was hanging out with my cousin and your kid. Missed the banger, bro. No, I saw saw some of the chat live. I saw some funny. Lev missed it, too. I know. I I saw Stained was climbing shit. Everyone was pissing on the White Claw cans. It was great. What what the fuck is with the white claw pissing on them? I have a shirt. I I bought the fucking shirt that day. Let's go. That was a big retard uh, energy day, but it was a good day. It's you funny had to how be, like the, the photos there, like verse. Yeah, like verse looks like he belongs in like a 2010s gent band, like or a like New York City like like um mellow hardcore band or something. Like verse just has that aesthetic of like balding skinny like racially ambiguous guy that <laughs> skinny versus like, muscular skinny like otter skinny you know is verse technically an otter what, what the fuck you otter? would know why would i know 
What well, does that you mean? always bring it up? No, like a slim bear in gay culture. It's like a slim bear. It's like they're the cross between like skinny, like twink, and like, but it's like a more muscular twink from what I know. Not that I know about it, but like, no, I would have not. assumed. So I've been told. I would have assumed that otters here. Uh, let me look it up. Otter a uh, base. Gay. Shout out to Terry Greenbeans wearing one of the MK <laughs> Ultra shirts right now. Let's nice. go. Here we go. Okay, wait, so what? I wait, I think I saw. Hold on, is that verse? Oh, I think sleeping. I saw. I think I saw a photo of verse here. Hold on, I typed in otter gay and I got a photo of verse oh, here. <laughs> Let's put it on I'll show it here. This this is the photo that I just saw. Wait, I have hold like on. a footrest, like a padded footrest, and that's where Hildy sleeps. Oh, that's yeah. adorable. Yeah. Hold on, I did I did a bad cut over here. Let me do it one more time. Everybody, once again, Patreon.com/slash Breaking Rules. We are on all money. the mk ultra money here we go this is this is verse what do you think let me see that would be an otter right there what let me fucking <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's kind of like verse face yeah he looks like verse if verse had hair <laughs> exactly he, like verse could pass as an arab if he wanted to hmm all right, so guys, we are going to be ending the stream, but let's do the super chats real quick before we go. So here we go. I can't believe we're gonna do fucking. I know, isn't it? Isn't logo it exciting? versus like has that ever happened before? Nope. Oh, I get. Oh, there you go, Ethan Ralph. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Ethan Ralph recently another demon spawned because he can't fucking keep it in his pants. Never mind. I'm not gonna. But <laughs> never mind. Never Gio, mind. before this ends, though, you got to go check that thread out because it gets, it, oh, my God, it gets. Did you send mean. it? Yeah, I, I, I DM'd it to you. But like just a couple, like four hours ago on Logo stream, it like, gets he's pretty like, I'll, hairy? I'll send you to hell, wizard. Like it gets fucking, it's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, my God. I think Logo <gasps> said it's Battle of the Wizards. It's, it's guys, you guys are going to, you know. I'm exposing <laughs> the fact that your magic literature was nothing but novelty. Uh, novelties sold by the John Smith Corporation to kids is wacky oddity, and that's what you do. You sell wacky oddities to people with comic book cos cosmology. <laughs> Holy shit! Comic book cosmology. Again, you're showing an ignorance of the evolution of magic literature in 20th century. Um, then, then Urban Maoist said, "I don't know why you admit so freely to something so embarrassing." Oh God! He is having a spaz moment. Look at look what Logo said. Your occult literature was sold to children along with itching powder and whoopee cushions. Bad taste in colon revolver novelty pipes. This is this is like when the two fighters before a UFC match like yeah, start talking trash. shit like in the weigh-in. You know, this was like, like the epic trash talk between The Rock and Stone Cold before was it WrestleMania 19? Yeah, that was. <laughs> mm. Oh my god. As, as the question, about the there, there's a question uh, that the hermit has over here. The hermit's tablet, Lev. When are you getting Georgiani on? Is it still happening? It definitely is still happening. We just had to change the dates. So Georgiani is coming in Tuesday, August 31. Now, mm. that is when he's coming on. Yeah, so, I'm sorry, Rose. I know. I, I don't blame the child. I just think that given the circumstances, I mean, I, I can't think of any worse parents. Than... Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I won't talk shit anymore. But, um, but the, like, look at this thread, bro. Like, then Stick says again, you. <laughs> oh I, I said part of it in chat. In Someone posted a picture of the Alliance of Magic. Uh, Land, Land Shark, <laughs> like, uh, 
he actually had a really good one too. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, find out. it because because like, like logo, he keeps <laughs> you. No, he sold keeps going, dude. <laughs> you sold thousands of copies of books that sold hundreds of thousands of copies to rubes and children. Get a job, dude. You don't even write it. You just republished an out of copy work of Charlotte Denisov. <laughs> You're a true god man. <gasps> oh, fuck. Well, the good thing the good thing about this upcoming stream was the good thing the good thing about this upcoming you literally going full <laughs> retard right now. The good thing about this upcoming stream is that I could just sit back and chill. Yeah, Benito's getting scared. It's not gonna be it's it's not gonna be like a all everybody against me when it comes to authoritarianism. Oh, Finally, there's going to be somebody on my fucking side, so I could just chill back and relax. I wasn't I, against you. I man. I know you weren't, buddy. It's fine. Um, I'm I'm gonna summon sticks. Uh, you know, like uh, like I summon a, a powerful Yu-Gi-Oh card. You know, I'm summoning Exodia. <laughs> that that that's what I'm doing. Then Stick says, "Don't worry, your small brain, um, your small brain about my literary success." You don't know anything about publishing, editing, or subject matter, but you just quite quit. Um, you just quiet down, and he believed a fool rather than continuing to talk. Then, um, <laughs> then Landshark said, "I'm literally able to pulverize this person in one <laughs> slap." Was he talking about sticks or logo? Oh, sticks! Know. I'm pretty sure. No, like yeah. Land Landshark did like a whole bit though. It was like a three like tweet. Con oh, I can't. Oh, it was it was really funny. It was that was like when Paul Town. Um, when when the whole bullshit was happening with the Thalemite girl, Paul Town was like, Geo has sexually harassed numerous women. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I know. I'm like, ah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm <laughs> I would never abuse women ever. <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm doing the Lev thing where he like goes into the camp. So, um, anyways, oh, um, as, as we wrap this up, uh, make sure to subscribe to subscribe MK Ultra Benito. Money on Spotify or iTunes or um, any other gay platforms that you use that aren't those two. Patreon.com slash MK Ultra Money. And uh, dropping, I think, midnight Wednesday is uh, Brittany just came on. So it's wow. uh, going to and if you subscribe to the $50 Patreon tier at MK Ultra Money, you get our feet picks. So. That I personally oh, fuck. So, um, oh, and by the way, go to Oren McIntyre's channel. I just finished an epic two-hour interview with him about art and postmodernism, yeah. and it was good. Um, but wow, you so no wait, James, are you shitting me about the feet pick? Yeah, <laughs> I guess you, you you're subscribe. getting very excited. You know that like the a logs on the chans and on lol cows have been searching desperately for. The Britney Venti feet pick, the coveted. I it's, I could have honestly taken pictures and and sold them online if I wanted to be a disgusting creep scumbag. Oh but um, I had the oh opportunity God. to. But um, I alas am not um, mentally ill. So <laughs> thank God. <laughs> but oh. we I, we did talk about our feet quite a few times on the oh episode. my god because like verse it was it was me versus jules <laughs> well, uh, of course a verse is there. and britney and she fucking was wearing sandals and then she <laughs> took them off and then of course i'm gonna have to make the jokes and shit oh so. no is geo afraid of getting toxoplasmia well i already have it i'm clearly worshiping my two cats right here so i probably already have 
toxoplasemia. Because this little fucker, he will, even if I don't have my compression socks on, what he'll do is like, I'll try to like be typing on the computer, making fire tweets, and fucking he'll come right up under my legs and he'll like climb my legs like a tree trunk. And I'm like, holy shit. But then like I look into his beady eyes and I'm like, I can't, I can't be mad at this little guy. I can't because <laughs> you know when you get spooked by an animal, it's ugh, like, mm-hmm. oh man. My uh, my grandma used to have this uh, uh, Himalayan cat that used to Ooh. jump right at her face at night. So you can imagine, <laughs> not not a great wake up call at all. But uh, <laughs> oh, you know, Tra- having a ferret a couple days ago. I heard oh yeah, they crash bad. in my room, and Pickle was Pickle's my ferret for people who don't know. Mm. Um, he, he was up on the third shelf of my bookshelf and it just knocked over like i don't remember which book it was but he, he like i have like you know a bunch of stones and stuff and he was just knocking stones off my shelf he oh was, god you know, like eight feet up in the air with however tall it is like those guys I, they I, nip I, at you too eh? can, can you bring him watch. here or yeah, he can. can't go no, holy shit oh, holy shit we're gonna see the ferret we're going to yeah. see Pickles the Ferret. Guys, this is why you have to subscribe to BTR for moments like this, where we are going to show all our animal friends to you. And even if you don't have an animal friend of your own, I think this is going to uh, knock down the ice inside of your cold, anti-Semitic hearts so you could see oh the light, my God. finally. So he's Here we go. Oh. Look at that. Here he is. Look at that. Yeah. He looks oh, kind of more cool. like a rat, though. I, that's really strange. Yeah, so they're... Yeah. they're, they're, yeah. Uh, they're Boy, I like the cow poster. Thank you. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine painted that. Um, yeah, oh. they're 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 like closer related to uh, dogs. Like they have canines. Like if he yawns, he'll show mm. his teeth. Because uh, I was talking about how they hunt last time. But um, yeah, so he got big ass canines. You know, he's uh, not a rat. You know, he would. Uh, he but would like pure white like that. My my tenant had like a. He's got one sort of black foot a little bit. Oh. <clears throat> Kind of oh wow! Yeah, his foot can say it. Tail. Yeah, pickle boy, his foot. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the best. Yeah, they're very curious creatures. They always like. Oh they're up. Ah, uh, there's the yawn. There's the yeah. yawn. They never stop. Oh, my tenant used to carry it in his like um, jacket pocket, and so everyone around our town like knew that he was the ferret guy. So. Oh, is he oh, along look, with look, your cat? The cat? Yeah. Yeah. No. They. Um. When he was younger, he used to mess with her all the time. He's a little bit like. Uh, he's a little slower now. They. He's probably like four or five now. So they kind of. They start becoming, mm. you know, wise old men. Wait, is there somebody behind the camera? Because your hands are occupied by the ferret. Who's moving the camera? Oh, I. I just moved it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I have my. I have, actually, <laughs> have my, I have my intern. My intern. <laughs> racist asian intern as sam hyde says <laughs> <laughs> racist asian intern but female oh on so, so that was that was katie's theory on that episode right yeah. uh like all asian chicks are, are racist yeah oh, i think they are that could this is well, like in a why, friendly this way this is like why like right toy like... white guys love asian girls because they're all yeah. racist that's why mm, that's definitely why. well i did have two that's definitely why well, Gio, on the it's last it's not uh, the Nyani or anything like that. On the last uh, on the last stream, on the last stream, <laughs> I was talking. <laughs> Go on the last stream, I was talking about yeah. On the last stream, I was talking about how I had uh, two girlfriends from China. So one girlfriend was from yeah, but that was before. We already so, know about the Japanese one. He doesn't shut yeah, up about her. Yes, exactly. Who's I'm not better, talk- the Japanese or Chinese? Japanese. 
Well, oh yeah, no, oh, you no. piece of shit! You said no, it so fast. no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. It really depends because uh, Chinese girlfriend number two, she was great. Like in the very beginning, you know, it was kind of like this. Yeah, when and they then settled. This. Is that what you? Not. Is that what you called her? Chinese girlfriend. Like, you know, Chinese girlfriend number two, you know, I, you know a little taller. Yeah, this is, this is Chinese girlfriend over here, the second one I've had. <laughs> so what I, what I do find, though, was that the first Chinese girlfriend I had, she was from Beijing, and she was very uh, ch- chinized, for lack of a better word. But the girlfriend uh, number two, she was uh, born in America, and she was... Uh, corrupted. Very corrupted. Ultra oh. corrupted, super oh, corrupted. No. But I think both. I think the problem Yang with both. Order. Well, I think the problem with both lies <laughs> in um, in uh, the influence that they had. So, for example, the uh, girl from Beijing. You know, she had the influence of the government and the society and all that. So she had a very authoritarian mindset. But the second girl. Her parents were ultra authoritarian, you know, because they were from that environment, just like the girl from Beijing. And she just ended up doing the complete opposite of whatever they wanted, you know. So unlike unlike her sister, who I think is now like going to become a nurse or something, you know, like, you know, they did better with the second sister it, than the, uh, you know. That's kind of an interesting point, like, just like a, to be a little serious, because like, right, that's a phenomenon in, in child rearing, right? Like if you go mm. too hard in any direction. Uh, you know, you're going to get a rebellious adolescent almost for sure. Right? Definitely. That's what I always think about when people say like, oh, I'm not going to let my kids use computers or whatever. Um, I think that that could backfire depending on how you do it. But like, mm. I wonder how, so, all right. So Chinese girlfriend number one from Beijing, right? Um, yeah. So their, her parents were probably also pretty strict in that same way, but like, I, but, but it stuck. Like it didn't lead to a rebellious uh, like well, because she didn't that. have any other influences around her, it was pretty much just her. It was her like family. the broader culture surrounding her, yeah. the family, uh, exactly. Kind of reinforced, reinforced yeah. that. But but there, but there, like in the culture that the second girlfriend grew up in, she grew up in uh, you know this uh, Southern American culture where she had this Indian girlfriend of hers whose parents were also super strict. They lived in this McMansion, and she had a hidden you know the uh, flamethrower, you know the blowtorch. For uh, for the cannabis, what do you call it? The uh, the the special method the of torch. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, dabbing. Dabbing. Yeah. So she that had a shit whole. Is too much. I had a friend in college who had lasers in his room. He had like a Himalayan salt lamp and like really good speakers. And but like no, and no offense to this guy, he's a good guy, but he's kind of like boring and lame. But he would invite you over to take a dab, and six hours would go by. You like you don't know where you are. <laughs> you know, you're just oh, sitting yeah, in the room with lasers. I'm sure, but no, but <laughs> I this didn't know girl where I was for a half hour. This but this, years ago. But this girl, she's like a veteran, so to her, it would be just like smoking a joint. You know, it's yeah. Nothing. I knew a guy who was like that. Like his, he was a dealer, and like he basically couldn't get high without dabs. So I'm like, bro, That's why don't you just crazy. quit for a month? You go back to when I was like in high school. He's like, yeah, I don't know, but I can't. It's like, fuck. It's mm. bullshit about <laughs> and, it. And being by the way, like not addictive. And by the way, Cyber Ninja Zero, I completely agree with you. I think it is a complete indictment of America. But again, I try to keep everything in balance here as far as like the alternative. But I'm not going to get Here's into the alternative thing already because you guys are sick of Look, it. Look, I gave and, her a yeah. little bell. Oh, that's adorable. Oh. Is that so she doesn't, uh, you know, scare the birds, uh, you know, eat the birds? So yeah, but fly like, away? yeah, like I think we only put it on Hildy because like she, she'll go after anything. But does she go know. in and out? Oh yeah, both of them. They do. They're indoor, outdoor. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. My cat. Like I've been living in cities since I. I I, I found Mm. Bits. My cat. She was like, 
I heard her from the third story meowing in February, oh, look at that. like under the porch. Um, but so she, she's just not like going outside. Like I took her right off the street actually. Um, well, oh, she about yeah, to our jump? ideas for their, them to be Mausers, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, we basically have always had indoor outdoor, um, but there's like a certain way, like you can, like we were concerned like the first week, but like basically you can tell by after the first week if they're going to stay around or not. Right. Um, but like we were just going to exclusively have them outdoor. But then me and my old man, because <laughs> me and my old man were like, yeah, we're just going to keep them outside this time. It's like that fucking plan didn't work. You know? <laughs> mm. I, w- I would. I let bits out uh, in my little alleyway I have here. I have like this like weird outdoor oh, yeah. space here in Ooh. Brooklyn. It's literally just an alleyway, pretty much. I mean, like that's the street. Um, oh, but, but the thing is, yeah, like, yeah. if she was actually out here for a long time, like, there's a bunch of strays here, and she would get her ass beat because these are some oh, hard yeah. cats. These hats look hard. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't, I wouldn't leave her out here. Wait, so you leave the cat, but not the ferret? I mean, like, uh, would you let the ferret? Gangster- uh, I'll, I'll let, I'll let both of them out, but I stay with them. Uh, the thing with taking pickle out is I used to try to use like the various ferret harnesses that exist, but oh, yeah, they, they, they don't those. fucking work because they can. I mean, they're like the Rick. Their whole body plan is built on like grappling and being able to get out of any kind of pin or anything. So it just doesn't work. But what I do with him now is like I'll just take him somewhere where like there's like 150 feet of like before anything dangerous, really, right? So like a big open field. Or you know, big park, whatever. You gotta watch the harnesses too. My my tenant who had a ferret, like they would try to hang themselves and everything. Like you gotta really watch. Yeah, they totally would. Like people say that about cats and um, and like uh, I don't know necklaces. I'm blanking on the word, but ferrets, yeah, literally would for sure. So so I'll Mm. I'll, like I'll take them to the I'll take them to the beach and um, just chase after them basically. You know. One last thing uh, before we get to Super Chats, I just want to touch on before I forget, people have been ragging on Confucianism as being the reason why certain uh, totalitarian things are happening in China. I recently found out an interesting thing about Confucianism, which is that originally a tenet of Confucianism is honor first to the family. So even if your father gets arrested, you have to stick with your father's side. You never rat your father out. You know, like, father will come before government. And obviously that is not something that the Chinese government throughout the ages has wanted to promote. So in a way, they kind of uh, reconfigured Confucianism to suit their own, you know, the emperor's interests, where the emperor comes first, not your father. But it is interesting in a way how much more radical of an approach Confucianism is as opposed to the one that we kind of assume it was based on what we see. Well, that's... The thing with Maoism is that they had to, like, almost omit certain tenets of Orthodox Bolshevism and Marxism in order to um, jive with more of, like, the actual existing, like, patriarchal family structures that were happening in China at the time. Um, I, I wonder if the Chinese family, if there's still that solidarity nowadays, or if they have, like, this unyielding fidelity towards the system itself i don't know mm. i mean well we could ask logo that on Thursday. well i know that uh, 
I know that at least in uh, Soviet Russia, here Lev goes talking about USSR. Now, real quick, oh. in Soviet Russia, the parents of uh, the girl who was reading these banned books with my mom, those parents told on both my mom and their own daughter. So Dark. that kind of loy yeah, that kind of loyalty that you just talked about, Geo with Confucianism, yeah. that did not exist for for those folks. But anyway, let's get to the super chats, and then we are done. So here we go. Super chat. Again, I'm going to repeat this one just because I like it. Terry Greenbeans, $5. Canada blows geo rules. God save Cooper, mm. the White House intern. <laughs> okay, next one. Cream Wizard. Oh, man, I wish I had a cream wizard here. Uh, free cream all the time. Uh, donated $4.99. Venti Chan. Uh, I should have read this when she was there. Venti Chan. What are the red flags men should look out for when dating in college? Shit. Well, what do you guys think? Red flags. Just red flags to look out for in general? Yeah. And, and by the way, when Cream Wizard here writes uh, about that ex, because uh, she did pick up cigarettes from the ground, <laughs> like a cigarette pack. Yeah. And, uh, and Cream I've Wizard... Dated, I've, I've dated some punk... Uh, chicks before and yeah that's that's one yeah. to look out for. I mean, crusty girls <laughs> no but she yeah. didn't look yeah. no but she didn't look punk oh, at all God. like she looked oh, well, like that's this... even worse that's that's just bad yeah she oh, looked like a nice from the ground she looked like a nice asian girl but she did have uh the colored hair she had like a purple hair and then she had um you, you know what you could do which some what? people yeah. do in canada they like pick the butts off the ground but then they like oh no she didn't pick butts no them. No, no, she did not pick the butts. It was just she picked the cigarette packs. Like, oh. if she had a cigarette pack. No, it wasn't that bad. I mean, come on. That no, because some people will take that the butts, too much. and they'll, like, take a razor, and, like, they'll gather tobacco and do rollies with them, which makes sense, I mean, if you're poor. I mean, Sure, sure. But, what, uh, what, but, Dick but the common over here... you want to ask me something, too, about... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Though. Oh, yeah. but just right before Dick Pill asks, and Dick Pill, please don't forget what you got to ask Geo, uh, but Cream Wizard says... Uh, she sounds unironically cool. Yucky girls are based. And again, look, I had a Dirty great, girl. I had a great, mm -hmm. I had a great time for you know uh, a couple of months. No regrets. It was very nice. But that's it. You know what yeah, I mean? It's I like wouldn't, I wouldn't be too judgmental if you're looking for something like that. Honestly, yeah. it's like, it's like a Buddhist. It's like a Buddhist sand painting. You know, it's like there for, and then it just like blows away and it's gone. You know, you, you got to try things. You know. Um, but then what happens to these girls? Do they eventually like move on and have I a family or do they don't No, Well, that's not so far. So far, nothing. As far as I'm able to see, who knows? I mean, she does have her life ahead. So we'll see what happens. She she tried dating a Chinese guy. That didn't work out. But anyway. Oh, man. I'm not going to get into. No, I, I feel sorry. Well, for, I mean, well, how like. It's all fun and games with dirty girls till you get a, you know. Yeah. No, I think her parents tried. Her parents tried setting her up with somebody who would be like, you know, more traditional and like possibly a husband. But it's like, you know, the energy was not there. You know, at that point, I don't know. Like somebody who wants to rebel so much away from uh, her parents. Like, what what do you do there? You know. And honestly, like, I do feel really sorry for her because it's like the environment created what she became both her parents and her influences of like the peers around her age group, all of that, I think created what she became. And I did notice like there were times when she wanted to, you know, she wanted to quit. She wanted to quit weed. She wanted to do all that, but she couldn't. And like the tension that she felt those times, it was so much 
that like, you know, like tears ended up going down her eyes. You know, it's like there was somebody inside her that was like fighting this uh, this sickness that she was under. But oh, uh, you you dodged a massive L, bro. Did she uh, did she uh, give you a friend, if you know what I mean, down there? No, no, no. Everything's uh, everything's good, good in the hood. Everything. Yeah, Geo, everything is good. <laughs> everything is good under and the you, hood. You dodged a bullet, bro. I mean, yes. she's. She can't even quit weed for you. I mean, oh my god, that's the only advice I'd give. Um, I wouldn't really like just know what you're looking for, but um, the only way I've ever found like good relationships is it all starts with cultivating friendship in general. Like you, you want to get to know someone inside of a friend group. I think. Uh, but people have, say that's the wrong approach. Like I say I, that that's a millennial psyop. I mean, it I, it might be. It might be a very millennial tendency, but um, I, I I find that mm. like. You know, it, I mean, it, it, it kind of it's rested on like how good of uh, friendships you're able to cultivate right. as well. Right. I mean, so maybe it's not the most direct strategy, yeah. but, you know, you have never been able to cross the barrier from the friend zone onto something else. That's I mean, I guess what people why people critique that approach, they're like, well, you'll stay friends forever. It's never like a sure like it's never a direct thing or like, you know, you're a cuck beta. No, what's worse than a beta? um gamma what's the worst one? yeah 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 it's like you're epsilon fucking gamma yeah no what would chris chan be would chris Omega. chan be oh. <laughs> smegma male oh <laughs> oh god by the way did you see um what's the latest one like there's this big like nah because then i'm just gonna be gossiping yeah whatever whatever you think about that guy you gotta be he's gotta be in your prayers a little bit uh, yeah, because whatever's going on, he could, dude. Chris is not having a good time right yeah. now, for sure. There's this like big thing where like certain live streamers, let's put it that way, they're like simping for this janky girl. It's just what like I don't know. It's so stupid. It's, I don't know either, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But let let's get to oh before the super chats. Uh, Will you had a question for Geo? I want to make oh. sure I didn't forget that. Oh yeah, I, I saw I saw you know I like I like reading polls sometimes just to see the the wackos who doesn't spinning who around. doesn't that's fun. Um, yeah. but there was some thread and nothing of you know nothing of interest specifically. Oh, the Canada thread threads are insane. Yeah, they are. They they are nuts. But I I just wanted to ask you about because they were talking about this like it was some type of like let's go post for uh, the People's Party of Canada, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know shit about them. I guess they're sort of like a newer sort of like yeah populist sort of right wing thing but like that their numbers were going up or something and i was just yeah, wondering because... if you had a read or opinion on those guys oh fuck yeah i love maxime bernier because he he was supposed to be the leader of the conservatives because we have this like crazy ridiculous like inner party like member of a party voting system for each leader so there's like ridiculous like 12 rounds or something like that or five rounds or i forget the exact number my old man knows but he like was basically defeated at like the utter like last round by some fucking stupid dairy lobby or whatever. And uh, so he basically said, fuck the conservatives. Mm. I'm going to go start my own party, the people's party. And Maxim Bernier is basically like the closest you could get to like based in red pilled. Um, and okay. so I'm going to Spe speaking of base and red pill, by the way, we oh, got Birdo Birdo. In the house. Nice. Hey, Birdo. So you're going to vote uh, for, uh... well, because the conservatives are t like just, at every turn, they've been like cringe and like terrible at every turn because they have this guy, um, what's his name, 
Aaron O'Toole. And it's just, he's like, just doesn't inspire anything. He's just basically like, you know, kind of like a more milder version of Trudeau. So it's, what's the point? Like, I mean, I think Trudeau is going to get a majority either way as black pilling as that is, but it's just, um, I'm, it's basically to me, it's a protest vote to vote for Max and Bernie. So yeah, the, the vibe I got from him was kind of, uh, you know, cause obviously you're running for election in Canada and you're kind of within the mainstream or whatever, but kind of like one of those guys with like a diversity through distinction, as opposed mm. to just like rote multiculturalism, yeah. like Obama. You should, uh, yeah. Like you should look up his history. He's a total Chad too. He got in trouble for like, uh, he had this like girlfriend who was like affiliated with the bikers. And it was, it was this like crazy, like scandal, like sex scandal. It was like, oh man yeah look up maxine bernie he's pretty he's pretty chad like so um yeah but the the election's totally fucked uh canada's totally fucked and uh trudeau's gonna get a majority and uh it's not gonna be pretty and i i can no longer in any good moral conscience vote for the conservatives nowadays so mm, yeah it is what it is it's true though my audible here Yes, you are. Hey. Welcome, oh, big Birdo. boy Birdo. Have I house. just been in here? Could you guys hear me earlier, or were you like, nope, did not? No, hear we you didn't hear shit. All right, cool. What's going on, guys? What's up, Birdo? Thank you so much for coming. Birdo, in. what do you what do you think of the recent uh, happenings, friend, my friend? What happenings? The recent uh, uh, <laughs> the Mike Lindell stream. The What was the mic? Two I know more people, weeks. I know Two people. More weeks, bro. <laughs> I know people who are super excited about that and who really still think this is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's so insane. There, there was a point where they did a demo, like from straight up, like something you could have seen twenty years ago on DefCon, like that hacker conference. They did like a demo of how you like. <laughs> How you can like backdoor an election machine? <laughs> it, was, it was it was really it was boomer shit, dude. Oh. <laughs> mm. they, they, the they, did it, they did it with a like a mock election where they're like, you know, which news service is the the most lying in the country, Fox or CNN? And I and I guess that that wing of like Q boomers are like really against Fox now. So like everyone voted like Fox is the worst, and then they demonstrated how the election was stolen by. Flipping that vote to CNN. What do the Jesus. Coomers think of Tucker Carlson now? Um, some of them, it's not like us. I think some boomers, I mean, it really depends. A lot of boomers yeah. like him, obviously, but I think some boomers think he's just like not a strong enough drug anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they've yes. already, yeah, they've well, already, just like Alex a, Jones yeah, just like I was yeah. talking about with my ex the regular weed's not enough you have to use the blowtorch now so what would be the blowtorch for the boomers alex, uh, jones. <laughs> alex jones it's alex jones but there's probably some worse shit that he's he's too cool though i feel like it'd go over their heads no yeah. no i know some i know boomers who are into alex jones trust me and oh, they're yeah. bu- and they're buying his products and like dude i mean i i love alex jones and i do think he's cool but Dude, boomers can't handle that shit. And yeah, uh, no, no, well, boomers they... are probably gonna ruin Alex Jones. You know, it's like it's like the parents finding out about you know like Chim Pokemon in that South Park episode and ruining it for all the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. 
You know, um, he's going to have to tone it down because all of a sudden he sees this I got new super flood. geriatric vitality no. right now. <laughs> he can't tone it down because those you'll are the be guys. You'll be a beast. You'll be a sexual tyrannosaurus at your retirement home. <laughs> he can't tone it down because those are the guys who are going to buy his like $100 a month satellite phone. Oh, and I, I see. Like yeah. Well, then when Alex Jones is not enough, I think next step will be Robert Seffer. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I know. He's the guy who talks about uh, the uh, the ducks and all that, and uh, Atlantis, and uh, I know it's an interesting dude. I I'm not I I'm very skeptical when it comes to a lot of these various theories that are thrown out there. Because at the end of the day, my important thing is judging people on their individual characteristics, and as far as the origin of people and all that, it's like all interesting to think about. But oh yeah, it's not really gonna it's not really gonna solve the problem of uh, you know how do you approach a person who comes into your life or comes into your culture. Cause I think it's too late to have just like completely separated locked down, uh, Elysiums or whatever you want to call it. Maybe that's, what's going to happen with the breakaway civilization. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of like the argument that people talk about where everybody could peacefully coexist, but everybody's just going to be like in their own separate tribes, kind of like the Amish doing their thing. And, uh, the Mormons doing their thing. Is that a future that you think is possible or you think like we're too interconnected uh, and people are yeah, curious no and interested? <laughs> well, in that case, it would be tribal <laughs> states. It would be a state of a particular people with a particular interest. So you would have, let's say, the uh, the, the uh, black Israelites. They would have their own state and you would have the Scientologists. They would have their own state, you know, and like, would they be able to trade and communicate and still be friendly or would it create a lot of hostilities just having like that, you know, very i love by the way how your cup is blurred by the way <laughs> it's a blurry cup too even if it's in focus um hell yeah, yeah the i think none of those ideologies are big enough to uh have any sort of state uh, i think we're gonna and and i don't know i think it's just gonna have to go uh the kamala boot on the neck that's the future the uh the cap the kamala yeah. toe yeah. <laughs> oh God. Verse wouldn't mind that. The too Kamala much. dominatrix boot. <laughs> she looked pretty hot back in the day. Is that controversial to say? No. I don't know. She was younger. No. no. You're allowed. Yeah. Right? You're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> She's not gonna throw you in, in the gulag. She's not like the ugliest politician. She's not like. I don't Who is know, the ugliest Nancy politician, Pelosi. by the way? Really? No. Nancy Pelosi was kind of the cute ugliest back know. when she was. Ellen like, Albright was probably the fucking. <laughs> Madeline Albright was probably like the ugliest. I don't know. I don't know. There was uh, what's FDR's wife's name? What was her name? Eleanor. Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, she was pretty ugly. She 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 had a fucking mug. Who is the who is a hot first lady besides Melania? Uh, let's see. Nancy Reagan? No, she wasn't. No, JFK's wife. Oh yeah, but that's Jackie. Yeah, Jackie Onassis. That's yeah. Well, what did you think I was going to say? I mean, Taft's, are... wasn't Taft's wife? Let me, Let me see. Well, I was recently looking up, by the way, one of the presidents that I think really got besmirched was, uh, let's see, the one that came right before Calvin Coolidge, Warren Harding. So people were making Warren Harding out to be like some kind of mobster president where really like I saw like the kind of things that he ended up passing. He ended up shrinking, you know, the size of a lot of these bloated government programs and uh, ended up, uh, you know, making the economy pretty good. So it's like... That seems to be a good example of a president that historians ended up uh, besmirching just because I don't know, like, I guess he I guess he and Calvin Coolidge were the example of what America could have been. 
and that's no more because Calvin Coolidge was very hands-off when it came to any big decisions. He would prefer the presidency to do as little as possible, and it wasn't that bad. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Coolidge that usually is like the like libertarian choice. Like <laughs> well, the there we go. Choice. So. That's why. That's why I like him. Oh, Nancy. I don't get why you guys. There's why you people make fun of libertarians so much. They're just like I don't know. Yeah, they're harmless. Exactly. No, I I I, th I think libertarians are being made fun of because most uh, of the milieu that we are in, the cultural milieu, is very. Uh, w wait, is it? Uh, wait, high time frame oriented or low time? What's that word called? You know, the one where high people... time preference. Yes, oh, time preference. Yes, so I think they have very either high or low time preference. Which is the one that you want something quicker? Uh, uh, high time preference. High time preference. No. Yes. No. Oh, low. Yeah. Wait. Oh, low yes. Time? I don't know. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> whichever. Whichever I'm one. Sorry. Low time. Yeah. Okay. Low time preference. So I think in general no, people high are very high time. High time. Okay. I think people are very high time preference in general. Like I'm high not picking. Times. I'm not. It makes picking... sense with the weed. The weed kind of aspect. Sure. Of yeah. High times. And I'm not picking on particular people here, but just <laughs> high like... times preference. Yeah. <laughs> high time but like like in general. In general, I think that libertarianism has been seen as something that does not accomplish the goals that a lot of people see as being the ills of society. So just like we talked about before, going from uh, smoking a regular joint to using the flamethrower with dabbing, I think it's the same thing to go yeah. into much more extreme totalitarian ideologies, where you could say that this that is the is argument of the pipeline, but... It's the it's definitely a harder drug situation. I've heard that argument, like, multiple times, but, like, once you've hit... Like, that's why a lot of the libertarians kind of, like, went fucking... Uh, like nazi-ish for a while there i think uh because like once you like have the radical politics drug you can't like go back you know mm. it's hard yeah, to like look. some of them mm. went like alt-right then others yeah. went like kathy rizowitz mm. tier <laughs> like, well, well really Cy cyber ninja zero does have a good comment libertarians are mocked because of the moral nihilism inherent in their beliefs and yeah. in feasible nah. nature of their position in reality my my i don't agree with that i don't agree with mm. the moral uh nihilism but i agree with yeah. the i mean i'm guess i might agree with that second part but it really depends on people too because you would have somebody like tom woods for example who's a catholic and yeah. i wouldn't say that somebody like tom is like a moral nihilist by any means no i think that there are certain people out there who are but i don't really give a shit because my thing is there, like there were, either like... it works or it doesn't work like what position are you advocating for that if it were to like shrink government would that help out your particular cause of having more morality in society or wouldn't it you know like that's the only well, thing they, you can go the for. argument is that like basically the pursuit of capital above all things is like a nihilistic position that acts as a social corrosive but like tom like there back in the day like in the 90s like libertarians believed like a lot of like wacky stuff like there was like a cultist and like Robert Anton Wilson people like mm. Discordians that were into it like back when like libertarianism was like somewhat edgy and cool but then like over time like it's it's really it's like really a strange position to be a libertarian in like 2021 it's like you know it's kind of it's but what, you said, but what you said, space. but Gio, what you said right now about uh, only holding uh, you know capital and making money to be the important thing my concern there it's like I think that the idea is that 
these may be the beliefs of some people that that's the most important thing, but it's more about letting people themselves decide what is important as opposed to having some overall superstructure dictating it to them because according to libertarian beliefs that kind of imposition would be a lot worse than having people decide so at least they'll get rid of an overimposing government either way and i understand start, it just like starts boiling into like the kind of consumer choice argument for like mm. products quality and like, you know, if you get rid of government regulations about, you know, like what chemicals they can use in farming, uh, yeah. consumer choice is for the cheapest tomato, right? But then now there's like a bunch of poison all over it. Yeah, right? and the the libertarian argument, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. And like the libertarian argument doesn't make sense in a lot of different ways. Like, yeah. Um, like a Dave Rubin on Joe Rogan when he was talking about privatizing, what was it like? The, uh, the oh my God. The, the yeah, I forgot what it was. And all that. You know, the people I just remember Joe Rogan owning him. I yeah. forgot what he said. He was like, he, he was just like, that guy's retarded. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. My buddy was making an argument against libertarianism this weekend that was pretty, pretty good, which was that like, he thought the, the government should have nationalized the um, railroads back in the day. Um, we were talking about the railroads for some dumb reason because we were driving by a station, I think, or what used to be a station that was closed down. Uh, and he was saying that the government would have kept the station open uh, for the good of the area and the country. And since they were private companies, they shut it down and the area went to shit. Um, they shut it down because nobody stopped there, you know? Hmm. I mean, that is a complicated thing. Like, I don't want to prevent people from uh, being able to travel to certain places. But I wonder what America would have looked like if we didn't have the interstate highway system that was primarily developed, from what I understand, just like the Autobahn was for mm -hmm. the quick transport well, that, of military uh, vehicles. That's another thing. Like, there yeah, is no, um, like, pure entrepreneurial capitalist. Like, I, I'm not talking about, like, the cringe, like, Obama... Like, what do you say back then? You didn't build that. Like, I mean, a lot of the technology that we have, like, is a result of, like, private corporations doing R&D with, like, literal government, like, glow-in-the-dark programs. <laughs> I I mean, it is, that complicates the libertarian thing. Like, I remember, yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember watching the Milton Friedman clips, and the one time he didn't have an insufficient, like, by the way, all those people that fucking used to watch Ben Shapiro, Milton Friedman back in the 70s and 80s, he was the one that was owning college kids. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one time he didn't have an insufficient answer, like he had an insufficient answer. And I really hate this because I fucking hate Michael Moore. I think he's a ghoul. But when he was oh, a no. college, yeah, the University of Chicago. I think I've seen that. Yeah. The one time he had an insufficient answer was about the car insurance thing with the Pintos where you would like hit the back and they would explode. And Milton Freeman's like, Oh, I guess if you're going to pay out a few, uh, you know, deaths or whatever, like it was, yeah, that's yeah. silly. Uh, well, that was also a big position of uh, Nader, right? Nader was all about the car oh, yeah. safety and, yeah. uh, yeah, we kind of forget about Nader. What happened you know, to he, him? But seatbelt laws are bullshit. So it's like, what's yeah, the fucking, bullshit. Yeah. So like, well, everybody's a, a libertarian. I mean, it's not really, you just don't have to pick a side on. I mean, you, you know, when you are and when you aren't for what issue, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I Do guess the seatbelts actually yeah. work or is it just bullshit? It what's definitely that? works. Yeah. 
Seatbelts. Yeah. Seatbelts work, uh, it's a, but it's, a, it's, it's a bullshit that you have to wear them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, what about uh, bike helmets? Do bike helmets work? I guess I so. From, I know from the I'll, I'll tell you another time. <laughs> Do bi- of course, bike helmets work. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's oh. Jesse Ventura. You can remember Jesse Ventura, right, Gio? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesse the Body Ventura, who always rode his motorcycle without a bike helmet. He he was like a lib. Like, he went from. He was like the opposite, where he went from like libertarian to kind of just like generic lib nowadays. I don't know. Like, with mm. a few spicier, like, Alex Jones tier beliefs, but, like, I don't know, Jesse Ventura, he's a weird character. Like, he's, yeah. I, li- I like that photo that people post on Chris Chan's uh, <laughs> 4chan. <laughs> what is going on? Well, people post on 4chan sometimes with Alex Jones and Jesse Ventura hiding in some bushes and looking out. I don't know where that's from. I want to see if I could find that photo. <laughs> oh, Let's by see. the way, to yeah. your point, Gio, I meant to say, I remember, uh, what's his name, Chomsky somewhere making an argument Sorry to bring in uh, Chomsky, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I remember him making the argument somewhere that um, like um, the people talk about how technology is developed by private companies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like he just basically says that it's developed at fucking MIT by the by government money. And yeah, military. a lot of it yeah. is. Mm. Yeah. Like like there are people that go to these schools and like take it and then develop. But like that. Yeah. Universities are tricky because are they like they're not like in Canada they're like semi-private like how does it work in America? Yeah, but like the, they're getting money from the government. Like yeah. I, I'm yeah, talking yeah. like military tech oh, stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, we don't have like a true libertarian society by any means. Like government subsidizes a lot of things, a lot of bad things. It subsidizes corn. It subsidizes industries that just uh, you know they don't have to be. What's as wrong big. with corn? Well, so it's empty calories. It's empty oh. calories. So many problems with corn. Hey, man, I just was, I was out in the country this weekend, uh, and I saw a lot of corn. It was corn and beans. Um, I saw a, I saw a town population size of 200 and, uh, or no, like 450, Damn. I think it was. That's like Iowa. They're known for two things, corn yeah. What's the second thing they're known for? Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was corn and yeah. Slipknot. That's right. It would have been it would have been better if the band Corn originated in Iowa. Then we could say they well, are they known for corn, corn and corn. Oh, I was yeah, near cool. Iowa. I was like in, in Western Illinois. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, but they a have, lot of they have mm-hmm. corn in Bakersfield problem. But what I but what I don't know is like ever since Earl Butts, the guy who popularized uh, government subsidies for corns, I believe. How much did Americans start turning into these, you know, like, you know, like 4chan says, you know, burgers, you know, like these overweight people who don't like moving around, don't like thinking too much, are just, you know, very, you know, on setting on the dole, not doing much. How much is that the reality of like, Berto, in your experience being in Iowa, was that something that uh, caught your eye? Oh, how much are people lazy and like, like. Just yeah, just like, like lazy, fucked up, just not really doing anything, just not oh, all there. Dude, you know, uh, completely correct about uh, people in like very small towns. I mean, that shit. Sure. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, like you go you're you go around like the Walmart and you see people in fucking those cha- those uh, what do you call them? The little zippers that you ride around on. <laughs> fucking 
little zip, carts. Zip lining. Like, yeah. oh, oh, no, oh, the little carts. Rascals. The rascals. Yeah, you see them in the rascals and shit. But there's like, I don't know. I mean, it would be hard to say what percentage of them are actually like lazy fucks who don't do anything. You know, you can't tell by looking at them. I mean, the people that I was visiting my buddy and like, I mean, nobody in his family's like that, you know? So well, I don't know. Well, it's about the, it's about like the cheapness of high fructose corn syrup. I think. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's in like, everywhere. It spiritually weighs you down. It's crazy yeah. how much it's in. Um, yeah. but, it, but, but the subsidies leading to that kind of negative uh, social ill, uh, just like the health crisis with, uh, with obesity and, and overall, I mean, it's kind of similar to how a government subsidy with uh, with student loans led to the explosion of price of college, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, you know, it, it like private institutions take advantage of these subsidies and, you know, basically just come up with more things to spend it on and to raise the price mm. and to- you know, well, well, there was a there was a tweet recently from Adam Townsend, who I want to get on BTR soon, and it was about food. So he's talking about how the uh, Biden administration is going to be Obama caring the, um, y- you know, the uh, whatchamacallit, the uh, OK, Biden administration is Obama caring food will completely dislocate the market prices. Shit's going to get real. And it says over here, Biden administration makes record increase to food stamp benefits. So what would Obama carrying food look like? What Obama carrying food look like? Yeah. There's probably a picture of Obama carrying grocery bag or two. (laughs) (laughs) Your Obama phone. (laughs) What would Obama carry? It says over here. More subsidies, maybe? Well, it says over here, um, the Biden administration on Monday revealed a major permanent increase to the food stamp benefits that helped 42 million Americans buy groceries. A record bump up for one of the country's largest safety net programs. The average monthly benefits for the supplemental nutrition assistance program will be roughly 20% higher than they were before the pandemic starting October 1, according to an admin official. So it's like if we have people who are already in this, uh, you know, not a great state. Yeah. If this is like Wally territory, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not one of those people who said, you know, everybody has to go up by their bootstraps. Obviously, like the people who Wait, are he's expanding the snap. I mean, the yeah, EBT card. That's not good. the problem. The problem with EBT, though, is that you can buy crap food with it. Like it would yeah. be better off if the government. Uh, like almost the contracted, the government contracted should ban these, food. Like, food box companies. No, the government you know? should ban yeah, food. Yeah, no yeah. more like, food like, for what a if, year. What if instead of food stamps every week you That's got right. like, a big box of like of vegetables fresh food. and like, yeah. meat? They and, have like, to really shit. give money to local farmers. They have to uh, subsidize, I think, like mm-hmm. smaller organic farms, and they have to basically murder the big corn lobby. The reason America has Dude. such a dependence on corn. Sorry. Oh, go ahead, Berto. I was just going to say good. Because they subsidize it, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. But like, good luck stopping big corn, dude. Drive around. I know. I know. Drive around the Midwest. I mean, it is. I think about the states. I mean, who's eating all this shit? It's it's fucking. I was talking about this this weekend, too. It's the corn syrup, bro. Iowa, Kentucky, fucking. I don't know. It's the entire plains. It's the entire center of the country. All the land is corn. All Dude, they're it. not eating the corn. They're turning it into, you know, high fructose yeah. corn syrup and all that other bullshit. That's like, why sure. they're so and like yeah, we're... feed and ethanol. Ethanol is yeah. I'm just one saying of the most not... retarded things. I'm just saying you're not taking that shit down. You drive through the country. You can drive for six hours and see corn the entire time. Yeah. You know, like... The thing is they need to like 
they they need to even just in terms of land mass they have to um promote like biodiversity of different crops mm. and they have to encourage farmers to actually go back to the smaller scale family mm-hmm. farm but mm-hmm. that's the problem because all these big cornfields that stretch for miles and here in all like not here in alberta i don't live in alberta but here in fuck canada in alberta it's the same it's like this stretches out for miles mm-hmm. like you literally can't see anything but corn and, and, what, the, and what are the uh, big agri companies uh, yeah. that are taking no and what do the libertarians yeah. want to do the libertarians want to get rid of all those subsidies which would decrease the amount of power these corn lobbies have in the first place to do anything yes now, whether no, they it would, okay it would be the only ones that would be able to oh sorry go ahead Bob. Sorry. no well like if they don't have the government paying them then oh, yeah, that's yeah, going yeah. to affect their uh you that's know true. their their business because farming in general there's so much money that the government puts into that and again like i just see the reason why I lean more libertarian is I just see a tremendous amount of waste. But also, I agree that libertarians, especially the fucking libertarian party, gets his ass kicked all the time. Mm. It's a sucker for punishment. You know, it loves having Kamala's camel toe boot, you know, right on, right Kamala on its toe. neck. Kamala toe, exactly. Are, so, we vo- are, we got, are we voting for Dave Smith for president? <laughs> if only only if he comes on BTR. I've got his email. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try he to should, get him on he BTR. Should. If That's he gets on I BTR, heard. put me on the panel. Hell yeah. Promise me right now. I promise. <laughs> By the way, swear, oh God. I swear. By the way, I have to share this. I love that guy. Who wait, who are we talking about? Dave oh, Smith, Dave the Smith. famous libertarian commentator. Legion of Skanks. And I went to uh, oh, Skank. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah I went yeah. to Skankfest uh, four years in a row, by the way. And I still keep having dreams that I'm going to Skankfest in my dreams. So that's <laughs> that's how powerful of an impression there, left on me. Mm-hmm. There, I can't believe it. Our good friend, who hopefully one day we can get on the show to uh, do a ritual scapegoating of Jerry Saltz. Because he th- he thinks I know I know I know I have to do this I have to take Who's him behind Jerry the old salts. You know the <laughs> take air credit. The... Take him behind the woodshed. Is, is World's worst air credit. The um, art goblin. The art goblin of New York. Um, he posted this image because he thinks it's like a dialectical image of the um the Kabul uh, Taliban in the Parliament building, the palace, the pre- the the. Do they have a pro- Parliament or a pa- president? They have a president, obviously, what I'm talking about. Um, and right under it is the picture of the uh, Q shaman in, in the, in the, in yeah. the you-know-what bill. And it's like, this is the same. It's like... <laughs> Yo, James, if you wanted to do a uh, Jerry Saltz posting his L's account, you could just screenshot <laughs> yeah. every post on Instagram. Um, who is <laughs> Jerry Saltz? Enough, a, enough with the L accounts. He's such a fucking old boomer. He was trying to argue about... Um, the defund the police thing to his fans, but he's like, why can't we just reform the police? Oh my god! And all <laughs> not on Twitter, by the way, on fucking Instagram, he got like just dist- like he got. I've never seen him mogged harder than when he posted that picture of like when the whole bullshit began, and he had like the fifty cups of like coffee. He's like sanitized. I'm looking I'm at pictures of this fridge. guy, and I'm wondering why the hell we would talk about this guy. What is he? He's the He's world's most famous art critic. His what? wife is actually objectively. This guy a here? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and get this. He used to be a teamster before he was an art critic. 
Dude, oh, I can. Wow. I mean, like, I can tell just by looking at him that I know better He's, art critics, like, yeah. just <laughs> with a hundred yeah. followers. And I love, I love how, like, in the in the replies, like Dean Kissick even is like mogging him. It's amazing. Speaking of a better art critic, um, but no, his his wife, um, what's her name, uh, Roberta? She's like an objectively better art critic than him, but she, of course, gets. Mm. outshined by his media fame so oh look J- uh, jerry salt because she's a, a woman he, he was yeah, at the, uh, yeah, yeah he yeah. was at the national arts club apparently for an event that they did so maybe i can, maybe uh, can get jerry salt would get be the first jerry Saltz would be the first to admit that his wife is better than him and that yeah. she's not popular because she's a woman bro yeah he would, <laughs> he would. yeah no, unironically, like I'm, you, I'm guessing that's his. Birdo, if you want to laugh, going off of pictures of him. If you want to laugh, go watch the Jerry Saltz live um, interview with fucking Jim Carrey, where he's got to like suck his dick, even though he knows it's <laughs> trash. Oh like, he's god! Like, well, you can draw, and there's perspective. It's oh, like no. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> like, that sucks. That oh. fucking sucks. Oh, wait, here, here's I don't a, here. want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, here's a painting from uh, and then, Jim Carrey. And then Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey's Jesus. like, I'll never go on Instagram because Mark Zuckerberg stole the election. Oh, sorry. Stole the uh, you-know-what for Trump. Um, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Jesus. are you? Because Jerry Salt's like, come on Instagram. It's much nicer than Twitter. Come on Instagram, Jim. And he's like, no, because Zuckerberg stole it. You know what? For for Trump. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Man, those guys have like worms in their brain. Yeah, unironically. Fuck. Yeah, that's they gotta get. Down. They have to go for the for the D worm for the uh, anti worm spin um at the birdo center they have to like (laughs) dude's he's literally doing activism by not joining instagram (laughs) (laughs) how can you imagine it oh my god the fucking world would end bro and be done for us like jim carrey posted his like trump getting his balls hammered in fucking instagram (laughs) like we're one but one nuts going that way the other nuts going another way Oh, uh, we should do a stream where we, uh, I because one of the greatest threads I've ever seen was uh, Mencius Mold Bugman's critique of um, the, the, his critique of this thread on Jim Carrey's art, and that's why I've never done a video on Jim Carrey's art because like anything I would say, Mencius Mold Bugman said it better. Mm. So. But I did have a video. Go it? to Giant Productions at YouTube.com. Oh, I yeah. did do a video critiquing Jerry Salt and critiquing his good friend Carol Dunham um his wrestling paintings so oh sorry i cut you off bird i had to shamelessly what are you on youtube giant art productions here we go guys follow go and subscribe to geo's channel right fucking now i dare you i double dog dare you motherfucker subscribe to geo and you will not be disappointed so i think we got to go to super chats right now so nice thank you my friend oh my god look there's this video of them like with an air force one plane they're like hanging off the fucking raft yeah oh my god it's crazy uh well alberto what i was gonna ask before we do super just what do you think of the whole downfall of uh america the american empire in afghanistan like uh what do you oh, think? oh afghanistan you know honestly i don't know the fucking first thing about that i haven't been i don't i really have no idea about afghanistan i mean like 
we what we we pulled out and then all the shit that we were doing like just fell because we're not maintaining it and um i don't know what the taliban took over yeah i haven't been i've not been online for a few days oh shit bless bless your heart (laughs) that is such a more, more. I'm of sorry to that. hear. I'm glad you're back online now, though. <laughs> My buddy Matt. Well, I'm only on here. He, he, um, he took a internet break for a few months, so like he literally takes his hard drive out, and uh, yeah. he's not gonna know about all of this shit till like October. So yeah. it's like, oh. oh, bro. So what? What even happened? Like basically, we- they fudged the date. This is what Sticks Hex and Hammer said. They were going to do Trump's date in May. And as you know, the honor culture in Afghanistan is such that when you promised to pull out and they had the resources to like basically take everything with them, like their, their armaments and their, um, their tanks and their, their, uh, weaponry, they, and the munitions. And so what happened was Biden, because he couldn't, you know, possibly follow through with Trump's, uh, date in May. He's like, no, I'm just going to wait a few months. And then they just mm. basically bungled it. And they forced through this date that the military apparatus wasn't prepared for. And mm. now the Taliban, unopposed, basically took everything over from the provinces to the heart of Kabul. Would they not have and done that if we pulled out at any other time, though? They made mm. a deal with the fighting forces um, what do you mean? Of Afghanistan. Well, they the, the Taliban was included in the original Trump deal. Okay. Because there were like Taliban officials mm. that. Were oh, like, I see. And, and I guess yeah, if I they see. if they would have rescinded on that deal, Trump's yeah. response. I mean, there's no way for me to know, but at least this is what the interview with uh, Pompeo said. That Pompeo said that their response would have been incredibly heavy-handed yeah. if they would have not done the deal right. I see, I see. And to, and to an honor-based culture, doing those kind of deals right, you know, matters. Because, again, this is why I yeah. said before you got here, Birdo, that if there was the kind of leadership that, let, let, let's say, would make an example of chopping somebody's heads off, you know, who stole or who, you know, did something to a woman and then just put that head on the stake, yeah. everybody would know what page they're because on. The there would be no question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Like the Taliban, they really, in all honesty, they could live without. Like it's a symbolic victory, but they could like live without taking Kabul or Kandahar because where they where they're at, like in Helmet Province or like in Waziristan, mm-hmm. like they basically control like most of the minerals and the oil that the Chinese and the Russians, and the Americans want. So they were going to do that deal with Trump because they really don't fucking give a shit. They're not as they're not as ideologically driven as ISIS, believe it or not. Um, and so they were happy to do the deal. But then just Joe Biden comes in and fumbles everything. And uh, it's it's just like now the neocons and the neolibs are just like freaking out. Like you have David mm. Frum saying, it's your fault. It's America's mm. fault. Like, fuck off. And Terry, yeah. Terry Greenbeans Green writes, the experts said Kabul could have fallen in 90 days and yeah. it was 72 hours. So again, these fucking experts, why do they get paid, these fucking experts? You know, it's like... Well, why do they pay people like David Frum, who is basically him and Bill Crystal and the rest, they've been responsible for how many thousands of lives... Yeah either lost well, or displaced. I'm actually going to see Bill you know? Crystal in person soon. I'm oh, going no! to. <laughs> oh, no! Well, you better bring bring some holy Watch water. You... Okay. I'm friends with Bill Crystal's biggest fan, the head of his fan club, Falstaff. There we go. <laughs> yeah. 
no. no well, not you know, kidding. G- He's, he loves Bill Crystal. Mm. Oh, God. Well, you know, Gio, the council has to be convened, and for the first time, I think I've earned my stripes to be on the council as it's being convened, oh, along my God. with Bill Crystal. And uh, well, no, actually, this is um, this is something that Gene Epstein is organizing. So this is uh, his. Uh, What's don't, that? Don't what, be don't what's be what's shocked if you smell sulfur in the room. Oh Jesus Christ, Gio! In. No, Gene Epstein's great. In fact, uh, uh, Berto, do you know Gene Epstein? Is he the like the guy in New York who does those uh, Soho Forum? The Soho Forum, yeah, like yeah he's the guy yeah. who does the debates. Yeah, exactly. He yeah, seems so like that's... a nice guy. Yeah, he, he's a nice guy, and uh, that is where I'm going to. I'm going to the Soho Forum event, which is going to be with, uh, let's see. It says Are you debating? Here. No, no, no. Oh, no. you're this just going to be, one of those. Yeah, this is going to be Scott Horton and Bill Crystal. Oh, and, yeah, oh, that God. one. They've yes. been planning that for a while. That'll be fun to watch. Yes, and yeah, uh, the yeah. resolution says over here, a willingness to intervene and to seek regime change is key to an American foreign policy that benefits America. I got Bill my money Crystal on Bill the, Crystal for the real, for the actual win, and Scott Horton for the room win. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm just the, kidding. God. Well, I mean, uh, maybe not kidding for the actual win as far as what's probably going to happen in the future. Because, look, I know a lot of yeah. people are down on America, but again, I don't see China having as many smart people as America does, despite all our craziness and wokeness and all that. We still have much more smart people. We still have much more people from all around the world wanting to go to our universities. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about gender studies. I'm talking about, like, engineering and science and all that shit. Like, what other country has people wanting to get to their universities as much as America when it comes to that stuff? I don't know why. <laughs> it's, they're yeah. going to figure... I mean, it, it's just a matter of time before they figure out that that's dumb as hell. You know, like, why would they but be who's gonna? It? But who's going to replace them? That's what I don't get. Because nobody else seems to be coming to the table as uh, a place with that much universities that uh, create the kind of innovation that America does. Like, and again, I'm not saying that we're going to get ourselves to the moon again. Obviously, certain things are not as good again, as Again, we've been. never been there to begin with. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes, we were. And we built bases on the dark side of the moon. Never with the happened. Na- with the Nazis. They let us and they're build not- bases. Well, I mean, like, when, we, when we're spending, like, 90% of the whatever, like, the government grants for scientists on, like, uh, trying to figure out how to get men to lactate or whatever then i mean yeah <laughs> no like, but that's that's but what's that's gonna also, happen okay that's like i'll give you an example that's like Giorgiani when he was talking about how the um how iran after the islamic conquest it, there was a muslim golden age not because of islam but in spite of islam i think that 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 may be a similar thing that we're experiencing now where no, in spite of a lot I of us i don't know about all that yeah because like islam of the this isn't. Are you talking? Are you is is what is Islam here? Uh, like lib shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. In uh, this example, Islam well, would be lib shit. No, and- be, I don't think that's the case because this is in indistinct. Like this is a product of government, and it's like the the secularism of it all will keep yeah. it from. Will keep it from. Will keep it from well, have, like being on the sidelines or whatever. Yeah. I think like they want des like there was a time where they desperately wanted like global homogenous neoliberal version of Islam like we have in Canada 
but it's like no, that's that ain't not, happening. No, I'm not using I don't Islam. Think no, I'm not using yeah, Islam in any example know. other than to say that there is a totalitarian force that people have to succumb to. Like in the United States, they have to succumb to this totalitarian force of uh, wokeism in college. All that I'm saying is that despite all of that, people are still making very interesting uh, cr creative discoveries in the field of technology. And that is something that the wokeness doesn't help. But despite the wokeness, that's still going on. Like, there are people who I know who have to toe the line when it comes to what they say. But at the same time, they're great programmers. They're able to come up with, uh, you know, very interesting things. And uh, it sucks that they have to kowtow to this mentality. But it's just but yeah, it's like, like, a, like, a, like a smart drone missile with a trans flag on it still takes a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> And that actually plugs into that point of like, uh, and I don't want interventionist uh, foreign policy. I don't think it serves us. I think we can come up with better ways to spend money. But um, that actually kind of plugs into that point that it, you know, because like a lot of our technological innovations come from the military industrial complex. Like just, it's a sad truth of it. Like, you know, like the internet started as like a surveillance system that they were designing for the Vietnam War. They wanted to have like a full technocratic readout of all these different sensors in the jungle to be able to beat the Viet Cong. Uh, like that was like one of the influences for ARPANET. Um, hmm. You know, like a lot of innovation comes from all that stuff. And, you know, if we don't yeah. find another way to spur it, um, besides, you know, being a global cop, which, you know, was all just the post-war order, which is going away. Um, yeah. No, I definitely, uh, I could, I could see but that. But is it really going away? I hope so. I fucking hope so. I mean, <laughs> like... Yeah, but I don't if know. It, it depends. It depends on how how well our trade deals with like Mexico and Japan and the UK hold up. That's really no wait wait. Trade. But to be but to be clear, what do you imagine going away fully or partly in the future? How would you how would you define? Well, like what it so is? so much of our so much of like the whole free trade, like neoliberalism, Keynesian uh, before it uh, had to do with like the the U.S. Navy allowing all nations to be able to like extract resources from wherever and bring them back to their homeland to turn into manufactured goods. Cause like before the world wars, essentially every nation had to have its own Navy, its own mm -hmm. merchant Marines to protect like any colonial import essentially. And if there was ever any tensions between you and another country, that other country might blockade your colony, you know, or some shit like that. And, you know, we start to see stuff like, um, there was like that South Korean uh, tanker that uh, Iran had uh, besieged and like taken uh, it was, like last year, right? That's just like an example of like how, you know, if someone doesn't like, that's the idea of like the American Navy essentially, that like everyone is going to play by rules that will enforce. And mm -hmm. you know, like if it like, so now that going away um, would really be a hit to any kind of like global, um, global economic system and you know chinese navy is as big and growing as it is I'm not shitting on it uh it's not able to perform the same function um and china's even more reliant on you know uh, export naval trade uh than america is at this point but it would, it would require a reorganization of our domestic economy because you know, we actually have to be building things and not importing as much you know trading with like mm. you know, land land but, e but even with uh, even with building things there is still this idea which I half resonate with because I think there's always going to be a need for it. But the idea is that we will have people that would go up, that would go into a factory and physically construct something. But then there's another part of me that thinks the next step in general and 
I really want to make sure that this does not come across as some kind of a uh, fedora-tipping, enlightened, transhumanist take, but I do believe in the power overall of the human mind, kind of like the David versus Goliath motif, where the kind of thing that a very few amount of really, uh, well, not even educated, but people who have enough wisdom in the United States, just a few of them, they're capable of doing whatever the fuck they put their minds to in comparison to millions and billions of people that are not at their level. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like, that's like one of the, that's one of the arguments of like a competitive free market, right? Like that, uh, that there's always going to be like cadres of people who can understand a problem and come up with a disruptive solution to it, right? Mm. Uh, you know, like, I think it's hard to, like, I, like, I know the Soviets tried to create some degree of inter, uh, interdepartmental, like, you know, you see this with like quotas at various factories and, and that sort of bureaucratic top-down uh, competition incentive kind of just broke down into production. So I don't really know how you uh, create like a top-down version of that. Like it well, seems like yeah but our system is like devolved into corruption i mean that's oh 100 uh, yeah. well under under the soviet system even though it did have uh, an association with the united states where the u.s helped it out you know before and during world war ii it was still when the soviet union kind of shut itself off kind of like i'd say around you know around the time of stalin still during world war ii there wasn't as much communication with the soviet scientists together with the american scientists that's where they really kind of started to falter and no matter how much caviar they were given no matter how much uh, assistance you know in terms of uh, monetary compensation these scientists were given they were still not able to come up with the atom bomb or other things that would have helped them uh, win the war now you could say that with germany that was not the case even though German, Germany was also a totalitarian dictatorship. But in the case of Germany, though, I don't think it was around as long as the USSR, where if it were to have been around, I'd be curious whether scientists would have been able to produce with the same capacity as they, they may have done to. in the beginning. I mean, I mean we don't know. All we know 50s, is that they were producing with the, with the Americans and NASA afterwards. Soviets had incredible engineers in the 50s. I mean... They, they were able to do pretty amazing things. Like you just look at some of the, you know, the archives yeah. that released after the fall. Well, they also got some of the German scientists as well, but yeah, I'm not course. saying that. But also that that's like a function of project management at that point. Like say you do get a bunch of Nazis, they get, they get like 200 genius Nazi scientists, right? Like that you still need a support infrastructure around being able to, you know, put them on the right projects, organize yeah. those things. That's kind of what I meant earlier. Like what happens when all the incentive for that, uh, for that structure that you're talking about and like the project, just like the general uh, like structure of all these things getting built and all these things getting made. What happens when the like incentive structure around that shifts toward like making men lactate and things like that? And like and 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 there's no like military, there's no world police situation or whatever to to like spur that forward. I mean, I, I certainly yeah. hope there's still a lot of in, there's still incentives for like other engineering projects. Like there, there definitely are. I mean, that's one reason why, like, you know, I'm, I'm not well, like a huge Elon. I just Musk wonder fan, if it'll but, hit like, like a critical mass of that type of thing. You know, I mean, it would be it would be kind of disastrous if like the elites that, you know, do have I mean, not really an interest in this country per se. Right. Like they're globalists, whatever. But like, you know, it, it, like it's it's hard for me to imagine a situation where 
we truly dedicate all of our resources to such frivolous things right like, yeah yeah like at the end of the day you still do need to be making progress on on various but like, we do though we we spend it's not just on frivolous things i think it's just the lack of direction it's like we're going i think we're truly going to, through an inevitable sort of decline or winter phase i think that faustian spirit can only have so much mana before you end up like well let's make men lactate or let's have yeah. better dick pills or i don't know like it's yeah yeah but geo yeah, i mean that's what my name is a joke about man dick pills uh, dick mm. yeah, yeah. That is, that is cyborg. The <laughs> that's the transhumanist kind of uh pharma yeah, the, cyborg yeah it's yeah. kind of like in futurama where like where who's the asian girl amy like she finds out that bender like his robot penis is like way more superior to humans <laughs> so it's like that creates yes. the robosexual movement that the space reptilian mm. pope uh oh dude you're like, cool man on twitter yeah dude oh what's up man i was, I was <laughs> when you first jumped in i was like hey good to like virtual meet you man yeah i was yeah. not on the headphones yet Dude, we gotta that's get crazy. We gotta, we gotta get that gear chat back, dude. That was so much fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's still there. Just nobody posted. <laughs> I think yeah. somebody posted it the other day, but yeah, that's where uh, Ghost Jail started, kind of pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, so yeah. just context, there was like, um, I think it was called Gear Gaze. It was just sort yeah. of like like synth nerds <laughs> in our sort of wing of Twitter. We had like a little group chat just talking about synth shit. And I still want to talk to you about the Octatrack, honestly, but yeah. yeah. I got one behind me. Yeah, hit me up. <laughs> Speaking but, of innovation, there's this tweet by some crypto nerd, uh, and this is why I don't trust crypto. If Afghanistan's infrastructure was built on Ethereum, <laughs> there would be very little for the Taliban to seize as they roll back into town. The banks would still work. Decisions could still be made via DO, DAOs. What's what's DAO? That involved the outside world. It would stop working for. It wouldn't even stop working for a second. Wow, oh my God. <laughs> the DAO stuff is actually pretty interesting. I, I yeah. can't remember what the acronym stands for, but it's like an overall like decentralized contract, like in enforcement and like escrow system. Yeah, kind of. like how would they do that? Would they demerit your crypto? If I mean, that's, that's just kind of a stupid point. Cause like, uh, you know, in crypto, if you have like real big assets in crypto, you can't just like put that in the cloud. Like there's some physical thing. With I think it. like hard assets have like, like there's almost like a spiritual archetypal quality to like a gold bar. Sure. That people but like, but, will never, but like a cold Bitcoin the flesh wallet, of the gods, you a know? cold Bitcoin wallet, like a like a non online mm, like USB mm, stick, right? Like you can yeah. still like mug someone, take that, and then force them to tell you the password. You know? Like yeah, you, yeah. So so that person's point is just kind of dumb because it's like the Taliban could just you know capture like the the network engineers who have the Bitcoin server farm, and they have tortures that were trained by the CIA, yeah. so that wouldn't. Even... I'm. And they, they, <laughs> When we're talking about like crypto sysadmins, I don't know if they're the most like torture resilient people. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine like this fucking guy who's been coding for however many hours subsisting yeah. on like fucking fried hot dogs and monster energy zero. Soylent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Soylent. It's like fucking, <laughs> fucking cliff bars for lunch. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm on a diet. I've had nothing but Soylent this week. <laughs> 
Yeah, you start giving him like a violent manicure, right? You know, you're taking fingernails. <laughs> He's like, no, don't take those fingernails, man. My diet, I'll never regrow those. Give him a Pakistani hanging. Like that's, <laughs> oh Lord. You know what that uh, is where they tie your arms like around your back and they like lift up apparently like it just breaks both your shoulder blades oh. <laughs> yeah. although i'm pretty i'm pretty they flexible did that Abu I can, <laughs> i'd probably survive that but we got to go to super chats <laughs> gentlemen so here we go yeah look i can i can do all kinds of stuff with my hands i can i mean you can't see it on the screen right now but i could just like twirl that, them around and shit I, okay you know how you i know that in your ass the people, of course you can the shove one, it in your, i can do all sorts of stuff with girl. my hands i can shove them all the way on my ass <laughs> And then out, and then out of my mouth. Five years, for like that thing to be a brutal, horrible display of like American jingoist imperialism, to like have the fucking Simpsons make a joke about it with like Cletus's family photo like fucking stacked <laughs> up. Like it literally only took five years. Like shit. Oh man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, here is the photo of Warren Harding and his wife. I just wanted to share this with everybody. I'm not saying, look, look, she's an old lady. I wouldn't say she's somebody who Where's is, it? you know, ugly here. It's in the chat right over here. So, you know, Go she's up. not, hold on, here we go. She's not ugly, but she's like. You gotta look at a younger photo. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, he's not a spring chicken either. Let me no. see if I could find. He looks uh, pretty good. Old guys look better. Lawrence Harding. Well, let's see. I'm trying to find... Oh, Florence... Har okay, here we go. Okay, she yeah, doesn't look cool. bad. Let's see, is this her? Okay. I can't find the young... Hold on, here. Florence Harding. <laughs> I mean, not bad. I don't know. She's all right. Yeah. Looks like a lady. You really can't tell yeah. with old photos. Yeah, you can't. I mean, like, what was the style, you know? Like, that hair looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No, even like her... I bet you if she was a bit younger... And she lowered her brazier for you. You'd probably. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Brigham Brigham Young's wives? So the the Mormon guy. So like these wives are... in plural, right? Yeah, wives in plural. Yeah. So you know what's are... crazy is that as much Wait, as we is... have Mormons on the show, and like I'm friends with them, they have like they do have like a crazy theology. Like they don't believe in creation ex nihilo. They believe in kind of like this weird like quasi Hindu, like I know it's awesome. I, or... I love it. Maybe I should be a Mormon. So here we go. Here Not a looker wives. in the bunch. But then again, maybe Hell he yeah. already maybe he already passed younger, away they there. They probably were pretty good. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sending you a picture of that. That one like in the front friend. probably was like a dime back in the day. <laughs> like like I mean when she was younger. I don't Although know why when you part... said Brigham. I don't know why when you said Brigham Young, just Brigham Morty popped into my head. <laughs> Brigham Morty. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh man, times like this. The one, I wish the I could one do at the bottom. No, sorry. The let me try to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the one at the, the very far right, the two little ones, they kind of look like. Yeah. What's know. this debate that you guys are gonna have with logo? I meant oh, to ask God about that. Oh God, sticks. What is the like? Who is this, we have to have a, who is this other guy? Someone's going cry. Sticks Hexenhammer. Yeah, who is this guy? He's a big YouTuber. Like, All right, love. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch a three-hour Japanese movie now. All right, James. Thank All you right, so much James. for coming in. Cheers. Please subscribe yeah. to James's Twitter, MK Ultra Money, uh, Griff Shop, of course. So all of that, you guys better e. subscribe to it.
And uh, we have Brittany, uh, the episode with Brittany dropping Wednesday at midnight, I think. I have it set. And, and I said st- it's- am I still the latest episode? What's the latest episode? You are the latest episode. So you can nice. catch the, I, I posted it before, but you can currently catch the Ghost Shale episode with, uh, with Birdo. That was fun as hell, man. And I have his music playing throughout the whole episode, so it's a uh, it's a fun mix from uh, from what we I usually post. So, excellent. Nice. Yeah, God bless, James. All right, guys. God bless. Cheers, brother. Cheers. God bless. So this picture that you send me over here, uh, let me see. This, so wait, uh, this lady sorry. in the profile. Who was that? Uh, that's Hart. That's um, Harding. Um, ah. what's her name? Jack. Was it Jacqueline? Uh, oh yeah. Not bad. I mean, it's sort Pretty of. Good. I think she's kind of a cute face. She's kind of got oh, yeah. that like. I can't remember yeah. what the name of that nose is. Like that, mm. that like uh, the Roman nose. Roman nose, yeah. No, but I got Sticks, one of those. Sticks. He's a very popular YouTuber. He mostly covers the news, but he also is like into the occult. And him and Logo had like a total meltdown mm. fight today. Well, but, I, I don't. I don't know so, why it's legitimate. What but the, the debate Logo is said. about. No, is it no, about it's, the it's occult, not about, or is it going to be about? No, it's not about China. the occult. It's about China, and it's about communism. So, oh, since Logo, God, since, no, Logo not cons- again. since Logo considers himself to be a communist, I think this would be a great opportunity to talk about the merits. Do you think he's? Really I thought you like- were saying. I thought you were saying that guy was like. Uh, was like, the guy that he was debating was on about like critical race theory or something oh no that's, that's happening too we're having too oh, yeah okay, okay. so that's going to be with the uh, teacher with logo who got with, fired yeah. with the uh, with six because i was going to say is logo going to argue about critical race? i can't oh, even imagine God. him giving enough oh. of a fuck to even have an argument about that no it's not about that much about an argument it's more about connecting sticks to a teacher who was actually in the shit so this teacher paul rossi he was fired from his uh i think you may uh, know this uh it's uh no actually you're you're in chicago so probably not but uh will probably does it's a uh, grace church high school that's like a very prestigious uh school in manhattan and he was fired from that for opposing what they're doing so it's more going to be about like the future of education that kind of stuff but here is sticks for those who do not recognize him this is uh, this is sticks right here. I'm sure you may have seen him on uh, on YouTube somewhere. Huh? I don't recognize him. Well, he, yeah, I, he he's a I, nice guy. I take a really like if any of y'all listened to the uh, the mold bug episode with uh, good old boys. Um, I I kind of really agree with him about a lot of the CRT stuff. Like I think it takes takes the window to sales about a lot of things. Um, I don't know how important of a thing of a of a hill to die on it really is. Like especially because. You know, they would just that's already been essentially the program. In- well, maybe you're wrong. Just be, I mean, you're right about that. But maybe you're wrong that it's a bad hill to die on because mm-hmm. I think parents are already going into these school boards, taking them over. And uh, there may be starting some pushback. The only reason I'm saying this is because we don't really have anything to compare it with because I think it's only now that they're starting to be some kind of movement against it. Now, if it fails, it's- then fine but at least it's starting out right uh, now they're so. gonna, I don't what know. was what was uh moldbug's point about this shit well like basically that you know you're trying to like legislate away a problem that is not like it's kind of like a cucked move to try to come up with a law to ban this thing that uh would just be worked around like because you still have the exact same people in the administrations of these schools the exact same teachers uh that that you know, even if you legally codified some way to say you can't do it, it's like not like you're gonna like it's yeah. kind of like 
like like it won't it won't like stick it like even if there was this big it can't physically stick and all it's going to do is create some huge pushback and make it worse and make these teachers who are i mean yeah like you said the the schools are already filled with like libtard teachers or whatever you want to call them yeah um, yeah, his his way to TikTok deal with it, he was teachers. saying, was that, oh, teachers. You'd need, yeah. that, that you'd need to basically fire everyone, give them yeah, their yeah. pension, give them That'd their pension, would, and be like, be here, good. take your take your pension. You can go work however else you want to do. That's now. like his you're, whole you're point retired. about regime change. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's cesarean. It's velvet glove. Like, all right, you're done. Bye. This you is the regime. People. Like, you can't you can't have these people doing yeah. n- not this. Yeah. And to, and to stand in a teacher meeting and be like, no, is, yeah, that's not going to do shit. It'll just be like, I, I've said this. It's going to make it worse for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, because it's just that's like a think. typical yeah. conservative spectacle. That's yeah. always happened where they'll like make a fit, but then like the fucking Vox and like Daily Beast journalists will like do their magic of like well this is a non-issue and if you care about it then actually you're racist and that's like yeah i mean it's not like i think people should like be all about that shit you know what i mean i don't think people i don't think people should do it or engage in it or and and i don't i mean if if you don't think something like you don't have to agree but like don't make a big spectacle out of it because it's gonna make it worse yeah 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 because oh, wow, this... Anna, Anna Kachan just liked my Jerry Saltz tweet. Amazing. Oh, nice. She follows me. Then she could come on Break the Rules, right, love? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying yes. She's going to have to. Uh, she's going to have to make a public statement uh, against uh, the president of Russia. Oh my God. Who's authoritarian now, bro? Bro. bro. <laughs> yes. No. Just We're like Uncle so Doomer, many I say I say what I mean. It's not about the views, Geo. It's about yeah, my. Oh, no, it is about no, the views. Bro. No, Are you no, kidding no, me? It's not, it's not just about the views. No, Anna will probably. It's about. <laughs> it's a, It's a, It's about my personal integrity. But anyway, oh. what's what's the what's not the integrity about strange. having Anna Cash I'm not gonna. In I'm not gonna get in here right. I'm not gonna get into it right now, just because. I don't want to get sued, and whatever I say is only alleged. Okay, so let's put it that way. This oh, is like much. I don't more. even have any idea what's going on, but Exa- I like Anna Ketchum, exactly. and I like me, you I guys. No <laughs> don't worry. No, and I appreciate that. But look, uh, there were a lot of there were a lot of smart people back in the day uh, who were, you know towering giants of intellectual goodness who were nonetheless uh, very, uh, you know, very much uh, agents of uh, Stalin. Oh, you know, are you are you saying something like, about Anna Katchian? Like FDR? I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna like, like FDR. FDR. Well, FDR is not a great example. Hey, if, but let, if Anna Katchian's getting that fucking Russia money, then hell, then more power to her, man. I agree. Just yeah, <laughs> I'll take. Where's my Just Russia not, money? I always thought I'll it was take a, CIA I money. I'll allegedly. take Russia money. I thought it was allegedly. The, I thought it was allegedly. the deal money. Yeah, I I'll take teal money. The, I thought that was the. I'll take the teal money. Where where can I get this? money i don't give a fuck where it comes from. yeah me neither yeah. bro i'll avoid whatever topic you want me to avoid and like do a couple spin things give me that money excuse yeah as long as i get like my dibs in that's you know i think i completely disagree i think anna k makes plenty of money uh without any help but i mean maybe not i don't fucking know 
I mean, it's why would it's, he? Why would why it's, would okay. Vladimir Putin like like subsidize a weird uh, like performance art podcast where they talk about their pussies or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell like you. Last what. week they they were like talking about who, like which guys they would fuck for like forty five minutes. You know? Yes. But like they were talking about whether they would have sex with Tariq Nasheed. Oh, that's a yes. That's a <laughs> it's a I'd say it's like an 80 30 thing if you catch my drift. And uh, I mean, I could tell you a little bit off air about certain things, but let's just know. yes. But let's just say right now that uh, looking again through history, uh, even Albert Einstein, for example, he uh, had this lover who was a spy for the Russian government. He was not a spy himself, but his lover uh, worked for them. And I don't uh, believe that for the simple fact that Albert Einstein could never keep a gf apparently lev is maybe no i'm i mean it's probably true it's on record that his girlfriend but he was a terrible like he had these demands like he had this autistic list of demands for his wife oh my god based in red pill she has to be under 20 she can't have a boyfriend she has is... to be white non-smoking <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i'm not joking he was pretty fucking bad even by those standards mm. in those days. but we I had was... other, but we had other people like uh we had um uh, 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 old man in the sea. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the writer. Which the one? writer. Old man in the sea. Uh, farewell to arms. What is wrong oh. with me? Well, what is wrong with you? First of all, this is like a well-known American writer. Ernest Hemingway. Thank you. Hemingway? Thank you. Yeah, Ernest Wait, he Hemingway. He was on BTR. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> we had a medium call. Yes. No, no. Ernest Hemingway was an agent of the Soviet Union. He was uh he was working for the Stalinist government. That's no fine. fucking way. That's fine. Yes. Yes. Well, he was in fight in. Lev, how I'm bad is Russia today? I've been. I was talking about this weekend. Is th this this weekend? How bad is Russia like right now? Is it like significantly worse than the United States? Is oh no, all... don't yeah, no. Oh, it's oh. roses. It's roses and butterflies. Sorry. Everybody is. Yeah, everybody is good. so free. Everybody is so free there. Everybody could write whatever they want to about the president and how everything is going, and nothing ever bad happens to them. You know, and they usually never write anything bad What's, because everything's so just, good. Just wait till industrial parkour gets added to What's the Olympics. And, you know, <laughs> ah, we're gonna change your story. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to change perception. I am Russia coming from mind. a point of legitimately not knowing and just being yeah. like, uh, well, no, in all, really? okay. In all seriousness, if you are, let's say, I don't know, there was an example of this old man who wrote a very polite, uh, post on, uh, a website criticizing the mistreatment of this teenage girl who was protesting. And he got like eight years in prison Tim. for doing that. Oh, and, he deserved it. Yeah, and there are other instances. For simp. example, just in terms simp. of ha having a having a business. Yeah, he was an old simp. Sorry, I'm but there was right now. there was this uh, you don't one. Want to see that? Films. Yeah, there there was this one guy whose name I'm gonna pick up here who was falsely charged for embezzlement just because there was this uh, young, dumb, uh, well-connected Russian guy who knew somebody who knew somebody who knew the president who wanted to uh, forcefully take this guy's company away from him just because he wanted to get into doing that same business. So they charged this guy who was a constant cheerleader for the Russian government. This is like an American guy who constantly like, kept convincing more Americans to invest in Russia. They charged this guy mm -hmm. in embezzlement and now he's going to jail for uh, several years. He was in house arrest before that mm -hmm. and the entire 
entire thing has been completely fabricated, like the kangaroo quartz that used to exist during Stalin's time. And the reason well, why this, yeah. Good, fuck them. I wonder, like, how bad, like, I, I, I mean, it's, like, physically impossible to compare, but, like, I wonder how much worse it really is than what's going on here because like how what's the average person's life like there you know what i mean is it like yeah. well 30 percent of people don't have indoor plumbing well i mean i'm not beyond thing. it being a poor country because that's a different yeah that's a well different no it's not it's problem. not just it's not just being poor it's that the medicine is horrible there the actual quality of like how you get treated we had a um this was uh how do i say it? this was like like a relative of ours let's say i don't want to give away who exactly it was yeah. but um she had uh she had cancer and for a long time something that would have been completely preventable at the early stages the doctors just completely ignored them because they don't give a fuck yeah that's the kind of mentality they have there and in general like the lives of a lot of the people there there's trash everywhere except for the big cities because in the big cities they clean them up for the tourists they throw mm. the trash in everywhere else if you have any modicum of success in your business there's a really good chance it can get taken away and uh mm -hmm. given to one of the cronies and I that's and the reason why that is is back uh just like fascism well yeah i mean back way back when oh, when uh don't, gorbachev don't, don't let me go him. yes encourage him. sorry Here. i mean like i don't think i do think that he has a point like i was uh, having this i was on the other side of this argument i was on uh the opposite side as lev on in an argument like this this weekend and I was like, I don't know, man, like you're kind of just assuming things about another country and like assuming that it's better here because you live here and, you know, you know, but like, I don't know. I mean, there is something to be said for Lev's point here and about China, too. Like my buddy was I was like standing up for China just like to do devil's advocate. But like he was just like, dude, I mean, like you can't fuck you go to prison for like saying that the, talking about winning the poo, you know? Hmm. I mean the thing with the, the ding on your social credit. The thing the thing with what? the chat or like yeah. at least a ding on your social credit. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean the th the thing with the chat by the way if you're noticing it right now they're very much against whatever my take is on Russia which is pretty ironic cuz I'm going only... to kill me for saying what I just said. I don't I don't even want to like No no but but it, it is the ghost of it, it is very come in here and kill me. <laughs> it is very interesting to think about it, though, that out of all the people who are here right now, I'm the only one who has, like, a direct family connection to people who have actually lived there. And who no, we got a guy that okay, well, lives in the border of Russia. Border of Russia? Yeah. Who's that? Bolatismanov? Is that who you're talking no, about? No, no, V... Oh, what's his name? VDR? All right, I, I don't But, know. like, I wonder how wrong the... Like, I know Logan's oh, yeah, always so, saying so that this here, is most wrong. Russians, most Russians would prefer to leave, honestly. There we no, go. No, I yeah. Guy. Well, I, I wonder, I, I'm just wondering how wrong the American, like the standard American line you've always heard is that like, oh yeah, it, there's no freedom there in, about like China and Russia and stuff. I just like, my brain tells me that it's not true, but my heart tells me that it is true, you know? Hmm. I, I can't I say about I can't say about China 100% just because I don't live there I don't speak Mandarin but I can say again about the experiences that are on a very personal scale of what goes on in Russia and what went on in Russia it's like if you imagine back then with Gorbachev he was afraid of the KGB he didn't get rid of the KGB he got rid of the KPSS which is the Communist Party of uh, Russia and when you had somebody like uh, what's his face uh, the guy who used to run uh, UCAS. What's the name of that guy? 
Oh, that was a nice uh, truck horn. Let's see. You... <laughs> Sorry, I'm in my yard. No problem. Yuka's founder. What is wrong with me here? Yuka's uh, Hodorkovsky, of course. Mikhail Hodorkovsky. So Michael Hodorkovsky, he was a uh, former, uh, what do you call it? Like a, He was like a junior communist. You know, it was like after pioneers, you get to the Komsomol. And he was the head of the Komsomol, which is a very big position, like he was the head junior communist. So he ended up getting a lot of money afterwards. And he actually kind of improved his own hometown after that. So he did do some things to uh, make it a little better for the people around him. But the KGB people, they were the uh, ones who actually remained in power. They saw what was happening in the West. They got really jealous. So they actually wanted there to be a perestroika, you know, for there to be more capitalism infused in Russia. But they mm. wanted to keep it all to themselves. What then mm. ended up happening was that, and I could send you the papers afterwards, basically the oligarchs, including Putin, who was uh, one of the masterminds behind the transfer of a lot of these funds, mm. they were sucking all the aid that was being given to Russia from various, you know, if we're talking keep about... Keep in mind, uh, these facts allegedly are contested by... Other experts in sure they sure, sure, sure so, they are geo anyway they by use, ones who are uh, by the red the girls on Red Scare yeah <laughs> yes yeah we know where their but money like, comes from yeah, it's like look like oh. as, as somebody who's watched like this uh, this particular argument like you know happen a bunch of times right like I don't just think just for anyone, the sake of Red Scare I, I do don't... not endorse Lev's thesis <laughs> on them. I love love's word is his own. I can't. Yeah, I I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, stay <laughs> I doubt that, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy to hear love out on this other stuff. Cause that this issue is like, I don't know. It's weird. Cause I don't know what to think about it. And I, I never will. I feel like, but oh, you mean Russia in general, um, just like what, like the, whether the American, like this is the free place thing has oh, any yeah. basis. In fact, you know, nah, it's bullshit. Compared I don't mean, to, in but some ways, yeah, what? but it's M maybe. Yeah, like to... I guess Logo is always saying, like, what the freedom to like fucking, I don't know, get a cheeseburger or some shit. I don't know, you know. <laughs> no, the freedom. No, the freedom to criticize like Logo criticizes. Because I'll be honest, yeah. I don't. I don't think. I but don't. But that's think, slowly uh, getting whittled away, though. Well, this is why we have to fight against that. And if the alternative you're saying is let's enact a dictatorship, that's going to be a lot better. I don't think you have your, uh, think your Logo, head on straight. No, but Logo's point, Lev, you have to realize, I mean, as much as he, I th I think, I don't know, it could just be a labricate, babe, I don't know. It's hard to tell Logo. But I think his point is apt and when he I says that. You think it's serious? About what? Like, uh, like his China, China turn. Yeah, his China yeah I think he's serious about yeah. that. I think no, so. but I think his point that he he said last. I'm was, taking it seriously right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so serious. I know, I, yeah, I yeah. Think, no, I think Logo's no, but his serious. point, like when he said about, okay, in China you have a clear delineate a formalist power that is clearly um, delineating what you can and can't do, and there's a possibility for you to redeem your social credit score. Whereas here, the consensus on what is acceptable speech, not just speech, but action and comportment, like what is acceptable here, it literally changes by the week. Mm. Like for example, yeah, we had people that like fucking, you know, like uh, you know, crit heavily criticized the American war machine up until like last month. Now it's mm. like, oh my God, think of the women in Kabul. Yeah. 
You know, well, I mean, like, far, no, but as far as what ended up happening to them, the thing that I'm most concerned about, again, I'm not a China expert here, but the thing that I'm concerned about has less to do with what if this social credit score works like the way Logo thinks it works versus what if there's some guy. What is Logo's just has... point on the social credit system? Well, that, that, it, uh, that, that it maintains like a, a standard certain, that understa you can yeah, follow. A certain understandable standard. Oh, that there's understandable, like, like a, this is the, I don't know if it was on here, but like there are the, like, there used to be the, like the FCC rules for the TV. Yeah. yeah. And like, well, everybody knows those and you pay a fine. That's totally fine. And who cares? But then there's a fucking, now there's a new set of rules where it has much bigger consequences than the fine and you yes. don't know what the rules are and they always change. So yeah. is that worse? I think that might be worse. I yeah, disagree because point. no, I disagree because when you have a kind of system where new rules assuming the rules that are put in there already are not bad enough, you have a system where new rules can always be introduced, where more freedom can be squashed. Plus, where any neighbor of yours who has it out for you can just say, well, this is what he said about the dictator. Well, I mean, so can you not do that always... here right now? I mean, you could just you could just like say, fabricate some no, N words. No, you could write their parents. No, you could write you could write whatever shit you want to. There was an 18 year old that gave up her parents for being um, fabricated good enough or, or N words scandal out, and send like, it to the news. Like if this you, is a social experience maybe that other people have had, but if you're in like a local music scene in the last mm. few years, right? Oh uh, fuck! The way well, that, that people is... got the pay, the way that people got like you know me tooed on on like dubious things, and like sometimes it's real. They're sketchy guys, right? But like yeah, there's that uh, like, William Control guy. It's kind of like I'm and I'm I'm talking yeah. about like local scenes. Right? It's never been oh. better for the sketchy guys to get away with it when all yeah. this other shit. But anyway. But what? my point is, though, like with someone being able to so like, you know, in, in the, this large like sexual politics like domain right now. Right. Like, like you know, the, the rules are changing. They're not necessarily codified. And like, you know, like saying, hey, beautiful, you know, 15 years ago, whatever. Uh, now it could be seen as like a damn yeah, thing in a like, sexual in, threat in little ways, you know. And of like, course. But yeah, I agree. Like like and, and like that is like an argument for like certain like codified cultural standards for different things like well, and, and the social it, credit like i'm i'm also skeptical about like, oh yeah top down because like that just depends on all right like does do the rulers have your best interest at heart really comes down to that like if like if yeah. you do have like enlightened despots right then mm. cool like the things they'll codify will be good but it seems like politics is far too muddied and <laughs> And then uh, all of history and you can't, goes and you against can't expect that. the same the same mm -hmm. person to act the way you want them to. Mussolini, for example, he had a lot of Jewish uh, lovers, uh, but uh, Hitler <laughs> did not want him to have the Jewish lovers, so he had to uh, get an Italian girl instead later on. So he was already getting cucked by Hitler, and already you have like I really don't think the Italians have it in them to be totalitarian. I won't I'm tolerate just, just Mussolini hate. Well, no, I'm not even. I'm not even hating the guy. I'm basically making the point that I don't think he was a totalitarian. I think he was somebody who was LARPing as one, and really he just wanted to be a great actor. He was very, you know, he liked to present himself as this, you know, il duce sure. and all that, and was, oh, it yo. looked very, you know, it, it looked very cartoon like. No, but all I say about that guy is yeah. you. You look at that original manifesto, and that motherfucker sounds like Bernie Sanders, like like sure, the original yeah, he fascist was very much manifesto. A manifesto. Yeah, it's like wild. Like I, I was doing, I was like. Kind of like messing with my sister who's like very much like bernie even like a warren kind of lib did you read and it to like, her yeah i was like hey so here's <laughs> the takeaway points right and she was like this is very confusing to me i don't i do not want to be 
liking that. you should have told her that it was something else and been like do you how do you feel yeah, about right? this Wait, yeah. oh, well, then, well then it would have worked then it would have worked yeah, exactly no, I, li- I was literally ju- i was literally just showing her uh like the wikipedia page for like the Mussolini's original fascist manifesto and like the takeaway points but it's like if i had scrolled down and not shown the title of it as like fascist manifesto oh then, it probably like, would have been based yeah the direct take like the direct takeaways should have like, done that yeah that would have worked but the uh, try but it the on point, someone else but the point that I, want to love, I didn't hear I oh yeah yeah yes i was i said that mussolini had a lot of jewish uh, lovers a lot of jewish female lovers oh, and then and then hitler didn't like that so he made him uh, change it to italian so he got an italian girl afterwards but the other point that i was driving at before is that if you search in any country, especially now America, if you want to search for the worst of the worst, if you want to search for garbage, you're going to find that garbage, no doubt about it. I always like to compare one lump of garbage to another lump of garbage and see which one is heavier and stinkier. And my point is that I don't think Logo is going to be arrested by the Stasi and sent to a black site anytime soon, even though he makes the impression that he will be. I think he overemphasizes how important he is in the eyes of a lot of uh, these, uh, you know, uh, political people. No, but Meanwhile, he was pointing to think... examples of people that have. That was the point, Len. Are well, we talking about... Don't to... say Are we covering old ground? Specifically, specifically, he was, specifically, he was I wanted pointing... to avoid this. Don't say well, stuff about Logo while he can't respond. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. But specifically, <laughs> he was pointing to a journalist. He was pointing to, uh, what's his name, um, Michael Hastings, as somebody who was going against the general but that is something where you go against this big general and the general's probably going to send some people your way that was a direct attack on this particular general that this journalist was doing i find that to be different than somebody on twitter who's just shit posting all day about a particular event which i think a lot of us do and I think that there is a big difference there as far as what happens to you when you openly criticize somebody versus when you're trying to find dirt on a specific individual. No wonder that specific individual may want to have your car hacked or something like that. So I don't know about any I don't know about any of this stuff. We gotta really wait and see how the next like or not wait and see, but like I'm concerned about in the next five years, like how much a lot of the communities that, you know we may or may not like swim in online mm. uh, have been have been started to be like there's calls and like you know the new york times for like you know the, these are the these are the indications of like domestic uh tourists you know like oh uh, i wonder how that's gonna pan like out. and, and the like calls of domestic, they post being, about drinking piss that's the new one y- yeah like, <laughs> if, like if that if that happens here then i think i mean I think we just have to see like about. Well, that. if that like, happens like, here, then I'm with you. Society, you know. If that happens here, then I'm completely with you in what was talked about uh, today. That is not exactly what's happening here right now. And my but whole that point type is, of like, stuff, like trying to prevent it. Like, what like do we I'm, do to prevent it? Like I'm saying, what I'm trying to say, kind of, is that like I don't know how true whatever official story is about this, about like whether we're actually a free place or whatever, but. If that shit's happening you don't really see it and you don't really and like when you hear about it you don't know whether to believe it you know so it's really hard to tell whether it's actually whether like how much better a place actually is you know and like also in another country like people get away with a lot of shit that you know like i'm sure like plenty of people get away with stuff in whatever russia and china that, yeah. that you know but there but there's like plenty of people get away with stuff here 
but there is still a different level of getting away with stuff just in terms of, yes, I mean, right now with these lockdowns that are really terrible for a lot of small businesses, it's not good. My only point about Russia is that if there is any successful business at all, then that business is going to get taken away from you by cronies related to the president. And I they see. get a lot of subsidies from the taxpayer that they basically send out of the country. That's the other thing, by the way, with the extraction of the Russian economy. People in the chat think that I hate the Russian people for talking shit about their government. Meanwhile, my whole point is that the government ends up spending their money like, uh, for example, that palace that was built for the president. That palace, I think it costs around like, what was it like the was it a hundred billion dollars, something crazy like that. It was like mm. tons of money. And this was money that paycheck. It came out of their uh, their taxes. And this is like something where a single gold plated uh, like the toilet cleaner in mm -hmm. one of the factories in the wine making uh, factories uh, that was next to the palace. Mm -hmm. In one of many bathrooms, just like that one little uh, toilet cleaner, that would have been the pension for a whole year for the average Russian worker right there. Mm -hmm. Yet that is what's being spent on. And that is just like, that's just like for Putin. And then if we I have like his that's... friends and his family members and some of like, that's all their inevitable. friends. I mean, some of that's inevitable. I mean, like my fucking world's tiniest violin. No, sir. <laughs> I mean, some no, of that has got to be inevitable. A... Like my fucking, like, I don't know, my boss will spend the like he'll just decide he wants to he'll spend the amount mm. on a private jet of my entire year salary right. in a, mm. in like a single day you know i was gonna he say probably like, spends more than my salary every single day i was gonna say oh, there's like there's there's an uber for private helicopter chartering that you can take from like city location like within new york city you, there, really there's an app. i can't remember what it's called yeah mm. yeah it's uh it's wow. something that you can do to go from uh from like jfk or LaGuardia to like various heliports in Manhattan. Like then it's an app. It's like a literal app. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like uh, that's funny. Yeah. But when it comes to the difference between, I'm gonna that get the app and just I can't mm. use it. <laughs> Dude, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind trying some of those helicopters. <laughs> yeah. No, but the big difference here is still in the quality of life that a lot of the Americans have. Even though we have, you know, like Jeff Bezos, we have millions. Yeah, that's and the that's really what money. it comes down to. What it comes down to is whether you can get candy at the fucking store. That's like what I mean. That's the real. No, it's it's not just about candy. It's that most of Russia is living in a third world condition, while all this money is being siphoned away from it, and it goes overseas. It goes into Europe. It goes into the United States. This is where most of the Russian oligarchy spends their money on, while their own citizenry ends up suffering, ends up dying early. The healthcare is terrible there. So it's like all the shit. People think I hate Russia. So I don't know the history. That aspect of it. I don't know the history of this the stream or anything. I don't. I haven't watched every episode. So why is Geo? Uh, angry <laughs> why have you gone silent bro no well again he? like the co the comment yeah i need, need to know what i interrupt love too much when he talks no about no no, no, no it's fine no geo you could say whatever you want i just want i just want to know <laughs> no. i want to know what the dynamic is quote... here that i'm so confused about the dynamic wait, wait hold on because i'm obviously more sympathetic yes to to what russia or whatever than oh fuck i i think okay that... i see I mean, Lev, I don't know. He goes of this debate whether he's exaggerating. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. No, but I, it's, it's, this it's is the argument, like, this but, is the argument I have in my own head. And I, and yeah. sometimes I think one way and sometimes I think the other, you know? Yeah. But again, I know, I know that I'm a broken record for the chat. Forgive me. But let me quote um, you from Psalm. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, but let, let me say before, before Psalm. Before Psalm, Psalm 90. Before, okay, fine. Go. No, go you go it. ahead, love. Okay, okay, okay. So 
I still, I'm still going to say one more time. I respect everybody here. I respect what Geo thinks, what Will thinks, what Birdo thinks. Bullshit. But no, no, not bullshit. <laughs> I think but he does. Just, no, but just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, just as far as just as far as anybody, I know the chat is think of me say uh, saying this all the time. But <laughs> Don't just as antagonize him. Anybody, anybody here uh. who actually has physical connections with people who are still living in this place, while most people are just musing about it online, that's the big difference here. And nobody else can really say. I don't know if that's the same kind of connection. That works as an argument, but let me hear what Geo has to say. Okay. Psalm 90, uh, one till five. Lord, thou hast, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought before us, or the ever thou hast formed the earth and the world. There was our Lord, then tarnished man to destruction and slayeth returns ye children of men for a thousand years in the sight are but the yesterday when has passed and will come to be watch in the night all things shall come to pass so what does that have to do with this because everything <laughs> will come to pass all of this bickering about um worldly powers well, it's meaningless at the end of the day. Well, I see. That actually kind of but you're still doing it. I know. Fuck. You're the one who's on the other side of this argument. I'm the one in the middle being like, I don't know what the hell's going oh, on. I just oh. wanted to learn a couple of things. Yeah, I know. What are you it, saying? Well, it's definitely like a difference of scale and like degree. Yeah. Uh, but there's def- there's ways that our elites misspend massive amounts of money. Like I saw someone in chat being like, dude, we just spent two trillion on games. Yeah. Like imagine what could have done towards mm. literally anything. In well, that's yeah. well, that's the big difference. Yeah, two yeah. Trillion, with true trillion dollars, we could have been living the Norway lifestyle for many Americans. The difference, though, lot. is that we're yes, we're comparing that to basically all of Russia being like, except for like the major cities, right. all of Russia being like Flint, Michigan. So and we that, have like yeah. Flint, and, Michigan. All of yeah. Russia is like Flint, Michigan. That's I, com- so I if, completely hear that point. Like, if all, you know, if all like of if America that tendency was already that exists. If all of America was that bad and they were spending that money, yeah, on that, mm. yeah, that's what I, that's basically yeah. exactly. Well, what I'm America's say. like the fetid cap, so point. I think I think it's no question why we have both the smartest people and also the stupidest ideas being broadcast through the colleges. Because America's like this light that all the mosquitoes, all the bugs are being attracted to. So yeah. they're going to be attracted much more to America than to any other uh, country when it comes to exploiting it, when it comes to doing various things with it. So we're going to have both the best and the worst elements here. And it's kind of up to us to balance these various things. My whole point about uh, totalitarianism is that I don't see any of these systems working out in the long term because the dictator yeah. can go crazy. The dictator can be replaced with somebody who's much worse. And they start to be surrounded by ass-kissing cronies whose goal would be to keep the dictator placated. And anybody who's a smartass, anybody who the dictator will think, oh, this guy's smart, this guy's ambitious, this guy's going to take my job, you know, heads mm-hmm. chopped off, just like with Stalin. What do you have I... left? You have You have Chernobyl. That's what you get. You get oh, fucking Chernobyl. You mentioned it. I actually wanted to ask you a lighter question. Is, is that all right? If I go for I, it. All right, because we'll just seen, be going back and forth with some of <laughs> with some of our with some of our uh, with some of our shared interests and in, uh, just let's call it just like spooky magic game shit, right? So you seem like the kind of guy. Maybe would you would you ever travel uh, back back to you know the former USSR to uh, to Ukraine 
to do one of those Pripyat Chernobyl tours? Oh man, that's a good question. I because that's something that I doubt I'll ever get to do, but it's always been kind of wanted to do. A mixture of playing uh, Modern Warfare One and Soccer, uh, back in, <laughs> <laughs> like back I, in like high school. But I mean, uh, the uh, the closest thing that I did is that I just went to uh, the uh, Google Earth and I went to the Street View of uh, Pripyat and right. looked at all those old uh, monuments there, all those little schools. I think I could even mm. put it up here, and it's very it's very interesting. Just yeah, you how, can go on you can go on yeah. a tour. You can go on a tour because like the radiation isn't so high that it's like dangerous or anything. Like I mean, know. maybe I can run. You into have to certain... avoid hot spots. They give yeah. you a Geiger counter. There's a swimming pool I see over here, the Azir swimming pool. I mean, yeah, it is pretty interesting just taking a look at it. And the Soviet Union had its own, like, it was much better than flat art, but they did have its own aesthetic. I mean, Gio, you know a lot about this, right? Just like the particular, like, space age, uh, yeah. whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, that was, yeah, Russian cosmicism. Yeah. That, like, was not, like, totally destroyed after Stalin. Like, the blue, the Silver Lake stuff, like, Russian futurism. Then, like, I mean, during Stalin, it was all just Soviet realism, obviously, so. No, but no, but not exactly, though, because after that, like, in the 60s and 70s, you would have kind of like a flat-ish art. I'm trying to find some over here when I'm looking at the map of Pripyat, but uh, it was very interesting to take a look at that style because it was kind of like flat-ish. It was kind of like a mix of realism, uh, kind of like the UPA stuff, because I think they did borrow a lot from the Americans, uh, but it is a very interesting style too and i think that there was at least in mathematics and physics anything related to war there were a lot of smart people that the soviet union was able to churn out like the oh, education yeah. mm -hmm. like the education level of soviet union forget it you know like america especially, can literally not compete especially in mm -hmm. that like 50s and 60s era you know not like, just that, uh, like 70s, 80s, like when my parents are growing up, like when my mom is growing up, like the standards are so high, even for the theater. Like with the theater, the good thing about that is that the theater heads, they could throw in certain references to, uh, you know, dictatorship and stuff like that. But uh, it didn't have to be like so on the nose and they were able to get away with it. But going into the theater was incredibly hard. Like my mom, she had to put on a play like, she had to direct a play just in a matter of a couple of hours. She was given the actors. She had to direct the play in front of a committee. And they had to watch the performance that she would direct. And <laughs> then they would grade her. So it was intense. Like, my wish is yeah. that we can get that energy into the United States. That I think that was the one thing, despite all my criticism of the USSR. They did that kind of education, like, both mm -hmm. in theater and the sciences. They did it really right. Yeah. Like. Mm -hmm. No, I, I think that know. I think that's a really, honestly, very solid point. Because uh, like that's something I don't think you can take away from that project. I don't know. I don't know enough about like the education programs, but it certainly seems like. I mean, there there was brainwashing there too. One of the people. Whenever someone like yeah. laments the Soviet Union or like living in East Germany or something, they're always they always talk about how like the respect for the arts and for education. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was that, this one was film that. I saw. It was called Life in the Soviet Union. But, like, they took it off of YouTube because they're fucking dicks, right, that want money. Um, it was the BBC. And there was these two artists that said that, yeah, basically, the Soviet Union, they respected you if you were, like, a boheme or an artist. Like, that's what they missed mm -hmm. the most about it. Even though they were living in, like, a one-room hut and they were, like, <laughs> doing, like, bird baths, you know? Yeah. But, like, so, when was, so was everyone else. So it's, like, you know. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> so my, was everyone uh, else. So. My parents were in that scene. Like they were, they were in that rock, rock and roll bohemian scene. Except my dad didn't do any drugs. Like he didn't smoke, he didn't drink, which is really rare, especially for a semi-orphan. Because my my father's mother. So they had drugs. They had rock and roll. They had school. So I'm not seeing any problems. <laughs> they, <laughs> no, no, but here's the thing. They tried to ban the rock and roll, though. No, but here's the uh, thing. That, that generation, so that generation yeah, well, of Russians, they go. were actually yearning for Americana. They were big fans of America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, the smuggled yeah. blue jeans. I mean, there's that Beatles song back in the USSR that's, like, trolling that, you know? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But the one thing that we that didn't song. have, though, the one yeah, thing that we rocks. didn't have, though, is that we didn't have food. Or at least we didn't have a lot of food. One of the most respected people... If you want to be ultra respected, get all the women you want in Russia, do you know what job you had to have? Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think. Fuck. That's tough. Uh, Is it a college professor? No. No. Um, general secretary? No. All right, I'll tell you. Uh, no, you wait. Guess. One more okay. guess. Okay, one more guess. Fuck. Um, a job? Like a job? A bureaucratic yeah. job? Well, not not bureaucrat, just like pick any particular job, like in particular industry. I don't know. I got nothing. Fucking okay. uh, gas station attendant. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's a uh, a manager of a food store. Not not far off from the gas station attendant. Yeah, yeah I was getting warmer. Because <laughs> because in Russia, whatever you worked in, you stole from. Because they didn't oh, really pay you anything. So as a result, the food people, they got all the food. And nobody had food, but they had the food. So yeah. as a result, mm. you would be the most respected person there. And um, like I mentioned before in that stream with Logo, we had these things called the Sasha's trains that they were called. Where people would go from the uh, smaller towns into the big cities just to smuggle in the food back to the small towns because the small towns, they were just starving to death. They didn't have any food there. And this especially got really bad when the oil prices became really cheap. So oil was around $5 a barrel. That's when things were really bad. But uh, after the Soviet Union crashed, my father was able to actually start earning a living. And it was at around the same time that uh, the reforms that were made by, shit, I don't remember his name right now, but he was the Robert guy who no, no, no. Well, Gorb no. This was after Gorbachev. Gorbachev actually really Yeltsin? sucked. When yeah, but during Yeltsin's time, there was this person that he put in charge of um, refurbishing uh, Russia's economy, and the name oh, is Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you, you know who I mean. But basically, it was not Zemayan. He was in America at that time. No, no. But it was basically him, and it was, it was also beast the... in Red Pill, by the way. <laughs> it was also, and it was also it was the what advisor. a fascist, right? That was what did oh, you say. I don't know. Wait, are you talking about Lamonov? No, no Zemayan. Anyway. All right, I got to take a look at who that is. But anyway. Oh, oh you know uh, Zemayan? He was a celebrity in the early 90s, bro. All right, send, yeah. send it to me I got to roll later. it a minute, gonna... boys. All right. Yeah, me too. I'm getting hungry, bro. All right, just real fast. I just want to tell you what, uh, what my dad did to survive. And it, we actually ended up making quite a bit of money from this. So... My dad, oh. after the whole thing fell down. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. He's Russia. telling a story about his dad, no, bro. What are you making big, that for? But this was a big thing with Logo. Like, just totally. Yeah, but what, we're not, I can't, we're we're not trying we're to be on this here being buds. We're having no, a we're meandering just, conversation. Yeah, and he's talking about his dad. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just... Yeah, no, it's a very interesting hey, that, situation. That guy made a really nice magnet that I have. Yeah. That I like. Yeah, and here's the, uh, by the way, speaking of magnets, here's the Brittany Venti moth magnet over here. 
So Radical. this is what it looks like. This is for $30, uh, nice. $30 patrons. But anyway, I don't want to make a long story out of this. I just wanted to quickly say that uh, when the Soviet Union fell, there were reforms that started to take place. And when you take an economy that was operating for a long time under under communism, where people were just used to getting these checks on the regular, like every, I think, like Tuesday and uh, Thursday of whichever month, and what ended up happening was a lot of the guys who were used to being part of that system, like a lot of university professors and such, they just didn't know what to do because all their lives they were spoon fed with having this ration, having like a certain amount of money given to them every every once in a while. Most of them just couldn't do anything. They just lied in bed. And a lot of their wives were actually the ones who started being entrepreneurial and figuring out, you know, how uh, money could be made. But it's very interesting. Like when you take somebody who's just like used to, uh, I don't know, just used to getting spoon-fed, and all of a sudden you want them to pick up the knife and fork and do it themselves. Mm. Of course, they're going to be completely helpless. And that was the situation with most Russian people. The fact that Putin and his friends were getting rid of a lot of the aid, selling the aid that was supposed to be given to the Russians, you know, back for drugs, that didn't help things either. But despite that, it took a while for the economy, you know, like that shock treatment, whatever that was called. Mm. It was bad at the time. Maybe it would have been handled differently. It was actually the case that like that guy who was that economic advisor from the Chicago school, he did not advocate for it to be as uh, drastic. Like he did want it to be a little bit more, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like step by step and they weren't listened to. So it was the Russian leaders that ended up deciding for this really strict shock treatment. Either way, that being said, my father took a job at behest painting... of foreign corporations. But, oh, Lord um... Geo here. Let me tell you what he did. Let me tell you. You what said you're gonna make you weren't gonna make a long story out of this. Here it is. Here it is. Here's what my father did. And this is the Please end. Have to and go this is the end. I know. And this is the end. And this is the end. My father painted swans. That's, painted the, that's the whole story. Yes, my father painted these swans. That's the whole story. He made Fuck. really good money painting these swans. That's cool. And it was on the shelves for a lot of Russians that never had that food before. And that was great. Look at know? Wyatt Hatcher in the comments. I took a break to eat dinner. It was dinner. the swans Love that did it. Talking about the USSR. <laughs> Lev, Lev, it's well, true that the US doesn't have the tech to fix broken records. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, look, you people, you people asked me about this. And I told you, super chats. I'm no, super yeah. Chats. yeah I, I got to go, 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 guys, but uh, this was great. Uh, Thank I'd you, love Birdo. to come on at As any always, time. Bro. Yeah, All right, fun. Birdo. Take care, buddy. Thank you, Rock my and roll. friend. See you around, man. Take care. Adios, boys. Yeah. I am looking forward to the comments, by the way, that are going to be talking about Lev talking about Russia. Oh, it's going to Dude, I'm looking forward to Thursday. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh man. man. That's, that's going to be apocalyptic. <laughs> that's that's going to be exciting. The Imagine, like, that... like, sticks just, like, shouting down Logo and Logo just, like, Start talking to in tongues. It. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> by the way, this fucking cringe tweet. Like, he is such a fucking piece of shit. Kevin Nash. He's like, um, I said, and I said in Twitter, I said his fifth move is cringe. So those who don't know, Kevin Nash was leader of the clique back in the day and uh, basically, like, destroyed the careers of however many wrestlers. He said, like, I'm not surprised after the you-know-what-happened on the 6th um, that the Taliban took over Kabul. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, every every permutation of that tweet is yeah. makes me want to just fucking, like Bro Doomer is saying, like, go, like, buy, like, the side of a hill in West Virginia and never yeah. come back. Like, yeah. you know. That is so, like, like, 
it's funny and it's folky and it's like fuddle duddle liberal boomer when Jerry Saltz does it. But like when Kevin Nash is trying to be like this cool, like he just he has a history of like being cringe on Twitter. And mm. really, like he couldn't draw a fucking dime despite what he says. The only reason he drew a dime is because he basically had control of the booking over WCW because his friends were basically in there. And uh like like this fucking guy, like, first of all, don't look up Kevin Nash in an alley with some brothers in 1993. Don't look up what happened. Please, for the love of God, don't look up what happened to Kevin Nash. This is some deep ass on 4chan, uh, alternative sports and wrestling. What he was doing. So Kevin, so Kevin Nash likes to claim that, oh, I was the one that created Goldberg. No, you fucking didn't. It was Diamond Dallas Page and Booker T that took him to 12 and then 50 minutes. Okay, fuck you, Kevin Nash. You didn't create Goldberg. Fucking Kevin, fucking JG Dillon in the back and Kevin Sullivan and fucking Booker T and DDP created Goldberg. Not you, because you were sucking Cole Hogan's fucking dick mm. backstage. Sorry, so, I'm go. Sorry, man, man, what yo, do you think? Back, back before I knew anything about politics, man, oh. like when I was growing up, I had these friends who knew about politics. And I was like, yeah. man, what are you guys talking about? I can't follow <laughs> this. And now yeah. all my friends seem to know a shit ton about wrestling. I'm right back in the same place. I have no fucking clue. Like, yeah, that was like yeah. two minutes of like, of like a foreign language. <laughs> like I have no. Let me talk clue. about object oriented ontology mm. next. Wait, what do you think of uh, John Cena? Gina, Gina John Cena ruined the fucking business. It's a he, great meme though. That that fucking uh, that uh, not meme. Like that, ra- that radio show that did the fucking uh, you know uh, the, the prank call with John Cena like <laughs> like yeah those. <laughs> I have a positive take about John Cena just from that. Yeah, John John. They say he's like okay when it comes to in ring work. They say he's solid, but he's just like not creative at all. But like when it comes to the aura of John Cena, like he really did. Like they shackled him with the legacy of being like the PG era, like fucking marketing the Disney world and kids. So I I never respected John Cena, but they do say that in ring, he is a good worker, but now he's Mm. gone totally crazy. He's got some kind of like Chinese mind virus. Yeah, it's still, it's funny that Jim Cornette. Knowing Mandarin isn't a Chinese mind virus. (laughs) No, no, but like his recent videos. Yeah, yeah. Apologizing for Taiwan. Yeah, oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. No, No, I think John Cena will lead us into a Cena. I think that John John Cena. John Cena? Yeah, right? John Cena. In a Cena future, he will. Yeah, John Cena. John Cena. Um, Someone posts the one with Mao, like the edited of Mao with like John Cena looks. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. No, that was when John Cena was somewhat edgy back in um, when Eddie Guerrero was still around. He still like did swear words and like insulted. Uh, um, what's her name? The daughter, Stephanie McMahon. Oh, my God. Yeah. What <laughs> No, go oh oh, I love this image. I fucking love it. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. He looks like such a fit for that hairstyle, too. Yeah. Oh, By the way, speaking of speaking of China, there is another there is another wrestling China connection. If we go back in time to the early two thousands, there mm. was one night in China starring oh God. Uh, yeah, China, China and X Pac. 
Oh, you remember man. Xbox? Mousina. The, <laughs> the craziest, the craziest motherfucker you'll ever meet. Xbox. Xbox was, was legitimately like underrated in terms of his like in ring ability. Like he was one of the first like people outside of Mexico or Japan to like do that lucha libre style. Like there was this one really funny story. Really quick, there was a story he did. I think it's still on YouTube where he said, um, back in the first, he was there at the beginning of TNA when it was NWA TNA and he did this match with AJ Styles when AJ was still fairly green. So he was all fucked up on methamphetamine at the time. And he, and then John's. And so like AJ was trying to go to him, like, what am I going to do, man? Because nowadays AJ is like the top wrestler in the world. Right. For obvious reasons. But then at the time he was green. And so he's like, Oh fuck it. Just call in the ring, bro. And he's like passing out. Then his music was playing. And he's like, oh, fuck, I didn't even remember what happened. I had to, like, fucking, like, basically ask the referee for this. Like, I could have, like, really fucked up AJ Styles because he even did the Topekan Halo over the top rope where you, like, flip onto the guy from the top rope you jump. And he's like, yeah, I fucking flipped up on him. And I was so fucked up, I couldn't even remember the match. Like, imagine a guy, like, would you let a guy on methamphetamine basically jump on you from, like, <laughs> fucking 10 feet in the air? Like, holy shit. Um, Back in college, maybe. But... Maybe, yeah. Or yeah, one, two, three, a... he was good. Edge what... was amazing. Ed, like, Edge was, like, he always had that swagger about him. I like the stuff that they did with him was kind of stupid. Like the Lita angle was stupid, but um, yeah, Edge mm. is a wrestler. What did you think of uh, Trish Stratus? Oh, I love Trish. Trish was my favorite back in the day. Well, she's Edge a fellow was... Canadian. Yeah, like that. That was probably why. Um, I did. I did prefer Lita, but just they should have, like, she kept getting injured too much. They should have like really sent Lita back to OVW a little bit because like they would do like let her do um like the moonsault off the top rope and she would almost break her fucking neck half the time, but she was good with Lita. I, I preferred when Trish was, um, there was that one time where they teamed up together against jazz. And I think Victoria, that was really great. That was like, cause jazz, Trish Travis, uh, jazz Jennings. No, no, no. Like jazz was this huge black woman. Um, that was married to Rodney Mack. Um, but <laughs> no, but like Trish, she was like the first, like, like her and Gail Kim were the two first like legitimate female wrestlers out like in North America outside of like, no, I mean like in the modern era, cause there was ones before in like the fifties, but in terms of like female wrestling, she was like the first mainstream, like her and uh, Lita and Gail Kim that weren't like, just like fucking valets or doing the fucking bra and panties bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, in Japan, women's wrestling was legitimate for many decades. So you'd have like women wrestling men. And uh, like, you know, Asuka, she like wrestled Minoru Suzuki, got a fucking ass kicked. That was hilarious. You'd still find clips of it on YouTube. Like, they'd never let that happen in WWE nowadays. Mm. Or Andy Kaufman back in the day. He was wrestling women and he had a yeah. thing with, uh, uh, what's his name? The King, Jerry the King. Jerry Lord. the King Law. He went to Memphis wrestling and like yeah. Jerry like was fucking with him. Because the some of the stuff that Jerry was doing, like even when he was like tuning it down in the nineties, like he did this one promo on Goldust. You know, Goldust was like the gay character, right? He like fucking called him F slurs and everything on TV. Like, oh my god, you'd never do that shit. Like, <laughs> oh man. Like, oh, Has there ever been yeah. a magician wrestler? Yeah. Like yeah, an actual was... like illusionist. Like you I, take a rabbit one... out of the hat and like throw it at you. There was a few like, like a David Blaine 
or like Chris Chris Angel's a better example. But yeah, like a I guy, think there a guy was like that. One or two. Like there was there's I think Ace Austin or no, I think there was like, yeah, there must have been. Because there was like shaman characters like uh right. before the godfather was the godfather, he was Papa Shango, which was like the semi-racist Haitian. Not what am I talking about? A fully racist fucking Haitian shaman character. Wait, is this gold dust? Yeah, that's yeah, that's gold dust. You know what's funny though is that he like played a homophobic character for like so many years because like it was kind of a rib because he was like a good old southern boy, like his father was Dusty Rhodes. And uh recently because he's an AEW, he's like totally like SJW'd himself. So it's almost like, you know, that corn song F slur where it's like they bully the kid for being gay, but then he actually turns out to be gay in spite of it. It's kind of like, like gold dust. He was like mocking an SJW character, Hmm. but then he becomes like, I think his kid is like trans man or something. So he's, yeah, it's so fucking like, uh, that's why I refuse to watch AEW. Just, yeah. Hmm. Well, anyway, guys, fuck, we've been ranting for so long. Yeah, like, yeah I know. Else I, about I, the USSR, Liz? You know, we could keep this oh, going no. for like <laughs> close it up on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> Just one, one quick thing. No, no, no. no, 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 joking, no. Bro. Wrestling was quite popular in the yeah. USSR. No, I just don't think that I made one point. It's going to take one, one second, which is um, that that Hodorkovsky guy, he was the Communist Party and Putin was KGB. So it was basically him steal like the KGB taking all the resources away from the former Communist Party people. That was the transition that happened in the mid nineties. So just wanted mm. to mention that. That's that's the reason I brought up Hudarkovsky. Anyway, super chats. Here we go. Okay. Uh did this meme to Z Ping's account about mm-hmm. Southern Italians, like the the Furio quote, they look down at us as peasants. You know what Hero posted to me in reply? A fucking emoji of an eggplant. Is he calling me a fucking Moulinian? Because I'm part, like, half Southern Italian? What the fuck, hero? Hey, man, man, Magna Gratia. Did I say Moulinian? Magna Gratia lives on, dude. Archimedes built a fucking, like, like, uh, mirror laser, dude. There's nothing shame about being around there, dude. Yeah. Me and Stain, me and Stain, whenever we're in person, Stain Haynes, great guy. Shout out to Stain Haynes. Shout out to Stain. Regular BTR. Tit for tat on like, you know, crazy like theories about like, you know, could ancient Rome have industrialized, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, they kind of had the steam engine, like, but a lot of things. That's a topic for another day. They kind of. Bring me on to talk about Rome sometime. Absolutely. Well, Gio, you got to answer this one. I know it's not a super chat, but it's from Worm Hatcher. What is the best wrestling franchise? Yeah, Cyber Ninjas here. Yeah, I would say New Japan. Like All no, right, there we like go. non-stop. Like TNA is cringe. The only the only way TNA gets ratings because fucking Kenny Omega is the champion. I personally like Kenny Omega when he was in New Japan, but I think he's a total fucking cringe meme lord. And I think that his style has devolved, and he's got no direction. He's got like he doesn't have Guido and Okada to like tell him what the fuck to do in the ring. So they just put like three belts from three different companies on him. Uh, no, yeah, New Japan by far is the more superior company. Um, I do think that they should beef it up a little bit. Um, no, AEW, like, AEW workers, it's just they don't use them correctly. And apparently they're going to get a bunch of other, like, dregs from the... I shouldn't say dregs, I should because Bray Wyatt's a pretty big fucking deal. But it's just, like, they don't have guy. They don't have a direction to, like, place them in the right situation. 
Although I do like how they did the death match with Chris Jericho. That was legendary. Cause like, I've been following Nick Gage's career from CZW, like from day one, like since the first tournament of death. So I think like, that's a really big deal. I think that they're mainstreaming death match wrestling. That's the only good aspect of AW is the death match shit. But like, other than that, fuck it. Mm. New Japan all the way, baby. You know, if they had somebody named Chris Jericho, they should have had a female named Rahab. Oh, wow. Well. That could work out. Right? He had yeah. a thing with Trish Stratus. There was this one story angle where he was, like, trying to seduce Trish Stratus for, like, a, a toonie with mm-hmm. Christian Cage. And then, like, she found out and her heart was broken. And Chris, But then the, the irony was that Chris Jericho actually did fall in love with Trish Stratus. But then, like, because she heard the bet that he had with Christian... It's like she, her heart was like totally broken over it. So wait, that was fall, a good fall, was a fall in love uh, for real or for the? Uh, no, this is a storyline. It wasn't for real. Uh, did it ever fall? Uh, anybody ever fall in love for real though? Like uh, that you know? Oh yeah, like, Lita and Edge like basically cheated on Matt Hardy together. So mm. that was real. Interesting. Yeah. Well, what about Trish Stratus? She ended up marrying. I think she uh, married some, some guy. Yeah. Yeah. Some. Uh, some chad anyway yeah uh, i mean how could you you got to be a jigga chad to be with trish stratus come on bro yeah and then yeah. she started doing yoga and, okay anyway <laughs> enough about this is like I, i'm showing my own you like chris stratus because she's also here. like a greek white and she also looks like uh what's her name patella oh yes yes <laughs> yeah they yeah. use stock oh i mean sorry i mean you're interested in... <laughs> look no i i, I Dick, respect do you know about this deep btr lore <laughs> Ah, there's man, this canadian dude, chick I, i'm from, not even sure <laughs> there's this canadian chick that used to do naked news that lev fell in love with and like he like no not fell in love i've fell, heard about the spreadsheet i've heard fell about the spreadsheet <laughs> he like goes through like all of her social media and shit it's hilarious no look i'm not no the moment that i send her a text and asked like uh this is just like the last one let me know if you're interested in coming on and she didn't write back <laughs> regardless i'm gonna respect that i'm not gonna bother her can you anymore. come on her fucking far right internet <laughs> it's not far right Fucking, Gio, you're you're far right. I'm no, liberal. I mean, can you right. come and talk talk to our fucking incel podcast about <laughs> about your career? <laughs> So some 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 of, some of our younger viewers have never seen breasts uh, in a semi-live setting. So could you come and do your, come do your whole stack here? Trying to you know. Uh, I'll show like you episode. That could be a skit for Ghost Jail. We're like this podcast host tries to creep on this porn star. And like he tried, like it could be like me or Lev. Yeah. And like yeah, Vir- Virgil, Texas already did it, right? Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, you know what's funny is that I was I'm re-watching Oz recently for some reason. Um, because I used to like I never watched the original series, like I just watched the clip show on YouTube. So um it's funny because they got fucking Evan Seinfeld from Biohazard and he's married like two different porn stars. <laughs> Holy shit. Because Biohazard, people don't know, they were like fucking cringe in the New York hardcore scene. They were kind of like the fucking mirror of like hardcore back in the day. <laughs> oh, bro. But uh, no, I, sh- I shouldn't say that. Biohazard is pretty cool back in the day. Well, okay. After the stream is over, I'm going to show you something related to her. But anyway, uh, super But it's chats. funny how Evan Seinfeld is Jewish in real life, 
but they put him with the the Aryan Brotherhood gang on Oz. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yes. That was a great series. All right, here we go. Super chats. Uh, okay, Cream Wizard just made an emoji that looks like uh, either breasts or like a chipmunk with its face stuffed. So here, I'm <laughs> type that Speaking in. Speaking of which. Yeah, here, here. This is the this is for you, Cream Wizard. Next, we have over here. Oh, that's um, breasts. Yeah, that's yeah. Breasts. Anthony Charon, five dollars. The war in Afghanistan was the penultimate fever dream of the Robert McNamara Pentagon. Yep. The real mor- morons of McNamara were really us the whole time. What's the ultimate fever dream then? Vietnam to electric boogaloo. No, oh, yeah, Taiwan. Know, no, Iran is obviously the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh Ar- my but, God, but, but Iran saw saw Biohazard no, live, based. No, no, but Geo, Iran so Biohazard far, is Iran the so limp biscuit of hardcore. Oh wait, would you say Iran so far, Iran so far away? <laughs> that wasn't that a song? But yes, yes, it was a song. Anyway. Uh. Uh, Terry Greenbeans. I, oh, one, I get it. Iran. One ninety nine. Is there an update on Lord Miles? Who is Lord Miles? He is the British. They say he's a glowy though for MI six. I don't know about that, but he's a British guy that like literally just went to Afghanistan to look for adventure. He is the tw- he is like the twenty first century version of Lawrence of Arabia. This wow. is like, yeah. Yeah, he's going to start a podcast in a couple of years, man. I'm sure he's friends oh, yeah. with the Chapo guys, too. Oh, God. Oh, Wait, what's his political standing? Is he, like, socialist, communist, libertarian? What's... People say well, he's based. Well, let's have him on BTR. Anyway, Anthony if Chiron. If he survives. Yes, if he survives. Anthony Chiron, $5. The three-point safety belt was invented by engineers at Volvo who didn't patent it so it would become standard equipment for all at no extra cost. Mm, wow. Interesting. That was Good nice to know. of them. Like yeah. the, the guy who made penicillin did the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. best, yeah. There there we go. So not everybody has a heart has a heart full of coal. You know, some people there generally believe in... There were Canadians, too, banting and best. Yeah, there we go. They That's gave the... their dogs diabetes to test them. Oh, that was kind of poor dogs. Them, but, yeah. Know. Well, not the everybody... dog was like, yo, give me more food, babe. <laughs> yeah, they, like, literally overfit... Like, they... They, they like took their like dog was, they had they, in the lab and made a hecking chonker and gave oh them no. fucking, they would they like were, take the bunks and burner and like burn animal fat and feed it to the dog. And like, oh man, they, they yeah. were the, uh, they were the janky of their time. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, next oh, we have, where the uh, fuck Ter- are my cats? I need to Terry, pet them now. I know. I need to pet my cat too. Terry Greenbeans, 199, Tom Nichols posting his L's. Nice. Uh, wait, wait, wait what is that? Who is Tom Nichols? Tom Nichols is like a fucking. I think he was a neocon hacker. He was some kind of. He's like just one of these like verified journo. Like he's like a boomer. Just he's a terrible human being. Yeah, Hermit, that's pretty base. Biohazard was supporting Slayer, Pantera, and Cradle Filth. This is twenty years ago. I think was that the was that the Aussie tour? Or was that something else? That was because I I think I explicitly remember that. But no, Tom Nichols is a fucking. Uh, he's just like he's just a I think he's like a Democrat policy hack or whatever. He's like one mm. of these, you know, boomer people. And and lastly, Cream Wizard, what books to read about breathing exercises left? Okay, so I did read a couple of books just generally on yoga, kundalini yoga, things like that. Let me see if I can get the uh book uh, Yoga Sutras here. of Patanjali. 
sexual yeah, yeah. That pra- pra- uh, yeah that's a good pranayama one. that's pretty Ana- much a good, another good another good one about pranayama would be the one that was done by let's see what's his name the yoga guy uh iyengar so iyengar yoga pranayama let me see here what oh, is that the here. one that went to new york that alex great Iyengar is cool. He's the guy who popularized using props to be able to do like the right posture and poses. Mm-hmm. Even oh, if you weren't yeah. flexible no, enough, I'm thinking of Adi huge, actually. So, so here, here's the book over here. So, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of Adi Da. Well, some people say Adi Da is still alive, and he. No, I'm not gonna get into that. Maybe. I'm not gonna get into into. Yogi's esoteric, never die, man. No, he's never die, bro. I'm not gonna get into the esoteric Alex Gray lore, but anyway, there, over there here. was um someone in the chat that said that um. Like, is Georgiani an atheist kind of like Varj? Like, he doesn't actually believe in like a Promethean. I don't know. No, no, just no, not in the sense. No, but not in the sense. No, Georgiani fully believes in paranormal things, like oh, yeah, things yeah, being right. out of, uh, you know, so like God. But he doesn't kind of believe stuff. in like a personal monotheistic God. Like, he... see, it, see, it's weird because on one hand you're right, but on the other hand, I saw an interview with him where he was talking about this more of like this higher beings force well f- well force of universal oneness like the oneness force that everything comes out of but the way that he sees it is that that force strives for their complexity and creativity oh that's as right to yeah wanting, yeah as opposed to wanting there to just be i mean i may disagree with like, him on certain things he's basically just a kantian at that point oh oh i'm gonna btf now i know how to btf there anyway. we go all right anyway Jerry Green, uh, tom nichols is an elitist who reps the expert class yeah that guy's a total fucking piece of shit glowy who wrote the Atlantic article, how it's our fault for Afghanistan. This fucking guy, he's got the most tepid, like, lib boomer, neocon, neolib takes. And this fucking guy has the audacity to say, oh, the American public is responsible. Like, fuck off. Nobody, like, not even, I could remember, even in the early 2000s, people were like, yeah, maybe we can see Iraq, but Afghanistan, like, mm, I don't know. Like, what does Iraq that is mean? Flat. Iraq is flat. Afghanistan's got mountains yeah. everywhere. Harder. No, but, but what does that article even argue that, yeah, Georgiani is a Lucifer? God, I, I can't He's imagine a... reading that. No, I, no, I mean, either. No, it's, no I... but again, Gio, if you, if you I'll read it just for the lols. If you disengage Lucifer from Ariman, then wouldn't Ariman be more of like the devil and Lucifer? Ariman, of yeah, like... I thought Ahura Mazda was kind of like the equivalent the of Zoroaster. Yeah. Well, well, Ahura Mazda would be somewhere, at least according to Johnny, I think, in between Mithra and Ariman, and yeah. Mithra would kind of be like the middle force. Yeah, Mithra is kind of like that's why a lot of people think Gnosticism came from that thing too. Oh, look at this! So, um, it's our fault because we wanted a withdrawal from <laughs> Afghanistan. Dude. In post two thousand one America, became fashionable to speak of war weariness. But citizens who were not in the military, part of a military family community, did not endure even minor inconveniences, much less. Oh, no, no. So bankrupting America to support fucking wars, to give fucking Internet porn to some fucking people across the world that we don't give a fuck about, that every empire died in. I'm so. Oh, oh, yeah, this oh we were inconvenienced. Oh, by the way, by the way, no, this is us as millennials, late. our fucking future wasn't taken from us in North America because of that or partially. Like what? Yeah. Like if this was a just world, the Atlantic, the Atlantic fucking... has no right talking about it because that's yeah, far closer they were the to the ones... Indian Ocean. Yes, you know. Yeah. Like, so what about 
Oh, wait, by the way, Gio, do you see the screen? I just wanted to get your attention to this. Oh, this let's meme. talk about U.S. Oh, what? Let me. Sorry. Yeah, I, I did that one. Real quick. Oh, my God. Gio talks about rest. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. I got a screen. I got to save that one. No, but the Atlantic, the same Atlantic that took fucking Robert Nozak to basically um write hit pieces about a fucking known U.S. asset that told them that the fucking WMDs were bullshit. Same with the Washington Post. I'm that, sure the Atlantic, Atlantic? Was cheerleading for the fucking war originally. Yeah, dude. like I but, wouldn't like, be that hard to find it, you know? No, like, you could go. Can... You could look at the archives. Yeah, dude. They they had people like fucking David Frum and Robert Nozak that were cheerleading this fucking shit, and they burned Valerie Plain Wilson and her husband over it because they said that the WMDs were fucking shit. Like they just. I I'm sorry. This article. I'm so glad the world is dunking on this article, but in a just insane world, you take the editorial board of the Atlantic and uh, I'm not going to finish that sentence, but like, it's just these people, like it just, it, it astonishes me. Well, they obviously can, they're the ones that can fix this. So we no, should send them back to the embassy. Like yeah. the Afghan embassy will yeah. take the Atlantic. We'll be they like, you negotiate. guys, boat workers now, right? <laughs> like, you, you guys are going to work at the, at the embassy in Kabul. Yeah. And you guys sort fine. this out, sort this out. Yeah. 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 No, but like, it's funny how even the political left that maybe cause these millennials, they were like in fucking, they're, they were like sipping Dunker. They were like sipping Capri Sun and like. Wait, were you Dunkaroos. about to say Dunkaroo? Oh, Dunkaroos. Oh, that yeah. Dunkaroos back. rocked you. Millennial yeah, I love Dunkaroos back in the day. But maybe they were too young to remember. Or, or, or what about Gogurt? The yogurt. Yeah, or Gogurt. Yeah. Slurp. Grab they too, and Lurp. They were too young to remember the anti war days. But why the fuck would they be praising people in the Orange Man bad era like fucking David Frum and Jennifer Rubin and Bill Crystal? Like, why would they go out of their way to praise people like Tom Nichols? I mean, it just the. I feel it, like it's just to piss yeah. us off, man. At yeah, this it's point. just like yeah. I think there's I, no justice like, in this world, bro. It's it's clicks, and it's just the fucking like. Is this yeah. the much vaulted hypernormalization I've heard? Exactly. Yeah. Well, the like, only this is why that- Amy Therese is deranged. This is why Amy Therese has to chug a case of of Red Bulls every single fucking day because she has to endure this burden of the political left being such a, bu- a bunch of shallow, mm. cowardly fucking hypocrites. Like, it's ridiculous. Well, as far as I'm concerned, Gio, the only justice in the world happens when people become supporters of BTR yeah. by going to patreon.com slash break the rules. Look at this fucking magnet right here, okay? All the people who are fans of Britney Venti, don't you want your own moth? Don't you want your own moth? Well, now you can oh, have your own moth. You can sorry, have this I'm beautiful wooden moth. Don't be mad, Gio. The power of the moth will heal you. The power yeah. of the moth will take okay, all your anger and will transmute it into beautiful, yes, into beautiful, powerful juice that you will drink in the Fanta glass, giving you everlasting oh, life. God, that is the power of the moth. And this moth could be yours, too. This moth can transmute your into, your anger into positivity when you become a $20 member. And $5 members are going to get secret places in Discord. They are going to get MP3s after they come out here, after the streams come out here. You guys are going to get the MP3s for those streams. They are going to get uh, for... Um, 
th uh, $30. A beautiful print from Giovanni Penichetti. Here it is. You can see it in action right now. I know that you can't see it well, but it's on screen. Believe me when I say this, that this is one high-quality print that you guys are going to cherish for the rest of your life. Put it in a beautiful frame. And in fact, if you want a custom frame for your... I just came up with this right now, Gio. If you want a custom frame ah. of this uh, of this print... My father is going to make it out of wood. Oh, so my wow. father, yeah, my father is going to make whatever you want out of wood, including a custom frame for Geo's print. So if you want to print uh, with like a little, like a face of Geo on the side and my face and Will's <laughs> face and like we could do that. We could do anything you, you want. Print of Uncle reason. Doomer that banner. Yes, exactly. Like the Gandalf with the glasses and all that. We could do a lot of fun stuff oh, because bro. we want this to be beautiful. Also, fifty dollars are getting beautifully painted figures from Warhammer 40k by Jules Hamilton. You are also getting another Wait, painting from Geo. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, yeah, his, okay. his figures from uh, childhood over here. I got them that's right cool. here. They're really beautiful. And uh, I didn't you know are... about them. Yeah, look yeah, at what. Right. Look at this Tom Nichols article. I'm sorry, Lev. No, it's so no, bad, no. Man. I got I, I got to finish. I got to so... finish Patreon. Sorry, Lev. You go ahead. Go ahead. So real quick with the Patreon, you're gonna get all that plus a custom print of any of the thumbnails upon request that my dad painted, and you are also going to get. Uh, I think that's it. I mean, you are going to get our everlasting love. I mean, $50 patronage. That is what's going to take us above and beyond. Also, let me know if you have crypto. Uh, coin Cointree slash break the rules, which you could see over here in the uh, in the thing. I never promote this. Anybody who has crypto, please send us crypto here. I'm going to share the link with everybody in yeah, the chat. Yeah, we never show the crypto. Yeah, we never show the crypto, and we fucking or should. Or the DLive. <laughs> well, we got DLive. We got, uh, we got Twitch. We got Apple. We got... Uh, we still have Twitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, let me check. I'm sure we do. Let's see. Oh. Twitch.tv slash break the rules. Are we streaming on Twitch right now? I'm looking at the screen. I'm looking at the screen. What? Yeah, it says live. Yeah, there we go. I'm looking at it right now. We are still on Twitch. Despite wow. all the things that have happened, we are still on Twitch, baby. Woo! Anyway, wow. guys, Geo, go ahead, my friend. Look at this. Like, the, the very end, he says... Indeed, we're bickering about masks. We're holding super spreader events. We're complaining and figure pointing about who ruined the, our fall plans. Um, I'm put let, spoiler. It's people who refused easy access to the Ochi. Fuck off. Biden was right in the end to bite the bullet and refuse to pass this conflict on to yet another press. Oh, what the? He was there during fucking Obama. His execution of this resolve, however, looks to be a tragic and shameful mess and will likely be a case study in pol political uh, policy schools for years to come. But there will be no version of stop the forever war. Don't start the forever war, you fucking idiot. Yeah, like, don't fuck? start it. Like, literally. People are saying that like they don't get oh, to do this, shit. man. These people can suck my five inches. Oh, dude. my God. It's just like. We believe otherwise as a nation because we wanted to believe it and because we had shopping to do and television to watch and arguments to be had on social media. What a fucking boomer point. So because we had to like shopping to do and 
Oh, you fucking you, you, you whippersnappers, you kids, you're a bunch of lazy fucking pieces of shit that you don't want to go and die so that fucking women could have feminism in a third world shithole that every empire died in that we have to get minerals from and and oil and uh young boy oh sorry i'm not going to say that last word why the elites are so interested in bringing over these uh young men so um like so because we had arguments to do on social media which is total fucking boomer point then oh we didn't care about what happened in afghanistan Oh, you fucking kids, you didn't want to go and die. Lev and you, well, not me because I'm Canadian, but Lev and you, you didn't want to go and fucking die over overseas so that so oil can drop to past uh, below $100 a barrel. Like, holy fuck. Like, what does that even mean? Yo, yo, don't Art- try to, don't try to, don't try to save your bullshit country, dude. Plenty of commits yeah. went as well. Yeah, exactly. Plenty like, of them went as well. Yeah, I, I would understand that if they all of a sudden gave a different argument saying like, look if at we this weren't have, if point. we weren't to do. Wait, hold on real fast. Yeah, 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 if we weren't if we weren't to have done A, B and C, then the following would have happened. And this yeah. is how we can prove that if we're talking about like China going over there and then getting this and getting that. I'd still think that Afghanistan's the graveyard of empires, but at least try to make the position that uh, yeah. that there would be bad things that would happen if you don't do this. But just saying about like shopping and shit like that, like that's that's it. That's it. Look what he says at the end, Lev. But before we move on, before we head back to the mall, but the mall, the mall is dead, you motherfucker, you old piece of shit. Before <laughs> not to, we resume, not to Chris post- Chan, it's not. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Before we resume posting memes, before we return to bickering with each other about whether we should have to mask up at Starbucks, let us remember that this day came about for one reason and one reason only, because we wanted it. Yeah, we fucking wanted the end to this fucking madness. That is no benefit. Like, that's the purpose of the Atlantic is to victim blame yeah, uh, the, yeah. the powerless American public. Exactly. They did it with every other issue. Yeah. Like like during the uh the vag scene issue, they did it with that. They did it with lockdown. You fucking name it. Like the Atlantic is the Janny gristle liquor of the establishment. And it's just like I, I don't even know. Like, I mean, we I'm gotta so, get some, we gotta get some people from the Atlantic. I have to go eat. I'm fucking. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, we, we should we get someone. From we the must. Atlantic. It would be a beautiful thing. We should okay. get. You know, speaking of dead malls, um, someone suggested Dan Bell, but me and Dan Bell, we had this spat on Twitter once where he called me a loser and insult and tried to psychologize me. But that would be pretty based if we got Dan Bell on, because despite him being a total F slur. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean that. Um, this maybe I do. Um, despite him being like a lib, I do appreciate his work. I have followed his work for years. Um, I just, it's really unfortunate that he's just like a very insecure liberal. So I don't know. Wait, is he, he got, the, is he the independent producer and filmmaker? Check out yeah, my yeah. exclusive videos. All right. Well, I'm going to follow him. There we go. I'm going to take that. Uh, I'm going to, it'll be a, a good live stream. Cause I always want to talk about urban exploration for one stream. Here we go. I'm that's, Chernob- that out. that's Chernobyl trip, man. The ultimate yeah. urban, oh, yeah. urban exploring. Yeah. ETR live from vacation. Chernobyl. <laughs> Dude, down, down. Oh, de- down. yeah. Could and you still wear go to prep now? Oh, yeah, definitely. What are you I think they're still booking trips. Like, it depends. I think their business slowed down because of the obvious <laughs> last few years. But I think uh, Bald and Bankrupt actually went to trip prep ride again recently. So he actually went to like the heart in the plant, I think. So mm. 
Alright guys, this is the end of the stream. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe. We just got over the number. We are at 5,400. So nice. we are doing it. We are growing thanks to your help. Please help us keep growing, keep improving. Remember and... tomorrow. Yes. Patriot J. Talking about hip hop. In. Talking about buck break. Oh, well, maybe not that, but like. Why not? We can talk about buck break. I don't care. Hotep Sophia is joining us too. Yeah. Remember Thursday, big. Thursday, Thursday. Logo versus Dick Texan oh. Hammer. First They're time ready. in history. No other debate show has ever done this. Hells yeah. This oh, yeah. Spring. Seriously, guys, support these guys. These are good boys. Yeah. They're doing good work. Like, there's nothing else like this out there. <laughs> Tom Nichols on BTR. Oh, go imagine if we pull that off. Let me Holy see. So, Let me so see. Tom if, Nichols, uh, I wanted to ask you, you've sacrificed children <laughs> at Bohemian Grove, right? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, he's got that boomer affect. He's like, what do you mean? You, you violated a code. <laughs> David Gergen, you violated a code. <laughs> that was the best AJ clip. That was art. That was more art. That was more performance art than some fucking mm -hmm. bullshit like sticking a dildo somewhere no. that Jerry Saltz loves. I know. That, no, this is Tom, Nich Tom, Tom, Tom Nichols. Tom Nichols. What Hogwarts school would you say you most identify with? <laughs> yeah. What, which brand of uh, of a Fauci Ouchie? Do, do, do you think that? Slytherin is like AstraZeneca, or do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this is the end of the stream. I'm just like Googling Tom Nichols. Is contact. David Gergen still alive, by the way? <laughs> let's, see, let's, let's look at this, David Gergen. All right, Thomas Nichols booking agent and speaker fee. Uh, can we raise money Fuck to off. get Tom Nichols on the Fuck you, bro. What, like, is he you, on you, you're privileged to come on here, you fucking old piece of shit. You old smackhead. <laughs> David Gergen is still alive. He is we fucking- We should get David Gergen on BTR. He's got, he's got some kind of like reptilian like adrenochrome. He's almost 90 years old. He's 79 years old. Let me see. David, David Gergen. Gergen. And the picture that they use on Wikipedia is where he's talking to the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Wait, look, no, no, here we go. Here's his email from the Car Harvard Kennedy School. I'm opening it up over here. Here's yeah, he's Harvard a fellow email. at the Kennedy. Yeah, I could that's, send that him... is a pretty high. That's like you can't get any higher than that when it well, comes to politics. Harvard can Kennedy. I maybe I should send him an email. Maybe I should invite him on. <laughs> <laughs> you violated an agreement. You hear? <laughs> David Gert, and then Nick, he's walking away like with his bodyguard. And like you could just hear Alex Jones screaming like when the mic was no clipping, where it's like, David Gergen, did you know there was gay prostitutes at the <laughs> you know, that's kind of like reminds me of Ricky from Trailerberg Boys, where he did that to Alex Lifeson, speaking of Rush, where he's like, This guy's a gay prostitute, he tried to solicit me. <laughs> then Alex Jones, like he was playing up the fact that he's like, Well, you know, I was handsome enough. I went there and uh, they all thought I was a gay prostitute. Me and Mike Hansen, they were kind of touching my, my butt and trying to feel my package. And like, <laughs> it's like this guy from the World Economic Forum came up and he's, he massaged my butt for a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what's funny? The best part of the one stream where, like, with um, I was describing Chris Chan to, uh, to our friend. Um, you know that clip and like Lev when I, as soon as I mentioned that Opie and Anthony played the recycling bit I wanted to clip it because Lev he like sounded so like impotent and like 
He's like, what are you doing? Like the way he said, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> and like just a perfect clip. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, just totally fucking ruined the stream. Like, <laughs> no, he just fucking ru- oh. ruined this poor, this poor kid's mind. Yeah. You know, this was uh, Harvard this- Kennedy School of, of uh, Public Policy at Harvard and Cambridge. Yeah. So if you want to go to political theory, go to Yale. You want to go into public policy government, you got to go to the fucking Kennedy School in oh, Harvard. Like, I got to tell you guys sometime. Uh, I used to live in New Haven. And Holy me shit, and all man. my friends, dude, used to fuck with the Yaleys. I have fucking friends. <laughs> oh, my yeah. Lord. You better watch to get into get into it with some skull and bones. Men and mm. them. Dude, yeah. I mean, the, the temple building, like the one they use is like right there on that street wow. right off church holy um, shit it's... but what but what i don't get is are the yaleys today like the skull and bonesmen are they still as active as they were before or have they gotten woke because i can't imagine them still participating in those same no, like jacking it's... off ceremonies and all that shit that they used to do <laughs> I, in, the, in the good i don't shepherd. know i don't know how it's permutated because i feel like you find out about the actual details about that stuff like generations later and shit so yeah mm-hmm. I, I fully believe, though, that there's still, like, cadres of very elite people doing weird shit. Oh, yeah. You know, based on, like, because, like, like honestly, a lot of it is not that fucking weird. A lot of it is, like, something, mm. it's it's like a it's like a wasp, rich, antisocial yeah. version of Animal House. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, the Pretty rituals. Much. Oh, my God. About, look look at the, the, the former, like, notable staff of the um, Robert Kennedy School of Public Policy. You have, like, David Gergen. One of the only women is like Samantha Powers, and she's like an obvious like you know, she's a vampire. You have fucking Michael Ignati. What a fucking I. One day I'll red pill you guys as a Canadian on what a fucking loser Michael Ignatieff is. Like the guy like walled himself in Harvard for fucking years teaching like Rawlsian like liberal public policy bullshit, and then he like tried to like save the Liberal Party when like fucking when Stephen Harper in the in the 2010s turned the liberal party into a fucking prison prag like Michael Ignatieff came and tried to like save the party when he had like his elite wasp like fucking Harvard inflections like oh my god what a fucking loser yeah. what a fucking mark for himself Michael and, uh, Terry Green Terry Greenbean says digging up Geronimo and shit woke for sure yeah. They, probably, they, they probably make you say the n-word on camera now or wear blackface well that no in canada they make you uh yeah they do black or brown face it's just that justin trudeau had terrible opsack so in yeah. canada they probably have made no but like what are they going to do with uh with uh the leader of the ndp uh jagmeet singh they probably make him do white face i don't know no i guess blackface could probably cancel in a Sikh, right yeah could blackface cancel a Sikh. Dude, there was there was that not, Indian not guy who was in blackface. You remember the guy yeah. who ended up getting arre- you remember the Indian guy who ended up getting arrested and he was smiling to the camera. You remember that? Oh photo? yeah, yeah. That yeah. was an Indian guy, I think. I don't think Indian that was. Uh, I don't think that was a white guy. But anyway, well, no, guys, Jack needs to seek. He's well. Seek and you shall find. Anyway, guys, this oh. is the end of the stream. Thank you so much for being here. As always, don't forget Patriot J. Patriot J. Tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm going to post, post the link one more time. All the people who are still watching this right now, go to that link. Set a reminder. Add a like. 
share it. Share the link with your friends on Twitter. Uh, I even have the Twitter post here. Let me do that final thing. I have the Twitter post right here. I wonder so if I should bring up some Asula. Is that the guy's name? He wrote a Brighter Than the Sun, which was like the first like critical theory book on uh, hip hop and electronic music. I wonder if you should bring that up. I know like all these theory cells read that book. It is a good, if you look up Brighter Than the Sun, it's actually a really good book. But um I have yeah. to take a look. So here, here it is. I'm just sharing right now this uh, tweet over here. One second. Here it is. Patriot J, a uh, Grifty Award-winning rap artist. And if you notice, by the way, this is a... Let's see. Is it going to play here? No, it's not going to play here. But it's a holographic. It's a holographic design. Like, I'm making all the cards holographic now on Twitter. So click that. Take a look at it and share It'll be that the only YouTube stream. No, I'm not going to make that stupid joke. Okay. And we're going yes. gonna... <laughs> no, no, no. and share and please share, share, share that, share that thing on Twitter. Anyway, guys, take care. Subscribe. Patreon.com slash break the rules. Love you. Bye -bye. God bless and goodbye. Good